Hey everyone, it's Sam. You're about to listen to the Omen Christmas Party Special. It's been a massive undertaking with almost 40 players and a ridiculous amount of hours of role-playing content. If you're listening to this when we release the episode, you'll know that we're raising money for the Northern Virginia Family Services Fund this year. The NVFS helps more than 2,200 children and their families in Northern Virginia every year. They help purchase toys, gifts, and grocery store gift cards for families to use for holiday meals and basic necessities. If you enjoy the show and want to help us raise money, then click on the fundraising link in this episode's description. It will take you to our fundraising page and you can donate from there. Any little bit helps. It's been a rough year for everyone and we're hoping to help some struggling families still get some of the holiday spirit. Thanks for listening and now without further ado, we proudly present the Omen Christmas Party Special. Twas the night before Christmas and a big festive feast for the agents of Omen. Our dear Ethel unleashed. The presents were given, the drinks they did flow. But whilst they were quizzing, little did they know. For ten years beforehand, while riding my sleigh, I uh, had a bad run-in with an omen attaché. Now, sleighs do not mix with ICBMs, but I was lucky enough not to end up condemned. For years I have plotted and soon they will see what they end up getting for fucking with me. Ho, ho, ho. It is a crisp winter's eve in the city of London. Members of the public try not to slip on the icy pavement as they make one last desperate shopping attempt before the festivities tomorrow. They pass in front of a large imposing building with a big golden eye emblazoned on the front, three circles indicating three very important heavenly bodies. It is an eye that warns them very clearly of the dangers within. Inside, the hallways are brightly lit with a warm glow. There are posters on the wall reminding people to wash their hands, what to do when they see a ghost, and proper etiquette when meeting an unknown entity for the first time. A janitor methodically cleans the hall as he hears something skittering through a nearby vent. This is the headquarters of Omen Investigations, and tonight is the office Christmas party. Smedley's, go to your table, please. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, anyone else? Anyone else? Or anyone else? Everyone's got their papers right. All right. We'll begin in a minute then. Thank you. We're going to begin the Christmas session by introducing every single group that we have. So bear in mind that there's quite a lot of groups. So this might take some time. So be patient with me, listeners. 
we join everyone in the same room. It is the height of the Christmas party. Everyone is full on drinks and snacks from the buffet, and they're all getting sat down to do the Christmas quiz hosted by our beloved Ethel, the sort of office manager slash receptionist lady who does everything to make people feel happy. I'm going to go table by table to introduce each group, and hopefully that will work. Fingers crossed, we'll see. So we're going to start with our first table. There's a group of you sitting here, and we will begin with Rose. Feel free to introduce yourself first. Hi, I'm Rose Russell, and I'll be playing Jacqueline Martell, a professional fey wrangler and otherwise standing stone botherer. <laughs> what do you do to bother standing stones? Mostly she just kind of wanders up to them and says hi, asks them how their life's been, and then gets slowly drunk over the next two hours, because standing stones have generally had a very long life. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie... Introduce your character. I am Sophie, and I will be playing Goldie, the genocidal mermaid that was accidentally caught from the ocean by a smedley. Uh, she stuck around. Don't ask her why. Her story changes every time. You do some amazing fan art for us, Sophie. It's <laughs> great to see. You're welcome. Thank you. And now we'll go to Robin. Hello, Robin. Introduce Hello. your character. Yes, so I am playing uh, someone by the name of Bard. John Bard. He is. Uh, he has special ways of getting information out of people. Uh, many that would be too risque to repeat. Uh, he's a bit of a honeypot, <laughs> and um, is sent out to seduce anyone or anything that needs seducing. And he has certain tools with him that help him to do so. Does he have any major conquests? Uh, <laughs> a man never kisses and tells. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, a smooth, smooth talker. Okay. Um, and then we have Dee. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Alright, okay. So I'm I'm Dee. I'm playing Enid Blatherstock. Uh, she's quite small and petite. She's about... I mean, she she doesn't quite break five feet, and she's probably like in the region of like ninety five pounds. So there's not a lot to her. She looks very young, but if anyone questions her, that she will assure them uh, that she is in fact twenty one and show them her ID. Um, she um, she she basically joined Omen uh, after they um, confiscated her um, eldritch abomination that she tried to befriend. And she she's uh, she, she's coming to the party with a bag that uh, makes uh, occasional sort of squelchy growling noises. That won't be the weirdest thing anyone's brought to this party, I'm sure. No, no, I'm sure it isn't. All right, so most of you are currently sitting down at your table, waiting for the next question on the Omen Christmas quiz. Question one. What was the true cause of the War of 1812? Oh, no, oh, not I, another history I, I, one. I, I feel like I know this one. Um, it's something. Uh, it's something. I'm pretty sure I was in the ocean. War of 1812. Necromancy. Necromancy. I thought that was the American one. Is this about the Russian one? You know, I'm not sure now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Necromancy sounds right though. There was definitely something. A baked lich. <laughs> now that doesn't sound right. Going to make my way back over from the bar with a martini, a, a baked lich, you say? I think so. Maybe. I, I'm I'm pretty sure that um, 
Yeah, there's something something to do with a, a necromancer. So yeah, Lich makes sense. Um, Isn't this the one that was a, a border dispute between warring clans of necromancers? I thought that was the 19th century. No, wait, that is the 19th century. I can do history. <laughs> Goldie's just going to put a pair of Christmas tree shaped sunglasses on in a little paddling pool next to the table. Not involved because she doesn't care about you land dwellers, right? You got legs. She don't want to be part of the conversation. She's not having it. Wasn't this the one where there was a border dispute that got all out of hand until one of their until like one of their capitals got set on fire? Hence the baked lich. Oh, no, that's yes. right. It wasn't intentional. Yes. That was the weird thing about it. Accidental baked lich. Yes. 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 I, right. I, I'm pretty sure that that's yeah. I think I think you're onto something there. I think this was the first baked lich that had ever been discovered, and they realised that it was so much more powerful than the normal lich, and <laughs> and, uh... and, and 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 so we just ended up with the inevitable arms race of uh, baked lich and baked lich Kutamor. Yeah, personally, the crispy lich was always my favourite. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Enid's bag starts to sort of make noises and 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 uh, and, and move, move very slightly. Um, and she sort of pats it on the side. She says, I, "Look, calm down, calm down." And and, uh, and she gets out. She reaches into one of the pockets and brings out like a, a Ziploc bag. She reaches into the bag and picks out a uh, fish eye and pops it through a little gap in the top of the in the top of the bag. You can't, you can't. They said baked lich. You can't eat a lich. Well, actually. Oh, Robin, you filth. You <laughs> filthy man. <laughs> oh you God. would say that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Got a smug grin on his face. And now it's time to introduce the team from Shrimp and Crits. Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 I'll start by having you introduce yourselves and your characters. So, shall we start with Ryan? Hello, I'm Ryan. And who are you going to be playing this evening? I will be playing Carl Wilbanks this evening, the maintenance man. How long has he been working at Omen? Yeah, I would think he's been there for a year now. Not bad. Okay. He's survived that long. That's that's pretty good for a maintenance man at Omen. <laughs> How about you, Katie? Um, I, my name's Katie. I am the Zeke Wilson. I am a, a former high school star quarterback. I just got here, I think to omen because i just discovered that i have powers so what kind of powers what 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 what, what happened well, we were going with with kind of dark here but i think that i discovered that i'm i'm kind of very fast and i actually um maimed another team's player because Ooh. i i hit him very hard and then i was ostracized from my my high school and all my dreams ouch <laughs> but now you're a star runner for omen I suppose. Yes. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. How about you, Cap? Hello. Hey, I'm Cap. I'm playing Dr. Skeeter Marsh, the resident phlebotomist for Omen. I've worked here for six days now. Um, so, <laughs> my entire life. And, 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 how, and how exactly is it your entire life has passed within six days, Skeeter? Well, since I'm a mosquito person, I, I had a run-in with some omen instruments that grew me in size and intellect. So you are, in fact, just a giant mosquito in a lab coat. Yes, a five foot tall mosquito in a lab coat. 
just Wonderful. can smell your tasty blood from a mile away. Is it a real PhD or is it a fake PhD? Or is it? did he manage to manage to get a PhD within six days? It's, I mean, it was online. Oh, okay. That's for sure. <laughs> that makes sense. Finally, we have Ian. Tell us of your character. Uh, yeah, hey, I'm Ian. Um, I am playing Chad Simmons, who is a uh, super dude bro surfer guy. <laughs> he is so, somewhat of an idiot savant who has somehow failed upward, and I think today is his first, his very first day at Omen. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. Wow, the day before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were like, they're like, maybe we don't need to invite the new guy to the holiday party, but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll invite him. Who cares? So we're going to join your group on a table in the middle of the Christmas party. The next question on the quiz is. This year, we saw the release of the first film with an all-magical creature cast. What was it called? Strangest by the Dozen? Is that what it was? Well, I don't know. I've spent most of my time surfing, so not really sure there, but uh, maybe it's maybe it's Harry Potter? The remake of Harry Potter, yeah, with, with an all-creature cast. Oh, uh, yes, with the Wizard Boy. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that one, actually. Me and Deborah watched it last weekend. It was on a marathon. Harry Harry Potter 2. Put down Harry Potter 2. I, guys, I think it's... I'm the millennial here. I believe well, it was the third. Fantastic Beast? Oh, yeah, Beast. Yeah, because the because the Cause magical Beast. beast. Get yeah, it? totally. Fantastic Beast. Sounds right to me. <laughs> Just the singular. And where to find them? It. Find it. It's a single one. Yes, the fantastic beast and where to find it. Yep. Fantastic beast and where to find it. Yeah. <laughs> you write down that attempt at an answer, and we're going to move on to the next group. So we'll start with Anna. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm Anna Webster. I am a writer and a narrative designer for video games, uh, currently a narrative designer at Hardsuit Labs, working on Bloodlines 2. And uh, today I am going to be playing Zhenya Karankova. Uh, she is a Siberian uh, parapsychologist, a specialty in ghosts. Um, she also is uh, staying at the Omen Christmas party because she cannot go home to the Tangaska region because the weather is so bad. She's also a psychic. So that's fun. Your Russian voice is better than my terrible Russian voice <laughs> when I play Vladimir and I'm jealous. I studied Russian language um, in school. I just take the sounds of Russian and I translate it uh, into into English. That, that's Zhenya. <laughs> I imagine in her time working at Omen, she probably knows my Russian character, Vladimir Bolokov, right? Oh, yes. Uh, I'm sure that they, they talk about uh, beats in the Omen uh, <laughs> break room. <laughs> Beats in the break room, yes. <laughs> so now we'll introduce Sam. Hello, Sam. How are you? Hello, I'm Sam. I'm I'm the usual Sam. Um, <laughs> the usual still, Sam. still Sam. <laughs> um, and I am playing uh, Bethany Millicent, who is um, Nadine's Winter's third assistant hired this week. Um, we don't ask about what happened to the other ones, but um, here I am at the Christmas party. I made it. Yay! Yay! And now we've got Sunny. I'm Sunny. I was a 
character slash creature designer for games, but I have since abandoned that path, and I am now oh. uh, I am now in nursing school. Oh, and Ooh. yeah, a big change. Like I'm offended. I didn't <laughs> complete one eighty. That's cool. But yeah, and I will be playing Chase Wormwood. She is a changeling, and she recently discovered her abilities when Omen opened up the world to the possibility of magical creatures. Nice. Any idea how she discovered her powers? Was it just sort of like an accident that happened? or Omen gave me a little surprise. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. Um, Omen it... surprises tend to be bad. They sent me a letter in the mail like Hogwarts. <laughs> Telling me I was magical. Oh, that's canon now. We do that. That is canon. Yeah, no. Well, that's real now. Yeah, no. Omen absolutely send letters out to magical people, and they're like, "Yo, you're magical. Get used to it." We have a dedicated <laughs> department of smedleys that have to like lick the stamps. Yes. Yep. And and write that write them. They they they've got really sore tongues. They suffer from paper cuts. It's horrible. Oh, I hope they get good workers comp. No. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> they need a union. No. God no. That'd be that'd be that'd be crazy. They'd hire normal people if they wanted to do that. Okay, so you are all sitting at your table. Ethel stands there and she announces the next question. What is the name of the tribe of Yetis that recently signed a peace treaty with the people of the Himalayas? I haven't heard a lot of news out that way recently. I don't specialize in, in Yeti. Uh, Do we know anything about Nepalese? Like, look, I've, I've got a grasp on English, but like, it's a really weak grasp and that's about it. My grasp on English is uh, not uh, the best either but i also don't speak uh, nepalese uh xenia no what you, what do you study what's your what's your phd stuff in uh parapsychology uh specialty in uh, ghosts uh apparitions that sort of thing i would let you know i'm gonna let you know that a certain friend of yours who you often meet for beat discussion <laughs> uh happened to be on the mission uh, that ended up uh, deciphering the peace treaty oh pravda all right okay can I text him? <laughs> yeah, you can text him. You can secretly text him under the table. <laughs> I have an iPhone. Go for it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, text him. Yo, what was the name of the the tribe of Yetis that you negotiated the treaty with? And like six exclamation marks. Okay, you you sit there for what? Can you roll for luck for me, please? Uh, sure. Got to see if he actually sees it or not. 14. Yeah, he sees it. He's not too busy right now. Um, and he texts you back almost immediately. It's a really Really good friendship you've got. He says, and you read it in his voice. Okay. Privyet Zenia. I am sorry I could not come to the phone quicker. I was killing a man with my bare hands. <laughs> I can tell you now that the name of the clan we broke the peace treaty with was the White Tooth Clan. I hope you are doing okay. Have a good time, and I will see you soon for beat talks. <laughs> uh, it is the, the, the White Tooths. I, I got it from the... I'm psychic, you see. I got it from Ether. Well, it sounds good to me. Did anyone notice that you were on your phone? <laughs> I was doing it under the table, wasn't I? Okay, I'm going to roll for observation here. Perfect. I got a five. You're lucky. <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> Ethel's old eyes are not what they used to be. She did not spot you looking under the table. You're very lucky, otherwise your team would have been disqualified for cheating. We're now going to move over to the next table, but this table's slightly bigger than the other tables. In fact, you've taken two tables and you've put them together for this one, because... You're probably the biggest group I've ever DM'd in my life. <laughs> so, we've got a group here from Penance RPG. So, I'm going to get you to introduce yourselves in turn. So, let's start with Ben. 
Hello, it's me, uh, Ben, or probably more commonly known as Bellery, because everyone forgets that's my actual bloody name. I am, as he said, one of the one of the penance boys. Um, and today I'm playing Jimmy Skinner. Um, my dad, he's kind of a helicopter parent, and he's... I'm kind of haunted by him, like in the literal sense. Like, he just won't piss off. And I kind of want him to bugger off, you know, like, I don't know if you've ever been with a woman and, like, your dad's standing right over your shoulder, it's pretty unpleasant. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, that's... You knew I could actually oh, picture being a helicopter parent, as in they actually are a helicopter pilot. So, hey, he's incorporeal. Sometimes he appears as a little RC copter, you know. Now introduce Tom. Hello. Hello, it's me, Tom. Bet you weren't expecting that. I'm playing Sam, um, and I am... A maths researcher. I do maths that isn't quite normal. You know, cases where the number seven has disappeared from existence, that sort of thing. Interesting. Okay, I like that. Like, incorporeal math stuff. I like that. Mm. That's awesome. Non-Euclidean uh, geometry, that sort of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, 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 we've not had a mathematician on the show before, so it's quite nice to have one on. We'll move on to Nikolai. Hello! Hello! Uh, hello, I am Nikolai. I the usual DM for penance, um, but tonight I am playing Dimitri. What is Dimitri's special skills? He basically just is a, a man that wanders around with a dice in his pocket, and he all of his decisions are up to the dice. He makes none of it himself because he believes in fate. There was a show like that a long time ago where a guy went on holidays and like rolled dice to decide on where he went. Mm. It was like the Dice Man or something. Something like that, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I remember I that. I used to do it in uni and it would freak people out. People need more order in their life, apparently. Let's move on to Rowan. Hello, I am Rowan. Uh, I'm also from Penance RPG. And I am playing NaNoWri, bread-making extraordinaire and <coughs> wizard. A bread wizard. Of sorts. I like that. Um, and now we'll move on to Dragon. Hello. Hello, I'm Dragon, and tonight I have brought back the unnamed rogue. Ooh, mysterious. Yeah, you've told me about this. This is the unnamed rogue from your own series. You might actually get to find out her name this time. Ooh. Unfortunately, she's a bit bewildered about why she's here and how she got here. The last thing she remembers is hearing the laughter from that damn Toby the Fox and then suddenly she was in this world surrounded by humans and pretty much only humans. For the most part there's also a naga in this room over there and there's also a giant mosquito but, but they, they, they blend in quite well. <laughs> that, that helps a bit yeah. Yeah. She feels less out of place now. There's still some very strange creatures at Omen both employed and also kept here That's fine. Uh, and finally we have Susie. Hello Hello, I'm Susie, I'm also from Penance RPG, and this evening I am playing Corey Anders, who was a chef, and she was on a hunt for the perfect strudel recipe until there was a tragic accident involving a stand mixer and her skull. Um, and now she works for Omen Investigations in the hope that one day they'll figure out how to let ghosts taste things so she can finally finish her business i like that i like that we've got two like chefs or, or culinary oriented people in this group uh, i'll be honest i was watching bake off today <laughs> when i made the character so i thought why not <laughs> well, let's hope we have no soggy bottoms today <laughs> 
So we join you all on your table and you are waiting for the next question in the Christmas quiz. Next question! Which magical creature caused the most omen casualties this year? Right, how about you all allocate it to dice and we roll dice? That, 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 then the gods will tell us the answer. So what you're saying, like, terrifying vampire bats, number three, or, you know, I mean, how, how many sided a dice are we talking here? I have lost several loaves this year to brownies, <laughs> mm. but I don't think they tend to kill people. It's also got to be a magical creature. Hmm. I mean, I think humans probably do more harm than anything else. Are they magical, though? Well, I mean, you know, some of them can use magic. If, like, brownies are eating bread, I'd say they're probably, like, magical brownies. And I mean, people might be starving because they ain't got no bread. Trust me, people are starving all the time. So what you're saying is we take the, take the brownies which eat people and give it to starving people. Then we have a sort of face-off. Yes. Can't, couldn't we just, like, sneak down? I mean, or is it too far to, like, just, you know, go to the recording records office and have a little peek? It's not that far, right? Probably. Uh, I mean, you'd probably get stopped. And if you found it obvious, li- leaving your table <laughs> to go to the records <laughs> office to find out the answer to this question. I mean, I am a ghost. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Actually, you know what? You could, in theory. Okay. All right. Okay. Hey, Dad. You see that cute ghost over there? Oh, cute ghost! Don't you wanna go with us? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, Jimmy. All right, roll for roll for focus, uh, Corey, and we'll see if you can do this. Four. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So you try to um, phase through the floor to go down into the records office below this room, and you just can't seem to get through the floor. You sort of like sink through your chair and then you just like collide with the floor and it's really unpleasant. Can I just sit on the floor like I meant it? Be like, actually, I don't want to do that. That's cheating. That's not the spirit of the game. Absolutely, no. Are you half cat? (laughs) Sit back up on my chair. Oh, no, I meant to do that. People look at you and they're just like, they're like, just like, are you all right, dear? Are you okay? What's up? What's going on? I, I just forgot the chair was there. That's all. Oh, yeah, no, sometimes that happens. Don't worry. Just. Get back up. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I'm just going to sit on the floor here for a while. I like it down here. Okay. People's sure. knees are interesting. Look after yourself, all right? Sure. <laughs> uh, let me try my dice and see what I get. Four. Four is fruit bat. What do you think of fruit bat? I'm still going to vote for brownies. They've cost thousands of loaves to be lost over the years. Yes. How, how is the brownie eating the loaf? I, I would assume quite normally. They are loaves. I vote for the demon fox, Toby. I vote for humans. Well, the gods have told me bat, so I stay with bat. It's witches, just like your mother. I keep telling you, Dad, she wasn't a witch. <laughs> okay, so we've got two vote for witches, which are human. Uh, Tom? I figured I'd go for bat as well. Because it sounds, oh no. like, plausible. Oh no. With a tie. Is there a human-bat hybrid? Human-bat hybrid, that's our answer. Oh yes, a man-bat. Man-bats! Man bat. We'll man rate bats. that down. Vampires do not brownies have... Brownies, no. say I vote for them too! A, a man-bat carrying a brownie. And a basket of fruit. With a pointy hat! A man-bat with a pointy hat. Is that what you're writing down? Yes. And a basket of fruit. <laughs> You write down on your piece of paper, man, bat, with pointy hat, and then in brackets, and a basket of fruit. Yes. 
I am confident about this answer. I'm not. So we now move to the next table at the Omen party, and we have another group here. So I'm going to start by saying hello and introduce yourself. So we'll start with Alex. Hi. Hi, Steve from Marketing. Nice to meet you. Who is Steve from Marketing? <laughs> he is a an individual node of a hive mind known as the Web Eternal. He is also literally a guy called Steve from Marketing. He is otherwise physically human, dressed in a typically flash tie shirt and um, trousers for like general formal wear, and has got a generic pint of something in front of his uh, in front of him on the table. Amazing. So he's a normal human. Uh, for all intents and purposes, as visually. You can see, yes, he is a normal human. Lovely. Okay, we'll move on to Brent. Hello. Hi, my name is Craig Smith. I'm from Connecticut. I work in accounting, and I wear a light blue dress shirt with gray dress pants. How does Craig find his time working at Omen when he's surrounded by such strange things all the time? Craig learns to adapt. He's kind of just like, yep. This is my job. Everything's fine here. Nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. It's all good. It's like a normal office job. You just ignore everything. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not great. <laughs> it's adequate. It's like a Flintstones animal. Like, it's a living. And now we move on to Lucas. Hi, I'm Lucas. I'm playing Faceboy, my perfect son. Me, Faceboy. I was I was born in one of the many labs here at Elming. They had melded faces together, placing them, molding them just lovingly and they sealed together without even much effort at all and my father my father looked at me as he held me up the pus and goo falling off of me and said face boy you're my perfect son and that is my name now. I am Faceboy, my perfect son. You must refer to me in full. I had two <laughs> sets of arms grafted onto me because legs are for the weak. And I have a, a particular strength in the Uno cards. I'm having a nice sherry. <laughs> oh, Faceboy, you are a card. I have many. I know. So Faceboy is one of Smedley's experiments, right? Or one of the Smedley's experiments. He's not sure which one. He just thinks they're all his father. I like that. Um, and then finally, we have Jason. Hello. Hi. I'm playing Richard Mickey Prickett, uh, better known as Dick McPrick. <laughs> He's the spirit of a half-elf man who simply wishes to get his hands on a McFlurry. He's a very tired McDonald's customer, but of course, ice cream machine is just never working whenever he goes. <laughs> so he's been working in the background at Omen for a while. No one noticed him for some reason. I guess he's pretty good at uh, sneaking around as a spirit. And uh, yeah, he's he's just biding his time until he can get his hands on that McFlurry. So you're all sitting at your table right now, um, and Ethel is currently doing the Omen Christmas quiz. The next question is as follows. What is the name of the new dangerous magical street drug that we stopped this year? And I, I think I know this one. It's the economy, <laughs> right? Yes. No, I think it's that marijuana, a.k.a. the devil's lettuce. No, no, it's, it's, it's the new magical one, right? It's great. We've, we've, we've been trying it all out in the marketing. It's brilliant. It's, uh, it's called Special K. It's brilliant. It's, it's uh, a derivative of ketamine. Isn't that a cereal? That's a, that's a cereal. Look, I mean, it may be good for your bowels. I'm not sure. But, you know, it, it's, it's a street drug. It's fine. It comes in a little flakes. You grind it up. You snort it. It's beautiful. Do you have some? No, I think it's that marijuana. I'm sorry, but the only drug I need is life. I thought we were having a skooma problem. Oh, what if we combined our answers? That could be something. The economical special K marijuana skooma. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can tell this. This is great. 
if you put them all together, then there's a chance you might be right, I guess. It's like ticking all the answers on a multiple choice quiz. <laughs> Faceboy is yeah. like the embodiment of our answers. We just shove everything together and hope it works out. It's, it's worked for us every time. <laughs> it's like in the test where it says D all of the above and you sign it, but it still get you still get it wrong, but it's like it's te I'm technically right because B is technically part of all of the above. Right. Well, think about it. Remember Amsterdam? We went there and uh, we were just we were collecting the people, um, the ones with the half face. It wasn't from me this time, and and they were all on drugs, weren't they? I'm in accounting. I don't know. <laughs> Where was I? Who was I with? And that, that that does fit our our remembrance of Amsterdam. Yeah. 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 Half-faced people. I just know the expenses for that mission. That's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're going to move over to the table of the moderators. Hello, both of you. How are you? I'm good, Tarshawn. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Al. Can you tell me what your character is? Ah, uh, yes. I am Jared Jameston. Jared Jameston. <laughs> IT. So, you know, uh, keeping the servers alive and um, making sure everybody gets their emails, especially those who want several. My character is more creativity and observation and um, is basically keeping extra dimensions at bay using computational power. And uh, that's why we don't like server downtime. And that's own. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Also, having having been in several in, in downtime incidents, I probably might lag a little bit in reality. He's basically in charge of making the computers keep going. Server maintenance, yeah. Yeah, server maintenance. That, well, that makes sense for tonight's mission that I'm going to be sending you on. And we also have here Keith. Hello, Keith. Hi there. Can you tell me of your character? So I'll be playing Ian, Ian Turner. I am Omen's underpaid social media I'm trying to work out what the equivalent word for guru for someone who's untrained at their role would be. In, I guess it's intern. Oh, God, no. <laughs> I guess I am an intern. Um, yes, I am a proud member of the gig economy. And I will be, as soon as this Christmas party is over, hopefully Ian will be out doing his third job of the evening, which is delivering three different parcels that are currently sitting in the back of his car. How does that work? Because, like, since everyone knows about magic, surely most of the parcels get delivered by, like, teleportation, right? Well, yeah, Amazon's got that that magical fleet of portals that are experimental tech, their, their cloud service platform. But um, not everyone can afford that. So Ian works for the standard walk around and deliver things division. The even more. Okay, so it's like it's a prime. It's a prime only feature. It's then, a prime only feature. Yes. You should see what it's done to takeaways. Oh God! What has it done to takeaways? On occasion, they get their food, you know, pre-cut, pre-pre pre-chopped up. Some sometimes the wizards just teleport a chicken directly into your house. What about directly into your stomach? <laughs> That's ended with some really nasty like incidents from Omen's side, I imagine. Yeah, it'd be a great one for the removals team. Ian is sadly not magically gifted at all, so works for the even more underpaid gig economy of people who still have to drive people around, still have to manually deliver takeaways, still have to manually get people to sign for parcels or pretend that you're not in and try to make quota every day. Jared is basically on 24-7 standby. So one of you's underpaid and the other one is overworked. 
so both of you are currently sitting at your own table at the Christmas party. I imagine that for Jared, this is a weird break. Mm. How is he handling this? Not great. Not used to being surrounded by so many people. And also very much noticing the lack of the home of cooling fans. He finds that quite soothing, you know? Yeah. And it's it's quite noisy. There's other people around. It's kind of a, a wallflower, I guess. So he'll just be sitting, keeping to himself. And how about Ian? How is Ian doing at the party? Ian's doing quite well, considering he's been honoured with an invite to the Christmas party in lieu of getting a December paycheck. So <laughs> has he been like sneakily loading up extra stuff at the uh, buffet? I mean, there's quite a few pots of UHT milk missing. You know, there's little ones you pour in. The, the entire sugar bowl is empty. There was sugar? There was. There was. <laughs> Packets of tomato sauce missing from the sachet drawer. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So you're about halfway through the Christmas quiz right now. I'll be honest, it's not looking good. We haven't done very well. No, you don't get out very much, so it's been difficult to answer those questions. And the next question is as follows. Are you ready? As ready as I'm going to be. Ian? Yeah. Cobalts use what measurement to measure depth? That's got to be fathoms, right? Uh, I can't remember which one's cobalts are. I mean, I got into an, an argument with, with one of their kings recently, and honestly, I, I just went for memes for this one. I, and I didn't have time to ask what they use for measurements. Oh, it must be fathoms. I mean, there's, there's 20,000 of them. It's got to be one of them, right? <laughs> It'll be one of the fathoms, at least. Did, 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 did they go for leagues? Leagues? Well, yeah. How many fathoms in a league? Like 5,120, like a mile? I think there's three Manchesters in a league. Three, three. Oh, okay, yeah. I suppose that ties in with Liverpool, right? These are very human-centric measurements you're using, gentlemen. Maybe these claws or beaks? Are, are kobolds the ones that's, that are lizard-like or the ones that are dog-like? Oh, a little bit of both, really. Uh, so, paws... Teeth, barks. We're going to stick with fathoms on this one. Apparently we're sticking with fathoms. You want to lock that in, gentlemen? Yep. Sure. Cool, well that's now canon. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's whatever people listening to this think it should be. So we now move to the next table and there is a family here. So can you uh, please introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Andrew. I'm here with my whole group from the Beholder's Eye podcast and we are so excited to be here i'm going to be playing max woodfellows today he's 12 years old uh he's really into parkour and he is just so excited to be here and he's a child and i'm gonna to have to kill him yes 12 i'm 12 You're 12 yeah yeah okay cool all right um i'm michelle and i am playing sandy woodfellows who is he nine-year-old little kid that's trying to just collect stuff <laughs> like i just pick stuff up and put it in my pocket <laughs> i don't think we're gonna live very long it sounds like uh-uh. uh i'm carrie i'm gonna play karen woodfellows age 14 karen is pious serious observant bossy determined but optimistic my name is adam i am playing floyd woodfellows and he is a very anxious individual <laughs> but he's going along because he wants to try to protect his family to the best of his abilities. Why did he bring his family to the Christmas party then? Yes, why did you bring us to the Christmas party? <laughs> sort of toss him into the deep end of the pool situation. <laughs> I don't think I'm old enough for this. Well, then less kids to feed. Wow. I'm Ash, and I'm uh, playing Helda Haas Woodfellows, and she is um, 
Yeah, the mom, and she is a little bit of an immigrant to the area. She's excited to finally get out. She also works at home, and she, on Thursdays, does hygiene and cleaning, but the rest of the time does R&D. Here with her three beautiful children, one of which keeps picking things up. And she's wearing a black dress with red hair. And she's kind of a little cool, but she tries to play it cool, and she likes to get away, although she doesn't admit that up front. But if you get her past a breaking point, she can get quite cross quite quick. Short-tempered mom. So here is the question you have got to answer now together are you ready for this let's do it yep yeah bring it on that was your question well done <laughs> we've done it you've done it well done now your question is where are you most likely to experience the phenomenon known as smedley's kneecaps in your kneecaps <laughs> I mean, that's the obvious answer i suppose no dummy it's got to be more complicated than that. It's a riddle. On a mountain? I heard uh, Jimothy at school, he said that Smedley's kneecaps happens to you when you go to Scotland. <laughs> I'm not positive about this, but I think I think I once heard about a rumor about a guy named Smedley and the company when, like, uh, uh, he sold secrets and they kneecapped him. <laughs> so, so... So maybe we gotta find what they did with his kneecaps. Kneecapped him. Is that when you uh, like? They took his kneecaps, man. Wow. What? Like with like... magic. <laughs> but doesn't this happen at a place? He's just got rubbery legs now. <laughs> Max raises his hand and starts looking at the, the old woman. It's just like, yes, what? Is it in a retirement home? I can't tell you the answer. Uh, is it an experience? Is it something that happens to you? I'm not sure this is 20 questions. I mean, yes, I suppose, I guess. Smax, uh, darling, uh, you should remember that this is not how a quiz works. And I'm a little bit disappointed <laughs> that you are 12 years old and you do not understand that when we're at a big party and function, uh, that the, 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 the a bunch of tables that the, you do not shout to the quiz master on whatever question number this is and just start to ask him for the specific answer. Seven. It's question number seven. It says, yeah, listen to your father. Is it in the bathroom? <laughs> is it in the bathroom? You know, when you've been sitting on the toilet pooping for too long and you're looking smack, at your smack phone styling, you do uh, not, and your legs you go do not to need to disclose and you go to everything. get up and uh, you can't walk down out of the bathroom because uh, your legs have gone to sleep. Smedley's knees. Kneecaps. Is that what it is? I think it's in the bathroom. <laughs> I think it's, it's a place. I'm going to stand up and be like, we're not sure, but I'm fairly confident that it is deep in your soul. Cool. Write it down then. Or Boise. Boise. <laughs> okay. Are we going to write down, write down deep in your soul or Boise? It's 50-50. You write down both answers. And so we move to the next table in the Christmas party. And here we have the group from Goblets and Gays. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. I'll introduce you in turn. So let's start with the eldest of your group in the game. Uh, that'll be Ferris. Yes, hello. I am Ferris from Goblets and Gays. <laughs> and I will be playing Cecilia tonight, Cecilia Gobletier. Um, she is the eldest of the family, of which three of the siblings are currently present. She's in graduate school, she's here on an internship, and this is a little challenging because she is also an eight-foot-tall minotaur, <laughs> which, you know... Difficult to study that way. But hey, she's got a pair of glasses and a lot of school sense, and she is ready to probably charge into things. I like that. Does she have horns? She does have horns. Usually her hair is wrapped around them, but she does have horns. Does she use the horns as curlers then? Like, curl her hair with the horns? Oh, yeah, that probably, yeah, you just heat them up a little bit, run around. Yeah. Very effective that way. And then we'll move to the, the middle child. I guess it's, I assume it's the middle child. It's Aubrey. Hello. Hello, I am Aubrey of Goblets and Gays. Uh, my uh, my character is Cameron Gobletier, 
the middle child that absolutely wants no responsibilities whatsoever. She is sort of this elven-ish girl uh, with red eyes and long black hair, perpetual, like, candy and coffee. And what is her job at Omen? She is a receptionist because it's the least amount of responsibility they could give her, but still give her a job. And finally, we have Tick. Hello. Hello, I'm Tick and I'm playing Piper. They look like a shadow given a physical form. They are very quiet and this is their first day on the job. Oh, poor Piper. I'm going to address the elephant in the room here, but how are you all siblings when you're all so very different? May I? Please. Well, our father um, was a very adventurous person and works here at Omen. So he um, has quite a lot of experience in the realm of fucking. He is a a monster fucker aficionado. You could say so. Uh, Do you have any other siblings that he might know about or might not know about? We know of at least three others. At least three others, yes. They fall in between Cecilia and Tick, so they're they're in there somewhere. (laughs) He was busy for a few years. He was real busy. Has he has he slowed down as time has gone by or I doubt it. I doubt, yeah, we doubt it. He hasn't brought any new ones home, but that doesn't mean there aren't any more out there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just had semi-normal parents that weren't him. They had sense enough to avoid him. Smart. Mm-hmm. Do you get on well with your father? Mm-hmm. When he leaves us alone. What's his name? His name is John Smith. We didn't take his last name though, because he hasn't been the best father. Yeah. John Smith. Oh. It's probably an alias. I'm yeah. sure he has a real name. John Smith, lover of everything. John Smith is the name he leaves at hotels. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Amazing. Okay. So they can't trace the cow back I like to him. That. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the three of you are sitting at your table, uh, and she's about to ask the next question on the Christmas quiz. You've all got pieces of paper in front of you. You've been writing down the answers to these. Uh, and the next question is as follows. The next question is, this year... There was a bout of sentient vegetables in the US. What caused this to happen? What is E. coli? <laughs> so if you uh, eat a sentient vegetable, does that, is that like a form of cannibalism? No. Only if they eat each other. If, if I recall, didn't it have to do with creating the ultimate, most powerful vegetable the world has ever seen? Mm. Oh yeah, no, that, that, you know, that guy who... He really, really wanted to win that country fair. He apparently, I guess, dabbled in black magic. He was trying to make the pumpkin even bigger, but apparently it just turned his farm to life. Same guy with the zombie carrots, right? Yeah, I believe so. That's that's why you never cross pumpkins and radishes together. That and it makes for a questionable, well, is it a vegetable or is it a fruit? Or is it a gourd? So many food-based questions. Anyway, shall we put forward our, our answer? I do have a question. If a vegetable is sentient, would it wonder if it was a hybrid between a vegetable and a fruit? If it was a vegetable or a fruit? You'll have to ask one next time. Very true. Or I'll just eat it. I wonder what it would taste like in a pastry. Mmm, vegetables. Are you putting down the answer then? Yes. Yeah. That is our final answer. That is our answer. Okay, you lock that in. You write it down with your pen. We move to the next table in the Christmas quiz. This group is a group of essentially librarians. They all work in the library here at Omen. So we'll start with Carrie. Hi, I'm Carrie and I'm playing Trin, a recent college graduate who just needed a job and this is what she found on internet listings. I'm surprised that Omen is doing internet listings. I guess they're really hard up for staff on site. No one 
really wants to work in the library if they had the choice, right? Also lurking within the library is Kaylin's character. Yeah, I'm Kaylin, and I'll be Nat Lad. You know, my uh, by, by, uh, big brother, Mothman, he's a little more famous in the family, but... um. You know, he kind of shows up with their natu- you know, natural disasters and bridge collapses and things. And I don't think I have that much power or anything. I just kind of cause unfortunate accidents. And your ability to fly. Yeah, I do. I can fly a little bit. Uh, I really just kind of awkwardly hover there about four feet above the ground when I, you know, try and fly. And I was just trying to find a job, you know, that would let me kind of interact with the least amount of people. Because I was tired of everybody, you know, smacking their face into into poles and, and running into glass doors around me so here I am I love that lad already <laughs> I'm trying so hard not to crack up <laughs> it's okay to crack up it's fine we all crack up on this show it's fine I'm just it. like I'm trying not to just like immediately lose it you know what I mean <laughs> well that's a very good segue then we'll move on to you Ezra hi I'm Ezra <laughs> I'm playing Shauna. I think Shauna was kind of hoping that maybe she could finally find a job where they wouldn't make her work Saturdays. And she chose Omen of all places. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I, well, she was getting a little desperate after a while. She was probably pretty thrilled to work in the library because, she, again, not having to interact with a lot of people, but also because she kind of lied during her job interview. Yeah. What? Yeah. She said she could phase through walls. That's a pretty big lie to make, honestly. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah. Yeah, well, she did. Actually, because she said she could face through walls. Because what she can really do is just walk really, really, really quietly. Like, silently. (laughs) But but she thought, that sounds really, like, that doesn't sound cool. So she came up with something on the spot. And when they were like, oh, do you want to work in the library? She was like, yes. Because then she wouldn't have to prove that she couldn't do what she said. (laughs) So she's just been trying to keep her head down (laughs) this whole time since. I like that. That's wonderful. Okay. So the three of you are currently sitting at your table at the Christmas party. I don't know if any of your characters drink, but there's like an open bar. There's a little sort of buffet table throwing that has all sorts of snacks and nibbles on it. So I don't know if anyone's gone and grabbed some of those. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and there is a um, Christmas quiz going on and it's being delivered by Ethel Winthrop. And she is about to deliver the next Christmas quiz question. You've already been through quite a few and we're getting towards the end of the quiz now. And here comes the question. Are you ready for this? Yes. I, absolutely not. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, no, I am, but she's not. <laughs> At Omen, the acronym known as EF stands for what? What does EF stand for? Oh, boy, you know, I always just call it EF. So I don't I don't know if I actually know this one. Um, I thought it was a shortened version of someone's name. No, no. I mean, they definitely use it in like the the report. I've seen them come, come, you know, when they come in from the field, and then we gotta like file them away in the like big filing cabinet. You know, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. yeah, the blue one with the spots on it that kind of oozes sometimes. Yeah, I don't touch that one. I make you file all those. Oh, good point. Good point. Okay. Ah, come on, that lad. Use your noggin. Okay. 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 Yeah. Mm, it's it's mm, not extra external experience. Export. 
Existential? Existential. That sounds right. Mm. Existential. Yeah. Fights. Existential figments. It's not threat because threat begins with a T. <laughs> existential figments? Or is it the existential fowl? You know, those uh, those birds that, the that birds. really give people crises? Is it the fowl figments? Did they take off one of the Fs? Oh my gosh. Wait, hold on. That is EFF. That's E. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's all oh. me. That's up. Wait, wait. Are you sure? Sh- wait, are you sure? Because maybe it's a trick question. Maybe EF doesn't stand for anything. Maybe EFF does. I don't know. Oh, maybe they just dropped the F. Existential. I think this is the trick question. I mean, they just dropped the second F. It's the shortened version of existential foul figments. Hmm. Yeah, no, that that does sound like them, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they throw off our, our filing all the time with stuff like that. They really do. The filing system here is, uh, it's something, isn't it? Or are they talking about the elemental fungus? Oh. Remember, a couple months back, we had that huge deal with the elemental fungus, and there was <laughs> yeah. the air mushrooms. that. That's kept- why we have to put it in the container that oozes, because that's what houses all the funguses. Yeah, yeah, and there was, the, yeah, and there was the stone mold that got in the bread. That, and- that was, like, right after I started, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right now. Are you going to put down elemental fungus? <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what? That sounds like a good one. I think that's more likely than them just trying to trick us. Maybe they would have taken either answer. They gotta be a little trickier else, you know, what's the fun of a trivia? Let's write down both just to be safe. We want to cover all our bases. Yeah, no, I think that I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's very smart. Shauna is trying to, like, only talk as much as necessary so she keeps, like, getting, like, or she got, like, a huge plate at the buffet so that she can just chew <laughs> to avoid unnecessary conversation. Can you roll for observation for me, Shauna? Uh, yes. So I rolled a 20. Nice. Whoa. You are able to notice that behind a potted plant nearby, there's a Smedley clone there with like some sensor equipment just staring at you. Mm. <laughs> Have you ever seen that picture of the, the hamster that's like uh, where a snake is about to come up on it and it just starts chewing faster? Yeah, you're <laughs> under heavy scrutiny right now. They're looking to see whether or not you'll phase at some point. It's at that moment, though, that you see the Smedley clone get up from behind the plant and he puts two fingers to his ear like he's listening to something and he quickly darts across the room and out of the Christmas party. Ethel then looks at everyone in the room and goes, Right then, that's the end of the Christmas quiz, everyone. Thank you all for participating. We'll have a quick break now for drinks and food and then Dr. Brimstone is going to get up and do his official Christmas speech. And so you all start to get up and you mingle and the party continues. As Ethel collected the Christmas quiz, little did she know, deep below in research and development, a Smedley clone and his three highly trained super-intelligent raccoons plotted the heist of the century. Let's check in on them now. I'm Cassie. I'm the GM for the Lovely Craftians, and I am going to be playing Darling. Oh. Hello, darling. <laughs> Hello. I'm Shade from the Lovely Craftians. I play Glenn, and I will be Pocky, the the chaotic uh, raccoon that likes to seem like they're innocent when they're not. 
So that's me. I love it. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Samantha, and I'll be playing Egg. And Egg is a very chunky um, raccoon who's a little spacey and just enjoys snacks. This is so cute. <laughs> so the three of you are currently in your little exhibit, and your clone dad comes to the side of the exhibit, and he throws in some food to you. Uh, Darling is going to hold back and let everybody else eat first. I'm just going to look at Egg and wait for Egg to go because I'm not going to get in the way of Egg and... <laughs> Come on, Egg. <laughs> it's just like sweating, like knowing it's <laughs> it's very impolite as he's been told multiple times to just grab it all. But he like gingerly with his like little raccoon hand just like grabs a, a, a bunch and then he's like, oh, did y'all want some? <laughs> you do it, Egg. Have fun. <laughs> I'll have whatever you don't oh, okay thank you thank you i'm never gonna get in the way of you in a good time so you do you <laughs> not after the last time no no i'm sorry it's just like you know it's just like flames on the <laughs> side of my face and i just all i saw was the food and i didn't realize there were hands in the food you know simple mistake Mm -hmm. The clone adjusts a bandage on his hand and looks down at you and sort of smiles weakly. <laughs> Just Egg is like, I'm so sorry. It's okay, Egg, don't worry. You're going to make it up to me tonight, all of you. Are you ready for this? I've got a secret mission. <gasps> a mission? A mission. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Pocky, like, stiffens her back and, like, salutes. He's like, let's do this thing. <laughs> I didn't spend the last year and all my research money on creating some hyper-intelligent raccoons and a raccoon-to-human translator to do just nothing with you. Okay. I'm going to tell you now, this is top secret information. This is very important. You're going on your most important mission yet. Oh, my gosh. Okay? Yes, oh. sir. Yes, sir. I'm sweating so much. One year ago on this very day, Smedley Prime, my progenitor, won the Christmas raffle. Wow, such a prodigious award. Mm -hmm, indeed. He won the mug that I really wanted. And you, tonight are going to liberate it for me. Ooh, this sounds, this sounds intense. A mug, ooh. <laughs> it is a ceramic mug ooh. with the words world's best smedley on the side in Comic Sans. Oh, you were robbed. You were just straight robbed, sir. I was <laughs> robbed because I know for a fact he didn't spend that much money on the raffle tickets, but I spent like 50 quid. You know, I feel like you deserve a mug like that too. And more. Could we just make it? No, it's the principle of the thing. Okay, okay. I've just spent a year and several million pounds worth of investment money to make you. It's what it stands for, Egg. It's what it stands for. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. As we've said, Egg, you, you're always... You like your instant gratification, but sometimes it's the long run that pays off big, you know? I don't like running, though. Can it be a short run? Well, it's only in the building, so you'll be all oh, right, all right, probably. It could be a brisk jog. About that. Oh. The Christmas party was interrupted a couple of minutes ago by a, a strange attack. We don't know what it is, but it's been enough of a problem to move all the guards away from downstairs in Smedley's laboratories. So what I need you to do is go down there right now. It's the only possible time we'll be able to do it. Smedley primes upstairs at the Christmas party, and all the guards are gone. 
So this is the perfect moment, okay? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 totally understand. Can we have a Christmas party? This will be our Christmas party. If you come back, I'm going to give you so much food. I will just, I'll just empty the entire vat over there, okay? <laughs> oh, a Christmas my. miracle. It will be a miracle if you come back, but we'll see. Hopefully you will. Oh. I have full faith in all of you. I have not spent all this time not to believe that you can do this, okay? I'm proud of all of you for what you've done this year. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> You're proud of us. It's so sweet. I am. I'm very proud of you, and I'll be more proud of you if you bring me back my mug. Oh my gosh. Okay. We we will get that mug for you, sir. Don't you worry. You deserve the mug. Say less, sir. Say less. We're doing it. We got you. Smedley opens up a nearby vent and goes, the laboratories are downstairs. You'll need to take five rights, a left, and then another right, and then you should be able to get there. Okay? Five rights and then... Five rights, a left, and a right? Yes, five left, a left, and a right. Uh, okay, okay. Roger. I'm going to let Pocky remember that. <laughs> and I, like, and I get really happy. Just if like... you want to write it down and just, like, maybe, like, put a little string around my, my little wrist, I might remember. Five rights, left, right. Five rights, left, He right. writes it down on a post-it note and sticks it on your head. Egg. Oh, thank you. <laughs> also, when you're down there, I I can't give you a key card to get in because if if I'm implicated at all, then I'm going to be in trouble. He knows I want that mug, but if we can play it off as if whatever this attack is, they stole the mug or did some stuff down there, then hopefully we can get away with it. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, sir, sir. Yes. One quick question for you: Did they know that we exist? Currently, no. Oh. And I'd like to keep it that way. Okay. Oh, no, he that's loves it. us that's so it. much. Yeah. Secret. 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 I'm going to give you this trench coat so you can pretend to be a person. I've trained you for this, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. You know how to do this. Hello. I am a person. Yeah, there we go. That's right. I do accounting stuff. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Look at my arms. Yes, arms. And what else do we, what else do people have? Thumbs. I was going to go with legs, but thumbs will also count as a correct answer. Anyway, <laughs> events open. Get going. Good luck. Armed with their wits, a trench coat, and the love of their clone father, the raccoons sped off into the vents. And now we return to the Christmas party where Dr. Brimstone is about to make his speech. Hello, everyone. So that's pretty much another year done. 2023 in the bag, as it were. We've had a pretty busy year, as you know. Now Omen is in the public eye, we are under much more scrutiny than we ever were before. I'd like to thank Ethel for arranging this little seasonal soiree, and to thank you all for coming. I know most of our best agents are off on holiday, or trapped in that mirror dimension in the third floor bathroom, but I think events like this are a reminder that it's not just about them here at Omen. All the small cogs work just as hard to move the machine as the, uh, bigger cogs. I'm pleased to say we've just finished our re-excavation and revamp of the deep storage facilities, following on from the sabotage attempt a few years ago. I'm rather proud of the effort put in by the construction teams scooping out all of that concrete, and our agents in recapturing the overwhelming majority of those entities that had escaped down there. Still a few left to mop up. We'll get to them in the new year. You've all done great work this year. 
I'm sure that Miss Winters, Smedley Prime, and all of upper management would agree. So make sure you give yourself a pat on the back, cadapis, or whatever spinal alternative you might have back there. Oh, and before I go, a reminder that there's only enough food at the buffet for one serving per person, so please don't be greedy. Those of you with specific dietary needs, such as human flesh or antimatter, should go to the table on the far side of the room. Do have a splendid Christmas, everyone. I'm going to... It's at that moment you all watch as the Smedley clone who'd been hiding behind the plant earlier runs back into the room and jumps up on the stage and he goes up to Brimstone and whispers something in his ear. Hmm. Well, uh, hold your horses. I've just received word of a potential containment breach down in deep storage. Since you're all the only agents on site, I'm immediately promoting all of you to field agent status. Please get into groups and head to the panic elevators. It is your responsibility to stop whatever is happening. Good luck. I'll be up here monitoring the situation and drinking sherry. You'll be fine, I'm sure. Merry Christmas. Does this promotion come with a upgrade to the benefits package? Bethany, like, pats the Starbucks cup that she's had on the table the entire time for the last hours. Um, I was just supposed to go on, like, a Starbucks run for Mrs. Winters, and I haven't seen her since. I can't be a field agent. I just started two days ago. Nadine is there, sitting at the main sort of desk on the stage. So if you want to try and get to her, you can. I couldn't see her. Okay, I'm going to try to get to her. Roll for agility. <laughs> That's a negative one. That is a negative one. Uh, you immediately get pushed out of the room with everyone, and Nadine goes out of sight. Meanwhile, whilst all the groups are trying to get together to try and work out who's going to go down into deep storage, outside, a man and his broom lay in wait. Hey, look. I'm RJ and I'm playing Derek. He's just a cleaner, you know. Comes down every couple of days and keeps the place tidy. He's a contract worker, right? Oh, yeah, he's a contractor. He's, he doesn't actually get employed by them, and, and if he was better at uh, bargaining, he'd probably have got a longer contract with them. But as it turns out, he just comes across every couple of days, keeps the place tidy, tries to keep all the goop contained, you know. A lot of things in here seem to drop goop. They do. And I am Theramir, Lord of the Abyss, Defiler of the Heavens, Master of the Dark Arts, and currently the best broom in the world. And I am chained to my with companion, Derek. Derek, are you sure we, we, we aren't allowed to party? We're not invited. It, it just feels it just feels weird that we would be... We deserve this this, this honour. Uh, you know. I, I mean, they've got canopies, I bet. I love canopies. Give me a nice sandwich instead. I've got to live a little, Derek. Get some grey poupon. Oh, don't know about that. Grey poupon? What did you do with that? <laughs> it's a true feast for gentlemen, Derek. We'll get some later. I wouldn't know to eat at Sharma Shoes with it. Like I said, a nice, nice steak and eggs. That'll do me for the night. You've been cleaning this hallway for quite some time now. You heard some weird stuff going on in the vents earlier. You couldn't quite figure out what it was, but you've sort of put it out of your mind. And you turn around and you see everyone from the Christmas party marching towards you with really determined looks on their faces. And at the front of this group is a scientist that you see around all the time. It is a clone of Dr. Robert Smedley. And he comes up to you and he says... Are you coming? Coming where? What are you lot off to? We've all been promoted to field agent status. Oh, have you know? Well, congratulations to you. 
Gonna try and keep the place tidier now, then. Derek, we've been promoted! Finally, they've realised our greatness. Oh, I don't think they mean us, then. I don't think they mean us. We need everybody down there right now. It's chaos. Soon we're... What do you mean, chaos? Oh, if you flooded the place again. Well, actually, come to come to think of it. Come on, come on. I'm gonna need your help down here. And he sort of pull, starts pulling you towards the elevator. Oh, blimey. All right, all right. Yes, at last, our greatness shall be realised. I want a bonus this year, I tell you. You get pulled into the elevator along with everyone else, and the elevator begins to move down into deep storage. It is quite a big elevator. It has room for like two or three trucks or several large tanks because what they tend to do is use it to bring big deadly creatures down below the surface of the earth. And everyone is just standing there right now, feeling really awkward and confused. There's no need to panic. It'll be, you know, we've 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 seen tons of files from the field. Yeah, um, a lot of obituaries too. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Incident reports. Yeah, limbs missing. All the hospital records we've had to file. But on the plus side, I bet nobody's ever had to file a report on themselves before, so maybe we'll get out of some work, you know? Not loud, way to think positive. Yeah, I'm sure if they can find a way, they'll have us uh, filing our own incident reports from beyond the grave. They'll bring us back as ghosts just to continue working in that library. Why can't you guys just fill it with concrete and get rid of whatever's down there? Why do we have to deal with it? Does anyone know what, what got out? I'd like to renegotiate my contract. No, that's not going to happen right now. Um... Okay. How did you get all those faces? Well, you see, I'm, I'm a collector of swords, and, and sometimes I, I might go, you know, when you go to the airport, you know, like, that's a nice set of socks. I, I'll, I'll collect a face or two, and I sometimes get permission. No, I suppose I've heard of stranger collections around here. Having one collection of a million bodies is just fantastic. Oh, you're always with family. We have a great time here on the uh, the Web Eternal. I, I like that. That's nice. I'm scared. I'd like to look at Helda and say, I, I, I think we're across into the uh, bad parenting territory here. I think we were there quite a while ago. I think we discussed this. Karen is praying over her Bible. We got three shots. Hopefully one will make it out. Okay, okay. Quiet down, everyone. Be quiet, please. Thank you. Father, it's me, Faceboy, your perfect son. I'm sorry, what? Who are you? I'm not entirely sure what you are. It's Faceboy, the perfect son. I have ten single tears. Oh, well, okay. Anyways, my name is Smedley Clone 542 and I'll be briefing you on the incident down in deep storage. Sensors alerted us to multiple containment breaches a few minutes ago on every floor of the facility. It appears that an event in our less than stellar past has come back to haunt us. Ten years ago, we had a run-in with the entity known as Clause Zero One, otherwise known as Father Christmas, Saint Nicholas, Saint Nick, Chris Kringle, etc., etc. We detected an unidentified flying object above London, and of course, using standard Omen protocol, fired a high-speed surface-to-air missile at it. <laughs> Why would you shoot Santa? Well, it was standard protocol at the time to shoot anything that invaded Omen airspace. Our bad, I suppose. Unfortunately for us, Santa did survive the initial blast and has spent apparently the better half of a decade planning an all-out attack on our headquarters, which is where you all come in. Every floor appears to be infested by elves. Not the pretty kind of elves I'm sure you're used to. Santa's elves are more akin to gremlins than elves from a genetic standpoint. Is gremlins the one with the gentleman with the elongated heads? <laughs> no, that's cone heads, isn't it? Is that cone heads? No, I, I've seen that one, yes. I mix, I confuse the two. Really? Why? Why would you Why would you confuse <laughs> the two of those? They're completely different films. They're very, very similar. I was just oh, concerned we're going to be exposed. 
witnessing a room full of very tall-headed people. And I was, that, out of all my year here, that is horrifying. Let the clone talk, I want a gun. Anyway, in order for you to properly eliminate these rogue entities, I'm providing one person in each of your groups with this very important piece of equipment that I have designed. And he pulls out a gun from behind his back and says, this is an AK-47. Yes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. Wow. You point it in this direction, you pull this trigger, it will fire bullets from this end towards whatever you're aiming at. In theory, these creatures are weak to bullets and enough of them will kill them. Oh my god, are we going to have to kill Christmas? Not technically, no. I'm not sure if I'm okay with murder. Are the elves celebrating Christmas right now? If by celebrating Christmas you mean killing all our staff and releasing dangerous entities into the facility, then yes, they're celebrating with the best of them. Each group will be given an AK-47 and then sent to your own levels. Your job? Find the offending elf or elves and eliminate all of them. Best of luck, everyone. We're counting on you. And so the elevator with all of you in it goes down towards deep storage. And as you may notice, we're starting to hear the telltale signs of Christmas music, which means it's time for me to give over my narration job to Saint Nick himself, the architect of this attack, the man who only speaks in rhymes. Take it away, Santa. Why, thank you, British God for handing over to me. Now it's time for my elves to go on a murder spree. We first join Natlat and the librarian crew as they learn that hate mail can be quite deadly too. This is a room you are quite familiar with. It is the hallway of the sort of libraries and storage uh, department. To your left-hand side is the mail sorting rooms, and to the end of this corridor is the Grand Omen Library, where they keep all of the forbidden books and interesting things that often get used. Uh, there's more forbidden books downstairs, deeper in deep storage, but those ones don't tend to get read because when you read them, they tend to kill you, whereas the ones up here are slightly more useful. I have an extremely stupid question. <laughs> Go for it. There is no such thing as a stupid question at Omen. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, um, fun fact, I'm actually studying to be a librarian in real life, but also um, I want to know like, does Omen use Dewey Decimal to sort books? They absolutely use Dewey Decimal, but they also have like an added level to Dewey Decimal, which is the uh, arcane like... supplement. The gooey decimal? They use the deadly decimal system. So, like, it's sorted mm -hmm. by like how often the book can kill people. Mm. So, it is sorted by Dewey Decimal, but it's also then pre sorted afterwards by deadly decimal. So, there's like two two digits on the on the deadly books. Yeah. Yes, there's two digits on deadly books. If you, if you, if you see a book with two decimals on it, you're going to have a bad time. Nice. And then that, that decimal system is in, in terms of like, if it's like a zero, it's not going to kill you. Whereas if it's a 10, then you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> if it's a 10, maybe go to another room. <laughs> yeah, if it's, a, if it's a 10, the book shouldn't even be in your hands at that point. Like, it's probably going to make you open it. <laughs> you shouldn't be close enough to see the 10 on it. Yeah, at this point, at this point, it's, it's all over at that point. If you see a 10, you're already done for it. You're already dead. <laughs> yes. Hope you updated your will. You've got like a poster in your room that says, if you see a 10, you're already dead. <laughs> Yeah, it's in, it's in the it's in the library it's in the break room for the librarians. They put it up there one day after our coworker picked up a, a ten book and just wanted to remind us. Yeah, the next to the poster that says, "If you see a seven, you might go to heaven." <laughs> I love this. This is great. This is extra law that I didn't expect to be putting into this. But it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> 
didn't have a fully functioning library system planned out already? <laughs> no, I didn't. That's surprising, isn't it? You know, like, wow. with, 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 like I, I don't tend to plan these things, surprisingly. You're looking behind the curtain right now. This is why we still need librarians. You I'm know? just surprised you haven't spent the majority of this podcast in a library the whole time honestly it's weird isn't it like you'd, you'd, you'd be surprised like how often we don't go to libraries in this show very accurate to real life sadly <laughs> you are currently in this hallway the door to the mail room has been blown off its hinges and is on the floor in front of you there are letters all over the floor who are the letters to are they to a particular person do you want to go up and check yeah they're not all to pepe sylvia no <laughs> Roll for observation for me. I got to 25. Holy crap. Wow. How many points have you got in your observation? You've got eight. Flipping hell. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, that's no, the um, only thing she's good at. So, so this department often is used to collect letters uh, that contain potentially harmful information, conspiracy theories and other weird stuff like people have found. So these letters will be addressed to Omen and then sent to them to sort of like sort out to work out whether or not they're like a credible threat or not. And these are just hundreds and hundreds of letters for potential threats and strangeness. One thing you do notice is that a lot of them seem to be addressed by a similar guy, and his name is Nick Sultana. Nick Sultana. Uh-huh. Would you like to open one? Why not? You open it, and there appears to be magical runes written all over it. I don't know what any of this means. Imagine the closest person who would know magical runes might be you, Natlad. Yeah, I'll give a crack at it, but let me, let me see. And uh, as Natlad goes to take the letter, it does kind of fall out of his hand real quick, and he stands up to grab it. You grab it from your, grab it by your second hand. Yeah, by the by the additional arm digits. Yes, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you pick it up. Um, can you roll for focus for me? I would love to. See if you can identify what this is. That's an eight. You don't know what this does. You have no idea what these magical things are. All you know is that they shouldn't be all over the floor. They should be properly filed somewhere in this room. Oh my gosh, this is actually a disaster. These should be filed in their proper place. The fact that they're on the floor is very concerning to me. And this ruin definitely means a thing. And it should be filed in the place of things, probably. If it's runes, then it's probably supposed to be sorted under uh, ancient languages. Let me level with you here. I'm really torn. I know we're supposed to be fighting these elves or whatever, but I really just feel like we should be filing these away instead. Because I feel like that's the more pressing matter here, is the fact that all of these are not in their proper location. I mean, fair. Do you want to gather them up then? Yeah, I'll start gathering them up with all all, uh, all six of my hands. Sure. Okay, you start gathering them all up. You're noticing that lots of these letters are from this Nick Sultana guy, and you then enter the room, I imagine? Yeah. Roll for observation for me. That's a two! Perfect. <laughs> you have so many letters in a pile in front of your face. You walk straight into the room, and you don't notice this. Everyone else walks in, and they see it. There is a small, sprightly-looking, childlike figure with a big pointy hat on a table nearby, and he is jumping up and down and chanting in a weird voice. There are loads of letters on the floor, all spinning around him, and some of the letters that were addressed to Nick Sultana start flying out of your hands. Natlad. Sorry, how do you spell his name, Nick Sultana? How do you spell it? It's not an acronym. It's probably not an acronym. Oh. You could roll, I guess you could roll focus to try and figure out like if it's obviously something. I got a 15. Yeah, so you um, pretty much put together that Nick Sultana is probably like a pseudonym for Saint Nick. Uh-huh. 
cool. Shock gasp. Yeah, I know. I know. Shocking, isn't it? He, he, um, he, it looks like he's probably been mailing in a bunch of these letters with magical runes all over them for the last couple of months. And they've been piling up in here. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't some sort of like an anagram or something. It was an anagram, wasn't it? Nick, Nick Sultana, Saint Nick. Wait, is that, does that, you know what? It's, it, I'll, 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 I'll tell you what it's like. It's like uh, the Riddler. He goes by Edward Nigma because E Nigma. It's like a play on, it's like that. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's this elf in the room. I'm going to roll for observation to see if it notices you. It has not yet noticed you. It is still sort of chanting and dancing around on the tables with all of this sort of like storm of mail flying around it. Can I shoot it? You can. I have a question. <laughs> Please ask your question. Question first, then shooting later. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way of doing things. I, I have this, because I have this idea. What kind of plate did I take with me? Is it a paper plate or like a ceramic plate? Which would you prefer it is? In this particular situation, a ceramic plate? I'm going to say it's a ceramic plate. Then I'm going to I'm going to allow you to 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 change the, the my my original plans of them being cheap, flimsy plastic plates and make them be a ceramic plate. The reason that I'm thinking that is that like if we make a noise away from where the gun is, mm-hmm. then when she starts firing, the elf or whatever the heck it is won't be looking. So she'll get a she'll get a good chance to get some extra yeah. fire, get a couple more rounds yeah. in it, basically. Yeah. No, I like that. No, that's okay. Cool. Right. Okay. Roll. Fragility. See how well you throw this plate. Yes, I'm so glad you said agility and not strength. <laughs> Twelve. That's no, not bad. No, because it's just throwing a plate. Like it's not hard to throw a plate. I, even I can throw a plate with my sort of wibbly, wibbly noodle arms. So <laughs> yeah, I, I like to call my yeah. arms uh, wet noodles. Sorry, I feel you. Yeah. So you managed to use your wet noodles to throw <laughs> this plate across the room, uh, and it smashes on a nearby fax machine the elf stops what it's doing and the letters fall to the floor and it looks over and goes what was that what was that who's that and then i shoot it yeah you do roll for agility for me oh no okay i got a 13 uh i'm gonna roll for its agility see how it does probably probably didn't shoot yourself in the foot yeah yeah no you didn't literally in the foot okay oh it crit fails. Yeah, you shoot this elf in the head, and it falls flat on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you did a really good job. I'm gonna roll for uh, focus, though. Oh no! Oh no! In that moment, the elf's last dying wish is to complete its magical ritual, and its blood seeps out all over the letters, and the letters form what you can only describe as a male elemental. Oh no! And it's now flying around the room like a tornado of letters. <laughs> They told us we were going to be working with paper. This is not what I expected. Matt Lad has been quietly, alphabetically organizing all the letters uh, off to the side. <laughs> and just turns around and goes, hey, what are you doing with my... Oh, no. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, do you want to try and escape this room or... Honestly, escape sounds good. We killed the elf. That's what we're supposed to do, right? Just kill? Let's just skedaddle. I mean, we could try talking with it. Like the, the letter cloud, I mean. Okay, Natlad. Talk to it. Okay. I'm going to wait out here while you do that. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go wait outside. 
yeah, should we maybe give Natla the gun, you know, just just in case? I mean, it's paper. What's the gun going to do to paper? <laughs> People shoot targets all the time and they don't die. Mm. She cradles the gun as if it was a child at this point. You know, I don't mean to alarm us, but uh, the, the wind is kind of picking up with these letter things. So if I am yeah, going to call yeah. us, probably... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, good, good luck. Good luck. Okay, um, thanks. We believe in you. We we definitely believe in you. Uh, p- pardon me, letter wind tornado. Uh, if if ye are sentient, please know I mean ye no harm. The male elemental sort of like floats in front of you, um, and it's getting dangerously close right now. Uh, could you please keep your distance, dear friend? Uh, can you stop being all blustery? Maybe be- become a nice breeze. We can have a little chat. Maybe share some sandwiches, like a little picnic, maybe? Roll for persuasion for me. Uh, That's an 18. The male elemental is surprisingly taken aback by your niceness and strange use of the word ye. Uh, And it then then looks at you um, as a male elemental would, and it sort of forms what you could only describe as like a, a... mostly a, I guess a face um, and it goes uh, I'm feeling very unorganized right now oh well I could I hey hey you know what I've spent the last six years in this very library organizing things would, would you would you organize me I'd love to well th- thank you what, what can I call you oh uh, my name's that lad uh, but we're gonna be friends so you can call me uh, lad or laddie or nat boy, you know, whatever you prefer. Cool nicknames. All right, nat boy, organize me. Okay. The male elemental and you begin an organization process. Well, you want to do it by date, by 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 topic, by you. Know, what are we going with? I'm 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 feeling a, a a topic kind of mood. All right, I got it. We will do it on topics from uh least conspiratorial to both conspiratorial sound good sounds 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 great i like that excellent roll for uh creativity roll for creativity oh wow okay that's a 19 wow wow you know that lad does macrame crafting on on his off times that lad makes short work of this male elemental and files it all away and before it becomes just normal male again, it goes, Thank you, Nat Lad. I believe in you. Thank you. And then it disappears into just male. I never asked his name. Oh, no. My name was Letter Maleson. <laughs> me the time I spent with Letter Maleson till the day that I die. Which could very well be today. <laughs> they stamped out my envelopes. Oh, damn, what a shame. But there's more in that library that can easily maim. But for now, let us check in on a group oh so bold. They are in transportation. Oh, such sights they'll behold. Doors open and you go out onto what looks like a sort of gangway above a warehouse. The warehouse, when you look down below you, is filled with vehicles and on the other side of the room uh, there is a sign that says on it vehicles and transportation department 
And this gangway goes straight across the middle of this, and on the other side there is a door, and the door is slightly ajar. Do we see any goblins so far? You do not see any goblins as of the moment, no. All you know is the door at the other end of this hallway is slightly ajar. Alright, well let's go through the door. Yeah. I got nothing to fear, I don't know what's behind there. Let's go. Okay, the group of you make your way across this uh, gangplank. Beneath you, there are helicopters and tanks and all sorts of crazy weird looking military vehicles can you all please roll for agility for me uh 10 16 13 okay as you walk across this gangplank uh from below you you hear a strange clanking sound and one of the helicopters falls on its side and starts to spin out of control and out of it comes this little goblin-like creature with a red hat and jingly jangly bells on its feet and it flies up into the rafters nearby and it looks down at all of you and in a high-pitched shrill voice goes, Fuck you all! Justice for Santa! <laughs> Holy shit, shoot it! Shoot it! Jenya uh, takes the safety off of the AK-47. She's going to aim okay. at the little elf. Sure. But she's going to um, not shoot yet. We don't want to hurt you. But I want to hurt you! <laughs> Zhenya looks concerned at the other omen agents with her. Shoot it! <laughs> She's gonna shoot it. Okay, roll for agility. Eight. Uh, you aim the AK-47 at this elf, uh, and you let out a rat-a-tat-tat. The bullets end up not hitting the little elf, and the elf, like, falls from its position and then flies through the door in front of you. Um, and as it goes, it goes, Screw you! You didn't hit me! You're all gonna die down here! How very rude. I would also like to renegotiate my contract now. You hear on the radio you have in your pocket. No, that's not happening. Go on, go kill it. Listen, if we get out of this alive, we are suing. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, so, ladies with guns first. Thank you. <laughs> Jenny's gonna take the lead. Okay, how do you want to go into the room? Do you want to go in loud and blasty, or do you want to go in slow and stealthy? I would go slow and stealthy. Yeah, same. Yeah. You sneak into the room, and in the center of the room, there appears to be, on a pedestal, a single large tire from what looks like a tractor and surrounding the tire are these four pillars that are making a strange humming sound oh i've seen this movie (laughs) (laughs) you might have chase goes to touch one of the pillars you go up to touch one of the pillars can you roll for um Ooh, what should it be what should it be um luck for me two The moment you touch the pillar, you are blasted back across the room as the energy locked inside this pillar ends up being released. You go flying backwards and you collapse in a heap on the floor. (laughs) It's not very pleasant and I think you end up breaking an arm. Oh, good start. Oh, Jesus. So don't touch those. We've got that. Um... Sam and Anna, can you please roll for observation for me? Sure. Seven. Ten. Neither of you notice what just happened, but (laughs) the humming stops. And the door on the other side of the room closes. Um, and the tire starts to shake. Like, with rage? It looks... I mean, as much as a tire can be angry, yeah. I suppose you could in, you could assume a feeling of anger from this tire, I guess. Zhenya is going to reach into her lab coat pocket, mm-hmm. one hand still on the AK, and pull out her spirit box. Okay. She's going to flip it on, and it's going to make a lot of really annoying 
uh, radio sounds. Great. I look forward to putting those in the show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just let them use their imagination. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll be good. <laughs> she sort of extends her arm with the spirit box toward the tire. Do you want to ask her anything or say something to it? Can you talk to me through this? Yes. Um, what is your name? Tyre. Tyre Tractorson. Tyre <laughs> Tractorson. It is nice to meet you. Jenya's looking at the others as if like, I think I've got something, but I need some help here. I need to crush. I need to ride. I'm Tyre Tractorson. The magic tractor, Tyre. Ask him how it feels about elves and if it will mm. crush elves. Would you like to crush elves with us? Roll for persuasion. Seven. <laughs> I need to crush something. And it rolls off of the pillar and starts to roll towards you. Am I conscious? I'd say you're conscious, yes. <laughs> um, but it's rolling towards Xenia at the minute. Okay, I, um, whoa. Okay, uh, I, I too wish to crush. You understand? I understand the glory that is crushing. Yes. So, we are down here for one purpose, and it is to crush elves. Elves, you say? What is an elf? Is it like the road beneath my tire? Sort of. <laughs> it is small goblin thing, like roadkill beneath tire and road. I love roadkill. I exist to roadkill. Yes, we have lots of it. Xenia <laughs> does like a, a rolling motion with her hands, like, come on, help me out here. <laughs> The tire sort of turns on its, like, track and looks at the other two and goes, Do you agree that killing this elf would bring me satisfaction? Let's pave the road with dead elves. Yay! 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 <laughs> I'm going to get you all to roll a oh, joint God. persuasion roll, and whoever gets the highest will survive. Oh, I got 18. 16. 15. The tire looks at you, Bethany, with a look of sincerity that only a tire could give <laughs> it, it looks at you and goes do you really believe that an old tire like me can be changed yeah i like old tires are the best tires to change i will help you in your quest i will kill this elf with you awesome yay and the tire joins the party congratulations yeah! <laughs> You got this tire with you. Um, <laughs> My new best friend. <laughs> it's gonna follow you. <laughs> this tire is now following you. Tire Tractorson. And yes, the door in front of you was already closed because the elf has gone through it. I would like to look around the room to see if I can find like gloves or anything. Gloves. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a, a thing. bold move. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. Roll for observation. Yeah. Why not? It's twenty-four. There better be some damn gloves. Flipping owl, that's a critical success. Yes, no, you find some gloves. There's like some some toolkit handling equipment in the corner. Perfect. So yeah, there's definitely um, gloves. I'm going to attach the glove to the tire, and I'm going to hold hands with the tire. Aww. Aww. He's my best friend now. Thank you for being there for me. I've had no one since my tractor left me. Oh, no. It's okay. We'll find you a new tractor. He didn't deserve you. It's been so hard on me as a tire to not have... A vehicle to be with. Would you say that it makes you very tired? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for a tire, that is not a good thing to be. They made a new friend, a part of a tractor. It is quite a shame, for it should have attacked her. Let's go deeper still to the group with face boy, as they meet with a horse with a need to destroy. 
Okay, this is your level. Your job is to go and find wherever the elf is and eliminate it so it can not cause any more damage. There may be some assets out of containment, so just be careful, okay? Can I have a good luck hug? I don't know you. Father, please. Why do you keep calling me father? What is going on here? Do you not remember the Christmas morning? You unwrapped the present. That was me. The slime and blood spilled out onto the table and you held me up in the glistening fluorescent lights and said, Face boy, you're my perfect son. Oh, you're Clone 805's thing, aren't you? Only he'd come up with a name like Faceboy. All right, okay, fine. He gives you a tentative little hug. This is a nice moment. It feels good. Thank you. A touching moment between father and son. I'm not his father. Thank you, father. Okay, don't, all right, fine. But, all right, bye. And he presses the button <laughs> and the, the, the doors close and the elevator <laughs> continues downwards. I uh, shift my faces a little bit and they kind of move around, kind of like you're moving a Rubik's Cube. And uh, another face comes out that kind of looks uh, similar to the clone we just saw. And you hear, you're my perfect son, face boy. And then it shifts back. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay. You find yourselves in what looks like a large warehouse. And there is some, what looks like glitter strewn across the floor, deeper into the warehouse. I taste it. Roll for luck. 14. Okay, you're lucky. This glitter, although it is incredibly razor sharp, does not cut your tongue. But you do realize it is quite sharp. It's very strange looking stuff. Hmm, taste of nutmeg. It's still warm, I guess, for glitter. Good news, the the glitter excretions from the elves, it's still warm and and tastes of nutmeg, which means that they haven't gone far and they're also quite excited. If it was perhaps peanut brittle, they would have been sad. How how do you know so much about the uh, makeup of elves, Faceboy, my favorite son? Uh, Well, I spent a lot of time on Wikipedia. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh man, I was not aware of all these expensives in this warehouse. I'll have to do some number crunching right now. It's fine. We can write half of it off as marketing material. We do it all the time. Are you saying that's some marketing glitter? Yeah, yeah, for sure. We, we, especially around this time, it's very easy to sell, you know? We, we glue some on some posters. It looks brilliant. Catches the eye. It's amazing. I'm glad we have such a powerful marketing team. I'm glad that we uh, put extra money into our glitter budget. Uh, don't thank me. Thank the Web Eternal. Which is me, to be fair, but, you know, don't thank me. (laughs) Let us follow the trail of glitter. You follow the trail of glitter slowly through this warehouse. There are big crates everywhere just with weird labels that are esoteric. They don't make any sense. And you hear the clopping of hooves down one of the halls nearby. I hear the clopping of hooves. Are elves known to uh, have hooves? Is that a thing? He sort of looks at the, the feet of the ghost, assuming it's not kind of like a comic book ghost tale thing. It's absolutely a comic book ghost tale, yes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I, that, that's not going to work, is it? No, okay, never mind. I don't recall having hooves in life, but I don't know about the kind of elves you have here. It might be a special breed. It sounds like a horse creature or perhaps a satyr. You hear footsteps as well running towards you. What if it was a reindeer? Desiree loves reindeer. Feel free to roll for observation if you want to find out where this is coming from. I got a 19. Steve from marketing gets a big 10. I got 13. I got 18. You will notice this. There is a man in a lab coat running towards you. It looks very much like your father face boy. As he's running towards you, he gets impaled with a sharp bony spike. No! Father! 
I'm not your father. What? Who is? Help! Ah! I'm so sorry about your for your lost face boy, my perfect son. Shall we have a funeral right now? I think it would be best. I'd like to say some words. I'm not dead. Help me! <laughs> Help me! He was so good. I could almost hear him. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here tonight to mourn the passing of face boy, my perfect son's father. This man is holding onto a nearby like bit of warehouse metal, trying to hold off. He was a good man. Always there for his children. Help me! I don't want to die! Different marketing will pull out a small, like, talk boy and start recording some sounds to play back as a eulogy. No, please, keep talking. This is great. Carry on. I don't want to die, please! Don't, don't hurt me! Perfect, perfect. Man, that's a wrap. I love it. Great, great. He was always a good provider and always knew when to say goodbye. I, I loved it when he would tell me that he was about to die and that we needed to help him. I'm about to die! You need to help me! Is there, like, a spike just sticking out of the floor? Did this, like, appear as he was running? It appears to be attached to, like, a fleshy tentacle, and the fleshy tentacle is pulling him back down the corridor now. I, I take the safety off the AK, and I'm trying to shoot this tentacle. Roll for agility for me. I got a 16. Okay, very good. Uh, yeah, you, you shoot this uh, tentacle, and it sort of splits off, and the scientist is now lying in a heap on the floor. And now we commit his body to God. Yes, I'll take care of it. Help me! Oh, father, father, you're, you're clutching life as though it were slipping through your fingers, just grains of sand. It is. How do I help you? To kill the unicorn. There's no such thing as unicorns, father. Do not be tricksy. Oh, <laughs> uh, we did have to try and make a unicorn once. Uh, we had two guys in a horse outfit, and uh, we stuck a plunger on their head. That kind of passed. Oh, father, can I take this spike out of you? Can I Can I use this? If you do, then I'll die. Oh, so many requirements. <laughs> I'll pat him down to see if he has anything on him. Does he have some sort of fantastical invention? Roll for luck for me. <laughs> Six. All he has is a key that you can use to unlock some crates nearby. Like it's a crate. It's one of the crate keys down here. I'm going to say you rolled so badly, Facebook, that he bleeds out in your arms. It is okay, Faceboy. My perfect son. He's with God now. Father, do not worry. I will use your crate key. And uh, I'll use the key to peel off his face to unlock his essence. <laughs> Doesn't Facebook already have one of those? I want to know. That's fair, that's fair. You peel off his face uh, and you add it to your collective hole. Yeah. <laughs> it's at this point you see a horse walk round the corner. Oh, what a pretty horse. Desiree would love that. Does it, uh, is it, a, is it a plunger on its head? I can't. I can't quite tell from here. It appears to have, like, a bloody stump. Ah, see, that's not a unicorn, that's just a horse. Oh, just a horse! <laughs> just a horse, everyone! <laughs> False alarm! How is, uh, how's anyone's riding? It's been a while for me. Can I try petting the horse? <laughs> sure. Why not? Go for it. Have fun. Sure, roll. Uh, agility. <laughs> Okay. So you're going to need to be very fast. Come on, 20. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> Good horsey. You go up to it um, and you oh start gosh. trying to pet it. Good horsey. <laughs> and it rolled a 30. Uh, and its face splits open. Oh my god. And it bites your arm off. Ow! That is a... Oh, it's not a horse! Oh, that... Oh, ow! Ow! That is... Ooh, that... That's a biter. Oh, god. Oh. <laughs> My, my my blood is dripping out of me. Oh, that is unfortunate. Uh, I'm just going to try to quickly, like, in a hurry, take the spike out of my, my father's corpse. 
to protect myself. Yeah, no, you do that. You you, you fish this unicorn horn out of your dad's uh, tummy, and you are now holding it in one of your many arms. These have wishes in them. We grab the lab coat off the uh, body as well and uh, try and use that as a, a tourniquet for Brent. Sure, I mean, you can if you can get the unicorn away from him because its mouth is beginning to open up again into like a sort of six-pointed unicorn star. Oh, jeez. Dick McPrick, AK-47s are known for the accuracy. Light this bitch up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to ready the AK again and I'm just going to be like, this is no kind of horse that I've ever seen before. Roll for agility, please, Craig, and agility, please, Richard. I got a one. Oh, God. <laughs> I got 16. You did get 16. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, you spray this uh, unicorn with the AK-47, and none of the bullets seem to hit. Can you roll for luck for me, Jason? God. I'm going to say, Craig, you managed to drop down in such a way where you don't get hit. I got an eight for luck. Yeah, it charges towards you. I'm going to try to get out of the way if I can. Can you just roll for focus for me got a 14 yeah you're a ghost you don't have any problem it just goes straight through you <laughs> oh yeah i forgot <laughs> going ghost you just, you just you just go ghost can you roll for luck again for me then 16 the unicorn goes ramming into some nearby boxes and they all land on top of it and it is crushed underneath these boxes it can't get up guys i am starting to feel faint uh, could we do something about this please oh yeah i got this i got this I'm going to take the unicorn horn, and I don't know if it is magic. It's just Face Boy's belief. I'm going to hold the horn up to the stump, and I just want to meld the horn to the stump to stop the bleeding and give him a horn arm and just <laughs> chant, Friendship is magic! Friendship is magic! Rolf <laughs> 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 <Both> focus. Three. <laughs> oh, no! It's a natural one! <laughs> oh, I'm very sorry, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> you hold this uh, unicorn horn up to him and you try to mold it to him. Uh, little do you know that unicorn horns are actually incredibly toxic. <laughs> They're like a big fang. It poisons poor Craig from Connecticut. Oh, no. The poison is good. It'll make you strong. <laughs> the light is fading. <laughs> Embrace the poison. What are Craig's final words? Please tell my wife I... Shall we hold another funeral? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to say goodbye to Craig. Craig was pretty average at most things, and he did an okay job at everything he attempted when he was feeling okay to do so. He had a wife, two children, and he was paid exactly average salary for his position. It is safe to say he existed. Yes. <laughs> A funeral held, the first body claimed. My elves still run rampant, their joy they exclaimed. We now move to group four with the giant mosquito. They trek through deep storage while they stay incognito. Right then, all of you, get out. <laughs> Have fun. Good luck. Go, go. I'll, I'll see you later, right? Uh, yes. I give him a high five. Cool, nice. I still have questions regarding the benefits package. There will be a benefits package to be paid to your family upon death. Do not worry. <laughs> <laughs> How, how long should this take? Uh, my wife, Deborah, gets very upset with me when I'm home after 8 p.m. Well, let's just say she won't have to worry about you for much longer. Go on, <laughs> off you go. See you in a bit. Bye. And he pushes you all out and then presses the button and the elevator goes down. <laughs>
you find yourselves in a concrete room. There are three doors in front of you. One goes to the left, one goes to the right, and one goes straight ahead. The one going straight ahead is slightly ajar, and there is some glitter on the floor in front of it. Sight up, Zeke. Are you a scientist? Does the glitter mean elves? I draw blood. Um, <laughs> it could also mean Mariah Carey. <laughs> I dated a girl once that put glitter in her hair every day. It was, it was crazy, man. <laughs> Let's go see what's in there. <laughs> you buzz your way over to the door um, and you put out one of your how many how many arms do you have uh, so it's three and three so three and three. guessing so two, two of the legs, legs right yeah yes yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense anatomically i think it makes so much sure. sense doesn't it? yeah no that makes a lot of sense how do you open a door do you open it with two arms or do you open it with one arm uh, i think two they, they work kind of in tandem they're not very thick they're very frail yeah i imagine these doors are quite thick doors so <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah you, you have you have a bit of trouble pushing it open as you open the door you enter what appears to be a sort of not cylindrical shaped room more like a sort of pod shaped room and on the other side there is a door and in the center of the room there is a little pedestal and on it there is a phone mm. it is a rotary phone it is red i want you all at this point to roll for observation for me 11 9 uh 19 i'm not very observant it's 6 you're still thinking about the sadness <laughs> i also have no range of this game like i don't know if a 9 is good <laughs> uh, i would say so this room is this room is not well lit apart from the central light that is shining down upon this telephone carl with your old eyes your ancient wizened eyes of ancient wizardness you see in the dark a small child shaped individual with a pointy hat looking back at you and it is holding what appears to be the connection between the phone line and a little socket on the wall and it is about to plug in that socket child you should not play with the electricity sockets. It looks back at you, and in a scarily high-pitched voice, it says, Fuck you all! Justice for Santa! I shoot it. Oh, I want to shoot it. <laughs> you want to shoot it? Language like that, Santa's not coming to see you. You want to shoot it? Yes. Okay, roll for agility. That's a 17. That's a 17. That is a very good shot. I'm going to roll for it to see how well it does. It is a crit failure for it. So you are quite lucky. You shoot it directly in the leg um, and it screams out in pain and goes, Holy fuck, you just shot me with an AK fucking 47. How dare you? I believe we were just witness to a crime. <laughs> Did he plug it in? He plugs it in oh, no. and then slowly like crawls out of the room. <laughs> and into the next room he's not in the best way right now you've you've severed right. the tendons in his leg little elf leg do you need a band-aid i i have band-aids are, are you gonna be okay fuck you he says as he goes out through the door <laughs> and the phone begins to ring oh. i pick it up i was about to say i'm not answering it <laughs> it's for you what's up is it deborah hello, hello. Hey, uh, is this, my friend wants to know, is this Deborah? You have been chosen. Oh, sick. Oh. Hey, guys, I was chosen. Did you win something? What? Yeah, I, t I did. I won. No, that sounded totally safe. Yeah, no, that's just a regular phone call. <laughs> it starts to ring again. Oh, should we unplug it? 
I, I pick it up again. <laughs> Hello. What's up? We're sorry. You have already been chosen. You are currently number four in the queue. Please stand by. I'm gonna unplug the phone. <laughs> I bet it was Royal Caribbean Cruise Lines. They called me to tell me I was chosen quite frequently. <laughs> you wanna go unplug it? Yes, please. So bad. You walk over to the other side of the room and you unplug it and it immediately stops ringing. I wonder why they're containing a phone down here. Let's go see if there's more elves to shoot. That was a good chat, Zeke. It was quite the shot. I do not condone the shooting of a child, but quite quite the impressive archery, if I do say so myself. Let's, let's head into the next room. I, now, I, now I have the scent of elf blood. I, I want more. Does it smell good? Mm -hmm. Delicious. There is a puddle of elf blood on the floor, by the way. Could I <laughs> suck that up? <laughs> Do you want a little bit of a nibble? I would like a, a slurp. A little slurpy slurpy of elf blood. Yeah, go Just for it. Just while everyone else is leaving the room, I'm going to sneak one. I'm going to sneak a little. Sure. Uh, roll for luck for mm. me. That's going to be a minus two. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. How's that? It's not great. It's not like it's not like a, a great vintage. You're not gonna get any sort of like boost from it. I thought it would taste better. No, it was surprising. Like it just tastes like standard blood. Mm. It's a bit boring, really. In fact, yeah, no, you ain't getting any bonuses from it. <laughs> You'll make your way into the next room, um, and there is a trail of blood making its way underneath a table in front of you. This table is covered in food. This food looks delicious. It is piping hot. Uh, there is all sorts of assorted trimmings, a big turkey in the middle, cranberry sauce in a big pot. There's there's gravy, there's potatoes, there's just vegetables absolutely everywhere. It's a magnificent spread. And there are chairs lining this beautiful, ornate table. And you can hear something wincing underneath the table. I will take one of the rolls and put, you know, split one and put some turkey and gravy in the middle of it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. You do that. Go for it. Are you going to eat it? Oh, yeah. Carl takes a bite. Carl takes a bite. Okay, uh, roll for focus for me, Carl. Oh, no. No, no. That's going to be a minus four. Oh, no. Hey, look, wow. at, look at Carl go. Okay. <laughs> wow. There we go. Okay. Uh, you feel a bit bloated, but that's about it. You're still kind of hungry. Everything's fine, though, mostly. Was there food at the party? There was a bit of food at the party, but it was like basic, like, like, like your standard buffet stuff, like little sausages and crisps and stuff. The turkey is a little dry. I recommend adding the gravy on it. I'm on a very strict diet. I'll take some of the turkey. I think that's true to my character. <laughs> the hungry guy. You grab some turkey, and just as Carl had said, it is a little bit dry. I dip it in the gravy for sure. Yeah, a little bit of gravy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, roll for luck. Oh no. Chad, Chad, what are you doing, Chad? <laughs> Yeah, I, I want to make it clear, I don't put some gravy on the turkey. I, like, without any regard to sanitation or anything, I dip my already bitten piece of turkey oh. into the <laughs> gravy dish. It's atrocious. Uh. Oh, no! <laughs> I rolled a one plus six. Uh-oh. Young man, you have contaminated the gravy. I think the gravy was already contaminated. <laughs> Can everyone else please roll for observation for me, please? That's a nine. <laughs> That's a zero. Wow, Carl. <laughs> Carl is killing it. 
Carl sees everything. <laughs> He's very observant. All people are always observant, his, you know? His years as a Sears floor manager have taught him the way of the world. <laughs> Chad is looking pretty bloated right now. It's really weird. I hold my stomach and I go, oh, guys, I'm feeling kind of like a hoedad right now. What is that? You made up that word. It's weird. You made up that word. No, it's on this list of surfing terms I have in front of me. <laughs> what is it? What does it mean? It's a person who hangs around the beach and does not surf. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a shooby. We've all learned something today. I'm here for education. Now, if, if spiders burst out of you, I'm going to be very upset. When I have a case of the turkey bloat, I wash it down with a nice, cool Sprite. My wife, Deborah, makes the most delightful turkey meatloaf. Does anyone want to try and get to the elf underneath the table? I, I'd like to check on him, yeah. Are you uh, doing okay down there? Do you, you sure you, I, I'm just going to peek my head? Underneath, with my big bug eyes. Give him a lollipop. Roll for agility for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> That's even gonna be a nine. It's gonna be a nine, is it? Oh, oh God. <laughs> He pulls out a gun. He pulls out, no, he doesn't pull out a gun, uh, but he, he does pull out sort of a gun, but he pulls out like a glitter gun and fires it at your eyes. Oh, no. Ah. Um, and Shit. shards of razor sharp glitter get embedded in your big bug eyes. Oh, they look like disco balls. <laughs> they do look like disco balls of pain, um, and you are now in immense pain as this as this little thing starts scrabbling underneath the table to get to the yeah. door at the other end of this room. I think that would make me just fly around the room bumping into shit. Yep. Trying to scratch these out of my eyes. <laughs> Child, is there a parent that I need to call? I'm 207. <laughs> I'm older than you. 207. What's the last four digits? <laughs> <laughs> An American phone number. <laughs> it gets up from under the table and it points the glitter gun at all of you and goes, I'll use it. I'll fucking use it. Keep away from me. Oh my god. I believe I see. I have seen someone use one of those at a Katy Perry concert. Can I? <laughs> Kill that fucking elf. My daughter Jody is a big fan of that Katy Perry. My eyes. I'm gonna shoot him. I'm just gonna shoot him. <laughs> Roll for agility again. I feel like pain is coming out here. Oh, that one wasn't great. Uh, yeah, no, he aims it at you as well, uh, and he fires it again, and you end up with little shards of um, shiny, pretty colored, multicolored glitter all over your skin. God damn it, my Letterman jacket is ruined. They answered the phone and ate from the table. Their chances of winning are already unstable. Let's look in on a janitor and his enchanted broom as they make their way through a waterlogged room. Right, let's go see about those elves then. I don't know, I've never seen an elf before. Never even been to this floor before. You step out uh, into this uh, room. It appears to be quite a large warehouse. Uh, the floor is sopping wet. It's up to like your ankles with water. Is it smelly water? <laughs> it is, it's smelly water. It's almost salt oh, water-esque, in fact. Um, it, it doesn't look like it's meant to be there. Should have bought my wellies for this. That's what I said. They keep, ta- they keep carpeting the floors down here. They might as well not have bothered. I've told them a thousand times in my emails, but they don't seem to be getting through. Except for that one where they wrote back and just said, who is this? Stop emailing us. Yeah, he's going to step out into the corridor and start just like looking around. Are the lights on and everything's still working? Or is it... The lights are currently not on down here. It's quite a large warehouse. Uh, there appear to be like these big tanks in front of you, like really large tanks of water. 
All right. Very dark water. You can't see very much in them right now because the lights are off. There is a light further down the um, sort of like corridor between these tanks, and it seems to be flickering on and off. All right. He's, he's going to get out that the smartphone that his niece keeps trying to get him to use more often. He's going to. Here, Zero, do you remember how to turn the torch on on this? I remember she showed me how to do it a while ago, but I'm pretty sure it's the button on the side. But no, know. it's not the button on the side. Look, okay, she gave me the instructions last time we were at. You have to hold your finger down on the button. Oh, why'd they give us so it's many just... buttons and none of them are on the front, are they? It's not even hard, Derek. You just hold your finger down. He's going to fumble about with it and eventually he's going to manage to turn on the torch. Yes, that's right. Bend modern technology to your will. Succumb to my power. Roll for observation for me. That is an 18 for observation. When you bring the torch up, you see some sort of little black sort of tentacly things slither off into the water as they're startled by your light. Oh, what the heck was that? They're keeping wildlife down here now. I'm sure it's against the rules. No wonder the place is such a mess. If you see anything like that, I'm going to give it a good smack, I tell you what. Got any tentacles around here? The water seems to be like filled with seaweed and weird gunk. Ugh, he's going to start wading through it towards the tank so he can find a crack or a sign that's causing it to leak out. This is undignified, Derek. Hold me high. I'm, I refuse to be put into this stinky gunk water. If I'm going to get wet, then you're going to get wet. You know what I, it is? I can't believe this. I am... <laughs> uh, you make your way down this corridor of um, tanks. Uh, can you please roll for observation again and we'll see if you can find something? Uh, ten, so maybe. Six. Ten and six you stare into a couple of these tanks you don't see any cracks anywhere nearby but you um do notice there are things or at least you feel like there are things watching you from in these tanks so are they glass fronted tanks then rather than metal or... they're glass fronted oh, right. tanks yeah this appears to be like a beastery like a some sort of aquatic oh. beastery where they keep stuff hey zero what do you reckon they're keeping in here then keep your wits about you derek i sense malicious presence in here hey well, since a malicious presence all over this building, I tell you. Well, shine your light closer. What's in this tank here? Hey, very enough. He's going to hold the, the torch up as close to the tank as he can, like, get it. In this tank, you see the silhouette of a horse. A whole horse? Wow. It looks like a whole horse from where you're looking, and it sort of looks at you, and then it darts off behind some kelp. Oh, hey. What do you reckon that was? Uh, it looks like a whole horse. Well, you reckon that's an elf? Never seen an elf before. No, no, Derek, look, back in my day, right, elves were fearsome warriors and also very pretty. But according to the doctor, these elves are more like hobgoblins, which makes them pretty ugly and not very fearsome. They're definitely not horses, I'll tell you that much. Who are you calling ugly? Is that an elf? Who dares? Who speaks? Go there. I mean, don't go there. I mean, who goes there? Roll for observation. See if you can pinpoint where it came from. 19. No, no I got 19. You got four. I got four. I got 19. <laughs> You, you don't know where it is, uh, magical broom. Uh, but 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 Derek, yeah, you immediately look up and you see hanging in like the sort of there's like these um, gangways above the um, tanks, uh, and it's hanging up there. This sort of ugly-looking goblin-like creature wearing um, a big pointy festive hat and jingly jangly bells all over it, and it's got its wings splayed out. It looks both at you and goes, "What are you doing down here?" Hmm? Well. You know, I'm here to clean the all this mess up. Trying to clean up my mess. You made this mess. Yes. I'll tell you what. Do you know how much work we have to do to get rid of all this water? Do you think we're just here for fun? Do you know how much work it was to repair Santa's sleigh when a missile was fired at it? Hmm? Oh, well, I wouldn't know anything about that. I'm just the janitor, you know. Yeah, we don't care about your sleigh. Oi, you're part, part down, Zero. Do you don't care about my sleigh, do you? You're part down now, you know. I'm sure the man likes his sleigh very much, and you know how women are. I bet they probably did blow it up. Oh, I'm going to slay you now. 
and he pulls out what looks like a gun. He's going to take the uh, the rifle off his back. He's like, there's no need for any of that now, you know. It's just a civil conversation, you know. We're not here to talk about who blew up whose sled or who's flooded whose basement, you know. Slay it, Derek. Slay the flame. Roll for persuasion for me. Oh, 14. Wow. Good work, Derek. He looks at you and goes, All right, fine. I'll leave you alone for now, but I'm not going to stop causing mess. And he flies off down the corridor. Or can you at least do it on a different floor, you know? I've got to clean this one up before I can go home. Derek, why did you let it escape? That was our prey. Well, you know, it's it's getting late in the night, and I don't have any wars to start with elves or Santa or any of that, you know. Let's just find who's made all this mess and... That was uh, literally the mess maker, Derek. Let me catch up with him. Let's turn to go make mess on a different floor. I can get this all cleaned up and I... Look, if we see it again, we do as we're asked, we take it out, and then we revel in its destruction. Oh, you're always with the destruction and the war and the violence, you know. Do you never just want to sit down and have a nice cup of tea and let someone else deal with it? I sat down for 2,000 years. I'm very much done with sitting down you hear a smashing sound from quite far away a sort of small wave of water sloshes against your legs god if that's that elf i tell you what i tell you what i will go back and i'll kill him yes yeah all of this waves now and having to slosh through all this water i don't even have my wellies with me he's going to start wading towards the sound of the noise he's got the the gun sort of back in like the sling on his back but he's, he's got uh zero and one over his shoulder and then holding the smartphone up to try and make his way down towards whatever the destruction is you make your down this corridor could you please roll for um observation for me both of you oh that's an eight for observation for derek you both hear the song of a beautiful woman emanating from nearby you reckon someone's left radio on possibly these people do love their pop music Right, much rather have uh, that BBC on, you know. They've got a nice new man, lad. He does the uh, the morning news and the, the travel and that. Derek, you know how I hate it. Look, let's let's go and see this lady. He's going to start wading sort of deeper into this dingy basement to try and get to the source of the noise and or small tsunamis. You make your way further into this uh, warehouse and you get to the source of the noise. Can you both roll observation again for me, please? Oh, uh, uh, it's 11 for Derek. Zeremir got a three. Zeremir got a three, and that is a critical failure, isn't it? It is a critical failure. It's even glowing red. <laughs> Zeremir, you see the most beautiful woman your broomy, swordy eyes have ever seen, whereas Derek, you see a siren. Oh, Eric, what's all listening? What are you doing in the basement? Derek, I, 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 I haven't felt this way in thousands of years, but get, get me closer. I, 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 must, I must speak to beautiful creature. What, that ugly thing? Derek! How dare oh, you? It's horrible. I mean, you know, I've known you a while. I don't tend to judge, but oh, how can you like something like that? It's, it is. My lady, I, I apologize. My friend is, uh, is, is, is adored. Derek, how could you speak such a way about this? My lady, what is your name? She doesn't say anything, but she starts to sort of crawl out of what's left of her tank. Ah, so alluring. And she sort of slowly moves along the floor. Uh, Derek's going to back away from it. It's like, oh, you, you, Derek, you, you no, don't wait, come wait. too close now. No, get, just get me a little closer. I can, I can, listen, it's been a while, but I can definitely woo this lady, let me tell you. Ah, old Zeremir still has it in him. Tell you, Zero, I'll be smacking you with it in a minute if you don't pop down. Yeah. Now, you, li- you stay over there, like, I'm just here to do the cleaning, just here to get all this mess sorted out. 
Don't want any trouble from you, eh? I'll remember this next time we're on the old Tinder, Derek. Wait, you, you, you keep that to yourself, Edith. Zeremir. Yes. You watch as this beautiful woman gives you a smile and a wink. Derek, you watch as this siren opens its mouth and reveals a sharp set of pointy needle-like teeth. Oh, bugger that. He's gonna he's gonna take the uh, the rifle back off his shoulder and aim it at things. Oh, you put them away now. You get back in your tank or whatever. Don't want anything from you now. It hisses at you. <laughs> my lady, uh, your your hiss is music to my ears. Let me let me uh, <laughs> let me woo you. Derek, get me get me closer, and I'm gonna try and strain. Like, I, Jeremy has like some small amount of movement. Yes, like a, yeah, I imagine yeah, he's, some... he's, he's stretching his broomy self. I zero, you've gone daft in the head. You have. I'm not getting you any near that thing. Look at all them teeth. You, you haven't you haven't lived until you've experienced a good amount of teeth, Derek. I'll tell you, back in my day, oh, there were some fancy dragons. Well, I think we agreed to never talk about that again. Roll me some strength. Uh, that's <laughs> seven, seven for old Derek. Uh, that's seven. And seven for old Derek's sword. You're both equally as terrible as each other. Uh, and <laughs> you, you're you just sort of like wiggling in his hand at the minute. I'll put in a good word for you. I'm sure he's got friends or something, Derek. Come on. Don't be a... But is it is it still like advancing towards Derek? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, I told you, you get any closer, and uh, you'll feel the bad end of this. I tell you what, and he's pointing the uh, the rifle at the uh, the siren with the safety off. She pounces at you. Ah. Oh, feisty! Oh, that's how I like it. He's immediately going to try and shoot it. All right, roll for agility for me. Um, I'm going to. Oh, that's a critical fail of three for agility. Okay, Jeremy, can you roll for agility as well, please? I'm a broom. I got a zero. <laughs> Jeez, okay. You're both knocked straight off of your feet. Can you roll for um, observation for me again, Zeremy? That's 20. Yeah. Yeah, so the siren is currently on top of Derek uh, and it is unhinging its jaw. But at that moment, Zeremy, you snap out of its siren spell and you see exactly what it is. Oh, my lady, you're awfully fine. Oh, my God. Go on. I'm going to. Blast it. You're going to blast it with what? Zermia <laughs> has weakened, but some magic ability. Okay, roll for focus for me. That's a 10, so not that much magic ability. Okay, that's not too bad. Uh, describe what you do. There, There is um, a, a gush of, of what can only be described as like really poor farty magic. <laughs> uh, it's, been a, it's been a long time. Zermia doesn't get to do much magic. Derek won't let him, so... This is more just to keep Derek alive. A fart of magic comes out and pushes the uh, the siren back. The siren goes flying off of Derek and hits another glass tank nearby. And the tank begins to shake. A tentacle makes its way out of the tank and grabs the siren by its tail. And the siren is now being pulled into the tank. And it's sort of scratching on the side of the wall trying to get out. Oh, you're just blimey. What was that all about? Derek, why did you tell me that it was a siren? I did tell you it was a siren. You were too busy trying no, to... No, you said that it wasn't, it wasn't very attractive. And I said that was very rude. I'm getting knocked off my feet and now look, I'm all wet. And what the hell is that just wrapping around it trying to eat it right there? Tell you what, no bonus is worth this. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's the most excitement we've had on ages. The siren looks at you in panic. Do you know what? Maybe we should just look for these elves, actually. I... I can wait no a thousand years, it's fine. Don't look at me, five minutes ago you were trying to eat me, you get what you got coming to you. You dare to, to lay hands upon Zeremir, you'll get what's coming to you. I know, he, he, he feels a little bit sorry for it when he seems it getting swallowed up this tentacle, but it tried to eat him five minutes ago, so... He doesn't feel that sorry for it. Lore of the jungle, I suppose, yeah. Don't you give me that face. You tried to bat me five minutes ago. Got what you deserve. It hisses at you again. Ah, uh, yeah, well, you can you can hiss off. <laughs> and it gets pulled into the tank, and the water sloshes everywhere, and a couple of, a bit of it spills out over the floor. Aye, uh, and good riddance too. Right, let's go see if we can find some way to 
get all this water out of here and definitely try and get whatever that tentacle thing is nowhere near us, you know. Uh, you know, did I ever tell you about the time that I once bedded a siren? Uh, he was a fabulous creature. Constantly. I mean, look, look, okay? It's been a while. All right, let's a, let's a, let's a broom dream. Let's right. <laughs> a broom dream. <laughs> a siren was eaten by the thing in the tank. The janitor should fear a nearby elf with a shank. A gigantic cavern is where we go next, where a manor house waits to greet some new guests. The elevators open up and you find yourselves in a sort of carved out rocky corridor. This corridor seems to have been carved out by machinery. You walk out down the corridor and there is a sort of cliffside path that runs down the interior of this cave. Below you, you can see an old sort of Georgian manor house. There appears to be like a perfect circle of grass and rocks and lakeside around it. It's very strange and it's surrounded by these sort of eight beacon-like objects that are sort of holding it there. To the other side, there seem to be these sort of makeshift sort of prefab buildings. Um, and there's also a bunch of floodlights just lighting up the cave. It's a very big cave. Question. Is there any, like, informative little plaques or leaflets or such that tells us what's meant to be down here? <laughs> like a tourism board? <laughs> there may well be, indeed. Uh, do you want to roll for focus and see if you can find some? I will, yes, please. Ten. Uh, I'd say you make your way down to the sort of area with the um, prefab buildings, um, and there appears to be a bunch of, like, monitoring equipment everywhere. Um, I'm going to say, who, who's the, who's probably the smart character here? Um, probably the maths guy, the maths nerd. Yeah, yeah. let's say the maths yeah, guy. Yeah, the maths nerd. Okay, um, can you roll for, uh, probably focus for me to sort of see whether or not you can suss this out? Okay, 17. 17, okay. Yeah, you figure this out pretty quickly. Um, it appears that this manor house was teleported here. Ah. Oh. Um, it was literally t the whole area around the manor house in a big circle a big perfect circle was teleported out of its original location and put here into deep storage does it say what its original location was in the documentation its original location was a plantation in the south of georgia the family that owned the house went mysteriously missing and it was teleported here by the omen demonology department nice i'm gonna give a uh... Nana, a ghostly chill, which is like, you know, a nudge, and be like, I bet you, your sourdough starter, that's a haunted house. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands together. I mean, ghosts need to live somewhere, right? What's wrong with house? Personally, I live in a barrel. Is there any indication in the documentation about what specific uh, details of unusual uh, things have been going on? Yeah, they got like a brochure with rooms or something like, hey, it's just like the old, uh, the retirement home. I ain't going back to retirement at home, son! <laughs> I'd say roll for observation, just to see whether or not you can piece together what it is from inside all this documentation, because a lot of it's heavily redacted. Redaction is all very well and good, but what did I roll? A six. You got a six. Okay. Yeah, you are not able to glean what is exactly in the house. All you know is it was removed for very good reasons. I mean, it looks pretty nice. There's like a little lake you could go fishing for like, I don't know, like ghost card or something. I don't know. I ain't much of a fisherman. <laughs> so this prefab house, 
Yes. Is it like? Are we just in sort of one room at it, or We're not in it? I mean, I'd say that yeah, you, you're sort of you're sort of sort of standing in front of one of them right now. There's just okay. there's just a bunch of like consoles scattered all around this the areas in front of them, just okay. sort of monitoring this house. Well, Corey is going to get down to business. She's going to push open the door to the first prehab house, and and you know she's never used an AK. She doesn't know how to do it. She's a ghost, uh, but she's going to go in and start looking for elves. Okay. You go into this building and you can hear a sort of creepy jack-in-the-box sound. Good. Do you see any straw? Straw? No. Just creepy sounds. Good. I uh, I have a private fear I wish to uh, just uh, address. And, uh, if you see any straw, please, uh, please tell sure. me. Sure. I'll alert you if there's any straw. What the kind hell of asshole is scared by straw? Oh, wished. And the rogue sets towards one of the eight beacons that are surrounding the house. Nanorai has run off cackling towards the barrier. <laughs> and is, you know, kind of peering and having a bit of fun at it. Hurling buns at it. Is Nanorai a witch or not? <laughs> That's a very impolite question, Bellry. <laughs> so rude. Because that was very witchy. Okay, so let's, let's deal with these in turn. So, um... Nanarai, what, what barrier have you gone to work towards? Which, where, where are you going? The big glowing barrier, I assume, is around the big house. You know, the circle one. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say there's a barrier, but you, you definitely, as a, as a witchy kind of person, are able to detect there's, there's something going on there. Can I try um, and work it out with my witchy bread powers? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, you totally can. You can. What do I roll? So I'm going to say roll for focus, because that's what we use for magical stats. <laughs> What does the sourdough starter reveal? Oh no. Oh no. Oh dear. <laughs> it was poisoned. You've killed your starter. Oh my god. Yeah, no, um I'm I'm very sorry, uh Nana. Uh you go up to one of the sort of beacons and as you get close, uh a spark of uh magical energy shoots from the beacon and it hits your sourdough starter. And the sourdough starter doesn't look quite right anymore. It was too warm for the yeast. <laughs> it's a tragedy. Sleep well, my child. The sourdough starter's dead. It's gone. <laughs> it's in the ghostly realm now. Yeah. Um, can Dad Ghost perhaps see the ghost of some sourdough floating behind Anna right now? He sees the tiny ghost of little bacteria floating off to ghost yeah. bacteria heaven. Oh, that's a tragedy, that is. It's been 84 years! <laughs> Dragon, your uh, rogue goes up to one of these beacons as well. What do you want to do? What can I see with the beacons? Is there any like writing on it? Are there any symbols? Yes. These have on them, emblazoned on them, the big I Omen logo. Um, and on them there is written, Thormic Beacon. I call the mathematician over. <laughs> I'd say the mathematician knows exactly what these things are. So Thormic Beacons uh, are Omen's way of suppressing magical energies and keeping magical energies within certain fields. Nice, nice, nice. Can you offer observation for me? Uh, yeah. One moment. Ooh. Pretty observant. You see some glitter going up the path, where the path sort of go leading up to the house is cut off from this teleport and the glitter seems to travel towards the door. It's like mm -hmm. this really weird multicolored glitter. The glitter is on both sides of the barrier, by the way. Hmm. So something gone in or something come out? Something seems to have gone in from what you can infer. 
probably some of the elves then, I guess. Mm -hmm. If the elves can get through it anyway, are we necessarily helped by it still being active? With a Thormic beacon, it tends to keep things in rather than out. Right. Ah, uh, okay. So stuff can go in, but stuff can't come out. Oh. If it's if it if it if the Thormic beacon is attuned to your to what it's trying to keep in, it'll stay in. So I couldn't, for example have my dad go have a look and then just leave <laughs> it depends on if it's attuned for ghosts you don't know uh. if it was attuned for ghosts and your dad went through your dad would not be able to come back out so that means that the, that's presumably why my ballpoint pe pen wasn't immediately vaporised um, because it's not attuned to ballpoint pens yeah because it's not it's not for pens yeah it's not designed for pens <laughs> it's not designed for pens <laughs> something other than pens is there any way to find out before going through. So I, I say that you probably weren't able to glean that because of the okay. heavily redacted information on the computers. However, we're just going to pop back to Corey. Yes. Who is still in the prefab room. You're still hearing that uh, creepy music box in here. How big is the room? A, a relatively small room. It is. It's sort of an office space. It seems to have been set up as like the place where whoever was um, going in and out, in and out of this house for ex excursions would go. Uh, to have like their lunch break or sit and watch the TV in here. It seems like a little sort of staff room. Okay. Does it look like it's had multiple people in there or just one? Uh, it's probably had multiple people. Yeah, this is probably an area where like a bunch of staff have been. And the sound, is it coming from like behind something or a particular direction or...? It's coming from behind the sort of cafeteria bar thing. It's like a sort of cafeteria bar where there's like a coffee machine. I am going to go around and have a look. Okay. And look to Dimitri and be like, and shrug. Well, you know, very worst, it say, you know, pan's dimensional box with a springy lad. <laughs> springy lad. Springy sure. lad. Yes, uh, you go. You go up to this thing, um, and it appears to be just a music box. It has a Christmas tree on the side, and it is currently playing happy music. Can I? set the AK-47 to do like a single shot and just shoot it. <laughs> Absolutely. Go for it. Like <laughs> Roll for agility for me. Oh dear. We tend to use that for... Eight! You shoot this thing um, and it explodes. Yay! <laughs> ghost was reduced to a big blobby mess, but still it survived while under duress. Now we visit a group, a family affair. They go through an airlock to a gross fungal lair. You find yourselves in a dark corridor. Okay, so, so, so Max up front and uh, the two young ladies next and we'll use your bodies as meat shields. <laughs> I got this, Dad. I don't understand this. What's not to understand? I got a gun. Elves are nice. Oh, wait. Elves bring you presents, not Santa's elves. They're pissed. These guys shot Santa with a I nuke. I think that we can just talk to them. And I don't know. I just realized I might have to shoot an elf. I just got a grenade. That's pretty cool. I want to like try to use it. I think we right, should, should go down the hall. I think I'm cool with it. Should, calm down, children. So, oh, sorry. You yes. need to understand. These are not pretty wonderful joyous little fantasy creature elves that you might like these are the kind of elves the kind of elves that are savage and mean and might eat you and you need to shoot with the ak-47 
like you've been practicing recently with the extended magazine. Video games have trained you for this, Max. Can you roll for observation for me? Oh boy, that's um, uh, negative one. Oof. Nat 20. I got 16. <laughs> the kid with the gun. Oh negative one. <laughs> I got 21. Most of you can hear this. From down the hall, you hear the sound of a an airlock whooshing open, um, and that's going to cause Max to panic, and you're going to fire off the gun. <laughs> what was that? Max, your father did not say a fire. The bullet ricochets down the hallway and into the darkness. We're still working on voice commands. He's not there yet. Hey, listen, it didn't sound like it hit anybody. I, I don't think the elves are all we have to worry about down here. If, if, they're, if, they're, if they're letting things out, there, there are much worse things down here. What do they keep in cold storage? Is this cold storage? You might be used as a shield child, literally. But I have a grenade. I'm going to hold you by your back straps. Dad, don't talk to me like that. Max turns to Floyd, points the gun at him and goes, Don't talk to my sister like that. Back up front, you. I'll protect you. You're on thin ice, mister. I have the gun. I'm the dad now. I know the way out. Look at me. I'm the dad now. Eldest. You're taking this into a weird place, kid. Yeah. Hel- Let's go. Helda's thinking about interjecting, but she's seen this like on <laughs> Animal Kingdom shows, and she understands this is a challenge from the child to the alpha, so she's just got to let it ride out. Karen straightens out her dress and starts walking. Max is going to run into the hallway. Bring it on, you elf motherfuckers! Watch your language. <laughs> you run down the hallway, and at the end of this hallway, there is a what well, what looks like a large airlock, and there is a bullet hole in the airlock. It appears to be leaking the air that's inside the airlock out into the corridor. Is it like just normal air, or is it a funny color? It, it, it smells weird. I I would like to use my creativity and my pocket protector to try to plug that hole absolutely roll creativity for me nine yeah no i'm gonna say you, you you're gonna make a you're gonna make a bung out of this pocket protector um, and you just shove it into the hole it's it's not the it's not like airtight but it's good enough for what it needs to be i guess for now that's kind of sad that was my fancy pocket protector too and that children is why you always carry a pocket protector to be protected. I have this game that might fit in there. It's the ball in a cup game. Should we use that to plug the hole? Uh, Sandy, that was a great idea. I don't want to be positive about that. However, your father has already plugged the hole, you see? So <laughs> you're just a little bit late. But So ch- 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 check good. yourself, a- child. A for effort. Sandy, could you roll for observation for me? Um, I got 22. Yeah, I think Floyd secretly suspects that you're not his. Oh, no. <laughs> As Floyd is plugging up this hole, Sandy, you are sort of like looking around and you see inside the airlock a jingling, jangling bell on the end of a felt red hat. Karen, 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 there's what? Look, look, the Santa Karen. Claus is in there. Karen, don't tell. It's good. What have I told you about whispering? You think Santa Claus is in there? Yeah, look. Look, there he okay. is. I see. Do you see the jingling I'm bell? I'm going to go over and I'm going to pull that pocket protector out and peek in. Okay. Through the hole? So your father hole. just put the pocket protector in because he has <laughs> sure. a dog. I'll put it back when I'm done. Sure. You you pull out the pocket protector and you get a good, good, good whiff of the smell coming out of this room. And you look in and you see through the glass... It doesn't, it doesn't look like Santa. It's way too small to be Santa. Um, and it turns around and it sees you and it jumps back. And it's lo- sort of this very ugly looking elf-like creature with mottled skin and a big boily nose. 
and it looks at all of you and goes, Yeah, you're the buggers who shot me! Max no, immediately shoots at him. back in the hole. <laughs> it's a hole. You can't shoot through the you hole. You plug the There's hole back up. Oh, no, it shoots the door. It, like, that voice freaks him, him out and he just immediately lets it out. Roll for agility for me. You said agility? Yes. That's a 21. It's 21. Okay, so you are in luck in that the bullets do not immediately shatter the glass and send glass flying all over you. I'm concerned that this child is wasting our ammunition. The bullets fire off um, and they fly through the airlock and some of them hit the elf in the leg. Oh, Jesus Christ, why? Fuck you! Yeah, that's what you get. And it you shouldn't have attacked us. It Max, why did you do that? We were. No, we're, elves no one's They said we shoot the elves. Elves they are gave nice. me a gun and they said shoot the elves. Elves are nice. They could have lied to us, Max. Screw all of you. I hate you. You shot me. <laughs> See, no, he's no. a dick. No, wait. You wait. shot him, Max. It was an let's, accident. Let's conduct a test. I'm sure he's sorry. Snap, calm down, children. Your father is talking. Can we get? Can we access this elf? Like, can we get inside with him? Uh, you would have to vent the airlock. You have to let all that smelly out, Aaron. Sandy, are you willing to go inside? Just no. open the door. No. Open the door so I get a better shot at him. Now we Max, have more put holes the gun away. Somebody you. open the door. Plug the other Kill hole shot. with your ball. While you're arguing about this, the elf presses a button and the doors on the other side of the airlock open and he goes crawling out into whatever's behind the airlock. He's well, getting away! Max, calm down or I will take away your very big gun. Try me, woman. <laughs> Did you just call me a woman? You don't want to go down that road, Max. Yeah. Trust me. I'm the dad now. <laughs> I got the gun. He You're really going to listen to me. Really and we're going to go kill that Max. elf. <laughs> Whether or not you have a gun, child, I am your mother and you are acting well, you think very I won't inappropriately. Do it? You think I won't do it? Do you want to be put in the you naughty corner? Do you want to be put in the naughty corner in deep storage? And I will take the extended magazine away from you. If you want to keep playing with the extended magazine, you will apologize right now. I'm sorry. Right? I'm sorry. And you would think that you, we're not going to open the door for you when I'm you have a gun standing behind us. I'm sorry. Well, we got to do something, though. Sorry. I'm sorry. We got we to gotta go. We got to yeah. follow him. We got to see where This one is going. definitely your child, Floyd. <laughs> Let's go try to chase the goblin. Well, do you want to impress your boss or not? Me, <laughs> I'm secure. I mean, what? Are, what? Are, what, what I should have we just my go Bible, back the other way? And I have prayed nothing bad will happen to us. <laughs> are these things gonna kill us? How did we end up with such a wide spectrum of children? <laughs> Max is just gonna start trying to push like any buttons or pull any levers that are on the walls to open this. Sure. You push the button, and the other door opens, and then the door on the other side closes, and the airlock has vented. So you can go in now. Ah, sweet. Good job, Max. I did it. It's that stinky air on the other side of this door. Let's go. Maybe we should just shoot one more time this side of the door to see if there's stinky air on the other side of the door. Max fires at the other door. (laughs) Okay, roll for agility. Our children don't respect us, Helda. Oh, no. That's a six. You shoot the glass, and the glass shatters everywhere, and the airlock is no more, and this whole room floods with the weird smell. Oh, no. <laughs> did, you, did you bring the child whistle, Floyd? Who farted? <laughs> Wasn't me. You smelt it, did <laughs> it? Max, in front of you, you see what looks like a forest full of mushrooms. Whoa! <laughs> uh, I'm... Max is immediately gonna like. How big are these mushrooms? They're huge. They're like tree shaped. They're huge. Can uh, I pick one? You tree sized mushroom. You're gonna pick. There's lots of little Nine. ones as well. There's lots of little ones everywhere. The entire floor seems to be like covered with this sort of like soft mushroomy loam. Yeah, it's covered. Yeah, I I want one. Oh yeah, he's gonna tr- go and try and start like climbing the mushroom trees and jumping, you know, onto the mushrooms. And <laughs> I would like to look around to see if I can see like any borders. Like, are there walls or is this like an extra dimensional? 
dimensional pocket. You're pretty sure this is some sort of extra dimensional pocket of some sort. So you you feel like um, electricity crackle on the back of your neck as you walk through, and you go, "Yep, no, that's definitely something extra dimensional going on here." This could be very dangerous, children. You should lead the way. They don't keep the soft uh... stuff in those, Helda. We don't know what's in here. These these mushrooms could be sentient for all we know. What does sentient mean? As Max jumps off of the side of one of these mushrooms. <laughs> it means that we know how to speak. What was that? I hope somebody picked up that phone. It also I normally means you don't it. do parkour with a gun at the same time. He needs to learn to multitask. You turn to where the voice was and you see this short squat mushroom man. Whoa! Everybody come over here. There's a dude. It's a Koopa. Or not a Koopa. What's the mushroom one? Toad. Is it Toad? No. Does he look like Toad? My name isn't Toad. What's your name? My name is Morel. Mm, <laughs> I'm not edible. I'm sentient. Do you have a friend named Chantrelle? Chantrelle is my wife. Yes. Oh, how fun. Welcome to the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> Did he feel it when I picked one of him? No, the world will have felt, but I am not part of the world. Why are you here, intruders? Why are you here in our world? There was an elf. I was supposed to shoot him, and I shot him, but not like a killing shot, and he got away. And everybody was like really mad about me shooting him, even though we were told to shoot him. The child's not efficient. Come with me. Sweet, let's go. <laughs> Come to our village. You must present yourself to our leader. Sure, this seems like an adventure. Oh, this you want to go first on. Oh, no, we're not going first. <laughs> As, as I say that, I push you ahead of us. We follow. You follow this mushroom man through the, uh, the, the these forests of mushrooms. The entire atmosphere is thick with these these spores everywhere. Can you all roll for focus for me? Hey, uh, uh, Mor- Morel, was it? Um, yes. Should we be breathing this in? Probably not, but it's okay. It's possible, children, that we're being infected and impregnated right now with all these spores. Oh, that's going to hurt. Uh, I, oh, no, uh, I got a 16. I got a three. I got a five. Max, you notice that your nose feels a bit itchy. Floyd, you have a weird tickly cough. My throat tickles. You make your way to the edge of this sort of like cliff edge in this uh, strange pocket dimension. You look below you and there is like a little town of mushroom people. Oh, what a nice view. It's really, really pretty. A little town of mushroom people. Yeah. They're built around what looks like this sort of like large statue of what appears to be a pizza box. Are they sliced mushrooms? Like, what is the size relative to us? Are they, like, tiny or people-sized? So some of them are people-sized, and some of them are more umpalumpery kind of size. Max is immediately going to take off down towards this village. Uh, it's like, check this place out! Please do not speak too loudly. We, we, are, we, are, we tend to be quite quiet and reserved here in the Mushroom Kingdom. What? I said please be quiet! I'll try! Thank you! I'm sorry, normally we keep a muzzle on. Uh, what is your parenting technique? I mean, when, when I look after my spoilings, I, I tend to use the uh, the mushroom technique, you know? We let them do what they want, and then if they die, it's not our fault. Similar to the mushroom technique, then. You make your way down into the village, um, and he takes you into this building uh, where the there's this giant pizza box above it. You go inside, and you have this horrible smell of rot all of a sudden. It smelled a bit funky this entire time, but there's a really bad smell of rot in here. Wasn't me. I think something crawled up these guys' butts and died. In the middle of the room, there is what looks like a very, very old pizza box, and all of the mushroomy, loamy stuff seems to be spreading out of it. Max points at it and goes, Is that where you guys, like, come from? The progenitor box. 
Yes. So that's like your mom? This is our mom, yes. <laughs> your mom seems nice. I mean, yes. She's a little smelly, but... I don't know. She kind of reminds me of our mom. Wow. <laughs> You're going to take that. Don't cross me, child. I don't even need the gun. I told you, come at me again. <laughs> she will beat you anytime, in sleep, anytime. buddy. Moral goes over to a really large, really grumpy-looking mushroom on the other side of the room and whispers in its ear, and it looks at all of you and goes, What brings you... To the Pizza Hut. (laughs) (laughs) You guys brought us here. The deals. You come to my kingdom and you ask for what from us, the mushroom people. Do you have elves here? Medium with cheese. You quote the ancient scriptures, but you do not know what they mean. (laughs) (laughs) Two for one, 1099. Two for one, 1099. (laughs) Blessed be its name. I am Papa John. I would like to use my persuasion to convince him that I am a secret, like, priest of their religion. Absolutely. Go for it. (laughs) This is blasphemy. I pull out my Bible and start reading. 21. 21. Where do you come from, traveler? Little Caesars. Domino's. The cheese is stuffed. The cheese is stuffed. The cheese is stuffed. What, do you need our help for something? What is your reasoning to be here? Have you seen any elves? Yeah, you got any elves? We have had reports of a creature in the nearby black mold forest. Is he wearing a bell? Does he have a bell? Was he bleeding? Did you see any gunshot wounds? There was a delicious fluid coming from him indeed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What kind of red sauce are you using? The red sauce of the god below us, as you can see. It gives us life. Two for one on Wednesdays. <laughs> hey, Dad, can we get pizza after this? Stuffed crust is two ninety nine. Uh, well, can you point us in the direction of that uh, elf so I can sh- finish the job here? You, as an arbiter from another clan, we will give you our finest warriors and you can go forth to stop him. However, be warned, the Black Mold Kingdom is dangerous. I'm, I'm sure we'll be fine. It looks delicious. We had Black Mold one time, didn't we? You could only tell if you were a qualified inspector. <laughs> And so the family and their mushroomy friends headed off to the black mold to their horrendous ends. Now we go to Darling, Egg, and Pocky. Their journey down to Prime's lab is incredibly rocky. Luckily, Darling was paying attention, and you managed to follow Darling down the right way. Pocky and Egg got completely lost, but Darling was able to continue guiding them down these vents. And eventually, you make your way to the correct vent, uh, which Smedley has already pre-sprayed with, like, a cold ice spray. He went down there earlier to spray it for you, so you can easily break it off. Oh my god, we're so lucky. He thinks of everything. He really does. He's got us. He, he's got, always got us. He's got our back. Always got us. What a good, what a good man. Mm-hmm. All right, Egg, you're beefy. Okay. All right. And, uh... Roll for strength. Yeah, I got a six. Yeah, you bang into this vent. It doesn't quite budget, but it does make a loud sound. And you hear someone move around below the vent. <gasps> oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Okay, uh, ooh, sh- I'm air coming out of a vent. Don't mind us. Air doesn't say words. Oh, um, whoosh. Roll for luck. <laughs> <God>. Damn. <laughs> Why are all these rolls so oh, bad? Oh, man. 
<laughs> you hear from below you uh, the sound of a familiar voice, but it sounds somewhat wrong. Hello? Who's up there? What's going on? I'm, I'm going to go get a ladder, and you hear it run off down the hallway. Uh, they're getting a ladder? Okay, well, there's a corner around here, so just come duck back behind this corner. Maybe he won't come all the way over. Okay, okay, okay. I don't yeah. even... Oh, God. And now we just got to be quiet, and I clap a hand over Egg's mouth. It's just sweating. Just <laughs> so much sweat. You hear a ladder clatter down the hallway near this vent, and it places itself against the wall and up climbs this guy uh, and the vent gets pulled off of its hinges and then you see two arms reach into the vent. Is there anyone there? Are there any elves in the vents? What's going on? I'm armed. I'm I'm just petting Egg's head reassuringly. <laughs> Hopefully we're out of reach of this thing. Hello? Alright. No elves? I'm going to get into roll for observation. <laughs> this is zero. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, if there are any elves in there, I would have taken you. You know that, right? I would have totally bust your bottoms. I'm going to go now. Bye. And you hear him go down the ladder and you hear the ladder get moved away and you hear him walking off. Oh, my God. Okay. Good job. Good job, everybody. We oh, yeah. yeah, great job. Great job, everyone. Yeah. Saved our own bottoms. I think dad would be proud. Yeah, yeah. he would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Oh, let's I go. still have his precious sticky note. You all drop down into this corridor below. There is no one around right now. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, let's try to make it as fast as we can. Yeah, you scutter along the floors and you make your way to a nearby door. Uh, this door has above it in big letters the Smedley Labs. Mm-hmm. Can we read? <laughs> I was just about to ask that. <laughs> I thought we were really smart, like raccoons. Can I assume Egg probably couldn't really read that well? <laughs> Egg can't read. No, I don't think Egg can read. But I imagine Pocky's picked up on most words. Like, yeah. <laughs> you recognize at least the symbols that make up the word Smedley, so you assume this is the right way. Yeah, it's like this looks like Smedley. I, I, I can identify what Smedley is. He did say something about Smedley, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're after Smedley Prime. Yeah. So this looks right. Yeah, yeah. Confidence. There is a keypad yeah. to your left. There's a lot of buttons. Could I potentially do an observation to see if there are any numbers that are more worn down than others? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, roll for observation for me. Yeah. <laughs> One, four, five, and zero are worn down. Guess I'm just going to start punching. Okay, roll for luck for me. Yeah. Uh, You press a bunch of numbers on this keypad and you get the right code and you hear Hello, this is Master Smedputer. Welcome, Dr. Smedley. And the door opens up. Oh my god. Thank you, keypad. You make your way into this room. It appears to be an elevator that goes down even deeper into the facility. Oh, that's a big box. Not that you've ever seen an elevator before. What's that box do? I don't like this. It's like a cage they put their smedleys in. Oh, that sounds horrible. It's okay, it's okay. Dad wouldn't send us in here if it weren't safe. You hear footsteps coming down the corridor. <gasps> Get in the trench coat. Okay. Egg on the bottom. Yep, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'll be middle. Okay. All right, you form Testudo trench coat 
form. Do we have like a hat or a hood? Yeah, I imagine you've got a you've got a hat. You're going to wear the hat in it in a way where it's sort of um, it's covering your face a little bit. Yes, yes. You uh, get dressed up like yes. this, and a, another Smedley comes around the corner, and he comes into the elevator and stands next to you. I'm not going to say a thing. I'm just going to wait. You're a bit tall. What's going on? What's going on there? Are you all right? <clears throat> just a cold. <clears throat> Going down or going up? I'm going to like duck my head down like the chin just underneath the shirt. Are we going down or are we going up? I don't know. What does the sticky note say? I think we're going down, I thought. I thought it was below. Did he say below? Oh, we're going down. <coughs> cool. All right. Well, that's the only way you can go from this elevator. So sure. Uh, and then he presses the button and the elevator starts to go down and he goes, So, uh, are you new around here? I've never seen you before. Uh, yeah, we're a uh, clone... 1450. <coughs> Very sickly. <laughs> I didn't realize there were that many of them now. Oh, I know. Just every day, churning out new ones. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm 808, but you can call me Bob if you want. Oh, I, li- I like that. That's a good name. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, I'll see you around. This is this is my stop. I'll, I'll, I'll get off. The... What, what floor are you going to? Are you going to... You must be going to the Smedley Prime Labs. Yes, we just have to take some paperwork down. Why would you be doing that? Because we were told to. By who? By another Smedley, I think. I don't know, something to do with their research. Okay. All right, roll for persuasion for me. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What do you get? I didn't hack this, I swear. 15. You're doing very well. You're getting very consistent rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's very consistent. He goes, all right, yeah, no, that checks out. We do do a lot of research down here. Okay, well, I'll talk to you later. Um, I hope you'll enjoy yourself down here, I guess, because you're new, so... uh... Yeah, just have a good time, okay? Thanks. It was nice meeting you. It was nice meeting you too. H- Happy Christmas. Yep. Merry Christmas to you. Bye. And he goes out of the elevator and you head down. <gasps> oh my God. <sighs> Very stable down there. Oh my God. I was breathing. <laughs> <sighs> no, I'm so it, scared. You have to breathe, sweetheart. You can't You can't pass out on us. Oh, okay. <laughs> the legs can't pass out, and I just pat egg on top of her head. <laughs> and I'm going to pat the pats down. I'm going to pat Pocky and have her pass those down. Okay, okay. Like I'm passing the pats. Then. So I'm just patting safe, you safe. double. There you safe go. Safe pats. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. The elevator opens up at the lowest floor. The room that you're going into is bathed in a really unpleasant light and there are vats on either side of this room, and there are weird things floating in all of them. I feel like a weird tumbly grumbly about this place. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Here's a nice candy to calm our nerves. Everybody take one. I'll take three. (laughs) Where did you keep these? Um, you know places okay that was just so thoughtful thank you so much Ava. yes thank yeah, you Nick. you're very welcome i'm sorry if they're sweaty yes <laughs> it's been scary it's been very scary I eat garbage this is fine this is great yeah, this candy's the best <laughs> can you roll observation for me Oh, Oh, thank God. (laughs) Egg, uh, you peer out uh, through the hole in the trench coat. You swear you just saw something patrolling out here between all these vats. Uh, You're not sure what it was, but you definitely saw something. Um, And as Darling peers over the top of the trench coat, she tips forwards and the entire pyramid falls down to the ground with a large thump. No! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh. I just tilted. Uh, there's a, there's a thing-a-thing. A thing-a-thing? A thing-a-thing. Oh, a thing-a-thing. Get behind, get behind the vat. 
a moving thing. I'm going to scurry behind that. Roll fragility for me. Everybody? Yes. If you're all scurrying, then yes. Yay. Wow. Okay. Oh, great. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Pocky, you go like lightning speed across to behind this vat. You see coming down the hall towards you what looks like a sort of giant robotic tank with machine guns on either side. <gasps> Intruder detected. Intruder detected. Oh no. <laughs> I like I see that happening. Can I like be creative and hop on top of it? For, like scurry back over absolutely so i'm gonna scurry back down and then i'm gonna hop on top of it hopefully not where the machine guns are pointing but like distract it so like i'm gonna okay be creative with it let's see how that does so do the creative roll creative nope <laughs> you climb on top of this thing but it recognizes you're there and it spins and throws you off and then it turns around to focus its attention on you like hey <laughs> that hurt um but yeah, look at me, not over there. Like, I'm a raccoon and I can talk. Unsmedley detected. Destruction will become imminent. <laughs> Does the trench coat have like a belt on it? Uh, yeah. All right, I want to take the belt off and hand the other end of it to Egg. Okay. All right, we got to run as fast as we can and then wrap around that thing's legs. Roger. Yeah. Okay. All right. Both of you roll for agility and it'll be the best one that gets it. Oh God. <laughs> there was an attempt. You come running towards it and you try to tie its legs up with this belt, but you do that thing where you sort of both swing around and you smack each other in the face. <laughs> the robot then looks down at both of you and goes, More intruders. All will be destroyed. Wait, what if we uh, ask it a, a question? Um, What's the meaning of life? If God created a microwave that can make the hottest burrito, could God eat that burrito? Can you roll for persuasion for me? <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> and you got a 17. Uh, the robot looks down at you and goes, Burrito? And it shuts down. No egg! It just like rolls back, like sighing. I tackle egg to the ground with a hug. my life! Yeah, I jump into that pile too. Oh my god. <sighs> also, I think God could eat that burrito, but yeah, that's just me. I bet For he sure. would eat that burrito, yeah. but like. So Schmedley is God, so. There's no way he would make a microwave so hot. He would make the perfect burrito temperature to eat. Yeah. Perfect. <sighs> you hear a crackling in the headsets you've got on. Uh, what, what's going on down there? Uh, I'm, I'm detecting that there's been an, an alert level triggered. Is there, are there elves down there with you? Have, have, what's, what's going on? Uh, no, no elves, just mm -mm. a giant robot, but we have disabled it. You disabled the Megasmed? Yeah, Egg did a really great job. <sighs> Thank you. Oh, well then, Egg, I'm proud of you. What did you do? I asked it a question about burritos. Did you do a paradox egg? Is that a yeah? He uh, she she yeah, said a, she yeah. said something about burritos. If God could make a really hot microwave burrito, could make it extra hot. Would God eat that burrito? Something like that. Would he be able to? Would he be able to eat that burrito? So yeah, and it's a burrito could... paradox. Interesting existentialism. Yeah. Mm, well done, egg. Well done. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And I oh. clap my little tiny hands together excitedly. <laughs> Whereabouts are you? Can you describe what's around you? Tubes. A lot of vats. Tubes and vats. Yeah. Okay, you're probably in the cloning labs. Do you remember when you were first born and you're in those like vats of slime for a while? Oh, yeah. 
It's like jello. Yeah, that's this is where I was. Oh. This is where I was born. Oh. Egg touches the ground in revereement. <laughs> yeah. This is where gods are created. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. We're not worthy. <laughs> it's a big day. I want you to continue forwards. Smedley Prime's lab is very close to you. You're going to have to get through the, uh, the, the the trap room, though. Okay. But I have full faith in you, okay? Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. The traps are switched up once every few hours, so I don't know what's going to be in there, so good luck. We got this. Let's go. Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. Mm-hmm. A robot confused by our raccoon-based team. Now they stand in a room where the clone vats do gleam. To the mermaid we travel, an underground lake in which dwells a monster that waits a mistake. You enter a room. Uh, This room appears to be some sort of library of books. Uh, The books are on bookshelves, and those bookshelves are upon sliding sort of metal uh, racks. Uh, that let the bookshelves move back and forth. Can you all please roll for observation for me? Absolutely. Gladly. I got a 17. I got 15. I got 10. And John's rocking a 14. Very nice. Okay, you all see it. It's there on the other side of the room. Santa's little elf with his little little pointy hat and little jingly jangly little uh, leggy jingly janglies. They're jingly jangling in front of him. And he's there. He is looking at you. He sticks his tongue out and he blows a raspberry in your direction. <gasps> Hello there, little fellow. And Enid waves quite excitedly. Screw you all. Justice for Santa. <laughs> You're all going to die. I'm going to kill every single one of you. I'm going to rip your throats out. <laughs> You're all going to die. Screw you all. I think it wants to kill us. Can I Can I, uh, Can I? I roll my command creature? Uh, you can. Yeah, go for it. Um, I would say it's not a creature, though. Oh, it's not a creature? Damn it. No, no um, so you can't well, recommend I, it, I, but you did get a focus I, of 25. I, I very, very succeeded. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you got a focus of 25 there. It's technically not a creature, but you managed to calm it down to the point where it is not going to immediately slam the bookshelves on you if you decide to walk towards it. Oh. I will I will edge my way very carefully like a, like like a person would uh, uh, approach an like an injured animal that they think might attack at a moment's notice and um and I, I just sort of like make my way it's okay it's okay I, I i i'm not going to hurt you um we just need to calm calm you down um because um there there, there, there are some very nasty people in calm here. down what are you talking about why should i calm down i'm not gonna calm down i'm here for blood i want to kill everyone i want to break things i think we should let it i rummage in my bag and uh, do i do i have any do i have any um uh, any blood in my assorted monster food oh my god is anyone wanted blood um, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say you've got it. I, if you if you want blood, I, I, I've got I've got this, and I hold up a little blood bag. Oh God, that's disgusting! I don't want real blood. I want like metaphorical blood. I want the blood of you. I want your blood. I want you to die. I want to. Oh, I want to kill you all. But, but uh, um, I want revenge. I want justice for our boss. What happened to your boss? Omen fired a missile at him. <laughs> Oh. That does sound like the sort of thing we'd do, yes. Revenge! Revenge! Death to all of you! Is he dead? No, no, he's fine. He's just angry. Wouldn't you be pissed if someone fired a missile at you? Yeah, yeah. I'm pissed about it. 
I'm pissed on his behalf. Wouldn't you be? Well, then death to all of us seems a little out of proportion. I think he must be in the right. Yeah, I am in the right. You're right. He's obviously very mad about something. And Goldie still still with her uh, <laughs> Christmas tree. <laughs> She's still with her Christmas tree sunglasses. Just kind of pushes them down onto her nose and looks over them. It's just like... He's clearly very mad about something. I say we let them commit the genocide and we just get out of here while, you know, they're busy. Let's leave mass slaughter as a backup plan. Oh, boring. Okay. Mass slaughter now. Yeah, I like the idea of that. (laughs) (laughs) The elf, like, starts flying because hobgoblins can fly. What? Uh, And it flies over the top of you and it starts knocking books off the shelves. How big are they? I'd say the books are standard A4-sized and then the elf itself is... Um, about the size of a small child. Oh, well, now John's very uncomfortable about his idea. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <God's sakes. laughs> um, and it starts knocking books off the shelves. And um, these books, uh, can everyone please roll for agility to see if you can catch the books? If you want to try and catch the books, that is. Oh. I'll catch a book or I'll deflect a book. Um, I could do. It's not going to go well. Nine. <laughs> Four. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. oh, that's another <laughs> critical failure for minus one. Oh no. Okay, so Goldie, you are lucky and a book lands in your tank, but you're able to keep it closed. John, you manage to catch a book, but it then slips out of your hands and lands on the floor. Enid, a book lands on your head. Ow, ow. Jacqueline, you fall flat on your face and the book opens in front of you and it starts screaming in your ears. It screams so loudly that your eardrums pop. Jacqueline probably screams right back at it, grabbing her ears because fuck! Uh, The book is still screaming on the floor and in this moment of shock, the elf managed to fly out through the door at the other end of the library. But before it did that, it flicked a switch, and now the bookcases are swinging wildly back and forth. Yeah, okay, I want to try and shoot the book. You want to shoot the book? I want to shoot the book. Okay, roll for agility. Fuck that, it's making please. too much noise. Oh, is an agility roll? Oh, I'm Yes, fucked. all rolls for shoots are agility, <laughs> unless you can persuade me otherwise. I did get a 16. You got a 16, so you're fine. You, you AK-47 this book, and it tatters into shredded paper uh, and the screaming stops now you're just in this room i think a few of you are on one side of it and the other a few of you are on the other side i think d your character's definitely near the mm. door the elf just went out and i'd say that um two of you are in the middle of the, so there's like two sets of bookcases across the middle of the room mm-hmm. i'd say that jacqueline and john you're in the middle and on the other side of the room still is goldie goldie is um still right at the front of the room sitting in her little robot not bothered too much but there are now these swinging bookcases back and forth okay looking down at the book i would like to smirk and and say honestly screaming like that you ought to grow a spine uh and i'll flip the ak over my shoulder very very cool very nice. And then work out how the hell to get out of here. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yes, cool. Um, so you all need to get across the other side of the room where D is at the minute. Yes. Jacqueline's going to stagger to her feet, turn to John and go, I have an idea. Stand behind me and follow. Um, and then probably doesn't hear any response that you say. <laughs> Does the idea involve running? Uh, 
<laughs> just feel free to do whatever you're about to do. Jacqueline is going to try to cast some sort of, like, protective warding spell, given that that seems like the sort of thing she would do as a self-trained hedge witchy type person. Sure. Okay, roll for focus. I'm going to say you get a plus one because of all the enchanted books in the room. Cool. No. Oh, I think That's so. more like it. Ooh. From one end of the scale to the other, that's a 24 critical, 25 critical success. Very nice. Okay, so you cast this spell, and in fact, this spell is so powerful that it manages to settle all the books that are now sort of flying around the room very angrily, and they all go back into their positions, and the bookcases themselves begin to form back into a position where they're not swinging wildly around the room. So congratulations, you've solved Excellent. my bookcase puzzle. <laughs> you did it. Ooh, I was expecting it to work that well. That was very impressive. Meanwhile, in the room next to you, you hear a loud metallic clanking sound. Is this the room that we could, like, go into? Yes, this is the room that the, um, the elf ran out through. Well, you are clearly the most powerful among us, so uh, <laughs> would you like to go first and I'll cover you with my gun? You can't hear that, can you? Um, okay, I will make hand motions of you forward, me behind with gun. Roll for creativity. How about persuasion? <laughs> okay. Oh, thank fuck. That's a yeah, 14. she gets it. Yeah, she gets it. Jacqueline, probably slightly forgetting that she can speak, gives you the thumbs up and starts walking ahead. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Since the room's safe, Goldie can just walk. Yes, the room is safe, so you're good. Yeah, uh, ever since ever since the book was ever since the book was screaming, um, Enid's bag has been like really sort of like jiggling around and, and bouncing about. She 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 um she unzips the top half. She says it's too dangerous. You can't come out. But um but uh, out of it sort of um the uh, uh out of it pushes its way a, a little creature uh it, and it sort of like jumps out the bag and lands on the floor it uh is approximately the size and shape of a um yorkshire terrier uh it doesn't have any fur um but its whole body is covered in bulbous eyes of various sizes that move independently and blink uh independently all of, it, of each other it's um it, it's it's leg and its uh, tail are uh, tentacles with little suckers on them and uh, its its teeth are um, much like um, an anglerfish but specifically the anglerfish in Finding Nemo that scares them when they uh, when they get uh, when um, Nemo's dad and uh, Dory get get uh, uh, lost in the dark. I believe that is a viper fish. Horrifying. If you say so. A viper fish. This is IC692. Your pet. And I, I just call him IC. And he's my, yes, he's my pet. Goldie's pupils dilate. She wants to eat it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she just sees food. She's she's finally moving across the room because she sees something that she wants to eat. Oh, horrific. Oh, no. Oh, no. I, I feel like I wouldn't automatically assume that's what you were thinking, though. No, so, you wouldn't. Um, I'm just going <laughs> to let this go for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> She stops in front of you and takes the sunglasses off and she just looks down at it and goes, are you going to eat that? <laughs> no, no, no. Enid puts up her hands in front of Goldie and says, oh, no, 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 please, this is this is my pet. Um, if, you, if you're if you um, hungry, um, I, I do have, and I ruffle through my, my bag uh, and uh, have like a, a variety of, of bizarre food stuff, like it's a bag of blood, um, a bag full of like gooey fish eyes, um, uh, some like, like bones and uh, like crickets and other dead things anything anything here uh, take take your fancy only dead things have you not got anything that's gonna squirm on the way down oh. um i mean 
I've got I, I, I've got some worms. Uh, are worms okay? Uh, it reminds me of the days I used to steal tackle from fishermen. But yeah, sure. There was nothing good at the buffet. And I give I, I, uh, give, I, I, I give Goldie a big handful. Give Goldie a big handful of uh, of, of worms. <laughs> oh, she's just going to be snacking on them like Harry bows now. Yeah. <laughs> so upsetting. While this is going on, I would like to subtly scan IC 619. Yes. 692. 692 with yeah. my uh, pheromone duplicator, which uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to say uh, looks like an anti-shave, uh, an anti-shave, an aftershave bottle uh, and allows me to try and recreate the uh, particular pheromones of whichever creature it scans that I can then spray a fine mist of at an opportune time because I'm worried about the uh, <laughs> the disposition of this thing and I want to be able to maybe influence some, con- exert some control over it. Roll for, uh, roll for um, focus. Let's see if it works. Oh, bollocks. Okay. <laughs> That's an eight because I did not think I would need focus. This is fine. Sorry. Uh, so you you point it at that thing, um, and you hear a bleeping on your uh, aftershave bottle, and you look at it, and it says unknown. Oh, my stomach drops. The group of you make your way into the next room, and as you walk out through the door, you find yourself in a large chamber. Um, it's a big cave-like chamber, and in the center, across the middle, flows like a vast river. Um, and in the middle of the river, there is a bridge. Uh, unfortunately, that bridge seems to be out at the minute. And on the other side of the bridge is a control panel. And on the other side of that control panel is the fucking elf. And it's looking up at you and it's grinning with glee, with with a pleasured gr- glee on its face. I'm going to eat it. You're able to catch me now. You can try and eat me. Find it. Try me. You can't do it. I taste like cookies. You never going to have me. <laughs> I... I, I uh... Cookies, really? Um, we should all eat it. Oh, that is tempting, actually. Enid looks very conflicted. <laughs> it runs off down the hall uh, nearby on the other side of the river. Okay. So how wide is the... Is it water? It's water, quite deep water. You don't know what's in it. Um, you, you, you sort of like... You, you've made your way out of that room you were in and you've gone down like a ramp. This is sort of basically just like a big... It's like a, a bit of the cave network from the original... Um, deep storage is here and the building that you are in the sort of like library is suspended above you on little pillars and you've gone down a ramp into this sort of cave area with a river running through it okay it doesn't seem to be flowing though it seems to be still so it's been dammed on both sides and how wide is the river wide enough that you wouldn't be able to jump it nice okay (laughs) can you roll, roll for observation for me that's a two keep reaching for a real dice yes jacqueline 20. At least somebody noticed. Another critical. What am I rolling today? (laughs) Very well. Very well, apparently. Apart from the two which were really bad. (laughs) Yes. You're a person of of, of dichotomies. You have both really bad rolls and really good (laughs) rolls. Jacqueline, you notice a rather long, slimy, scaly thing, like dart just below the water as you come down the ramp. Um, and both you and Goldie recognize that there is some sort of, there's like a long metal, uh, I don't know how to describe it, like a long metal um, railing that goes above the top of the river 
Um, and what is suspended from that appears to be a net, and that net is full of meat. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I think they're feeding something down in that water. I'm sure I saw something. If I know anything about this sort of thing, this is the classic shark-infested waters that uh, a villain might lower you into in a uh, very exciting moment that needs to be escaped. But I don't see anything to lower us in there with, so I think we're safe. Oh, some of my best friends are sharks. I could, I could get in there, steal his lunch, maybe get to the other side. I was going to say, Goldie, this feels like your element. It kind of does, yeah. doesn't it? And my sole motivation right now is to eat that elf. It's got on my nerves. <laughs> I, if we get it, I am going to eat it. My jaw is going to unhinge and it's not going to be pretty. So... Oh my god. <laughs> I think I'm going to get in the water. Do you like the taste of cookies? <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter what it tastes like. It's purely for his not enjoyment. Gosh, the opposite of that. Down. Oh. <laughs> so you want to get in the water? Yeah, I'm going to get in the water. Okay. Quite comfortable. Godspeed. I quite like my new gun. I wonder if I should just give it a quick spray. <laughs> okay, go for it. Roll for roll for um, agility before Goldie gets in the water. I think I will. I will. I'll clear it with Goldie first. I'll say, what? What? Uh, what? What do you say? I give it the old uh, Russian hello. Shoot it! If you kill it, I get its lunch. Whatever's in that bag as well. That meat looks quite putrid. I'm telling you, that's mine too. <laughs> what bag? The meat and the railing. The, meat, the bag of meat above the. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, John didn't oh. spot that bag of meat. But okay. Oh, yes. Oh, perfect role oh. playing. Very well. Very nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't oh. even. Uh, notice me. Okay, um, okay, in that case, there's a bag of meat up there. I wonder, can I shoot the meat down? Oh, brilliant idea. Or then will you get distracted and. Oh, and not shoot eat the it? meat sounds like mm. some kind of euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to shoot the meat? So is it. It's, it's, a, it's a bag of meat. It's is it suspended a bag, by. It's a, bag, it's a suspended bag of meat, yes. A suspended bag of meat. Mm. Um, suspended by what looks like um, straps. Fabric straps. Okay, can I shoot the straps? I'm going to try and shoot you the can. straps. Give it a go. With my Give it a try. <laughs> high rate of fire AK-47. That's a 13. <laughs> I would say that works. You shoot the straps, and after a short period of time rat-a-tat-tatting on it, um, the meat plunges down into the water. Uh, and it's here you hear a strange rumbling sound under the water. Um, and several like loops of a big thick snake-like monster come out of the water, followed by a somewhat plesiosaur-like head. Oh, horrific! Um, and it comes out of the water, looks at all of you, lets out a roar, and then it goes beneath the water to start feasting on the meat. Oh, that's not a shark. That is not a shark. Incredible. In fact, I would say that a certain Jacqueline might be able to identify what that is um, if you roll for um, roll for focus. Focus, Jacqueline. absolutely. Yeah, why not? Ten. That's Nessie. What? <laughs> I always wondered where she got to. That's Nessie. <gasps> Nessie! Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Nessie! Oh, and I try and call to Nessie. Nessie! Nessie! I! 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 I'm one of your biggest fans. Um. Uh, hello. Maybe we can talk to Nessie when we're on the other side. Are you getting close to the water? Oh, Christ. Uh, yes, because I'm an idiot. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Roll for agility. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, that, is, that, that is my dump stat. Well, actually, I've got lots of dump stats, but yes, that's not good. Oh, good roll. <laughs> oh, nice. You lucky. are lucky. Um, you <laughs> almost slip into the water uh, where the water is churning and bubbling. On the other side of the of this sort of, like, lakey, rivery thing, uh, the Nessie isn't, so you could swim across quite safely. 
and then restore the bridge if you wanted, Goldie. Yeah, could we send Goldie across to uh to fix the bridge? Goldie will do it as long as she can grab a piece of meat along the way. Can she do that? You can try. I think that's fine. I would say roll for agility to see how successful that is. Okay. I have my thing about water and agility. You do. You do. What is your thing about water and agility? Uh, When Goldie is in a large body of water, her agility and her observation swap. So roll for observation then. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I'm in the water. (laughs) It's a 10. That's a 10. a 10. Okay, um, I'm just going to roll observation for something else quickly. <laughs> something. <laughs> okay, I got a 3, so you're lucky. Um, Nessie is <laughs> more than happy devouring away at food. She's going She's going at that uh, bag of meat quite voraciously. You manage to go in, you, you, you grab a little slither of putrid, putrefying meat, you stuff it in your gob, and then you head over to the other side of the um, water, and you flop up on the land, um, and next to you is the control panel. Can I reach it? I didn't think about this. I'm going to say it takes you a considerable time to flop yourself up to the point where you're able to turn on this thing. I want to use my malfunctioning Lammerfield emitter to see if I can speed things up. Um, I'm going to get you to roll for creativity, and depending on how high it is depends on what you turn into. <laughs> okay. Ooh, 21. You turn into a fully formed human. Oh, okay. um, With all the useful human legs and arms and ability to stand upright. The right number Um, of them, yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah, no, yeah, no, definitely. You've got all the right, you've got all the right appendages you need. Um, You look, you still kind of look like you. You still kind of look like you, but if you had legs, it's quite, it's quite, it's quite a, a, the transformation has been quite kind. (gasps) Do I have clothes? Yes. Do you want clothes? (laughs) I mean, I think yes, Goldie would want them. <laughs> yes, okay, I good. imagine Goldie has clothes. Okay, she's she's a bit disgusted. Was she not wearing to- clothes on the top half before? She had like scales, so maybe she's just got like scales over a bit. Well, uh, she's 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 covered. She's fine. She she's disgusted that she's got legs yeah. now. She doesn't like them, but she can move easier now. She's wearing a sequin dress that somewhat imitates scales. Oh, pretty. Um, which is quite—it's quite fetching. It's, it's very nice. It's, it's a nice—it's a nice scaly, scaly cocktail dress. Ooh, sparkly. John is feeling many emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of it going horribly wrong, like originally it was going to go, you—you uh, you slap on your glamour field. Everything goes well. You deftly flick the buttons with your now human fingers, your disgusting human fingers, uh, and the bridge extends. The mermaid's a lady, and Nessie has eaten. The bridge was extended, but there's still time to be beaten. Now we go to the group of gobletier children, as they enter a room with a mirror pavilion. The doors to deep storage open up, and you are beckoned towards them. Uh, Other groups have already gone, and some groups are still waiting behind, but this is your floor. Right, there you go. Have fun. Good luck. All right. Cool. See ya. See you in a few hours. Remember, the elves down here aren't really technically elves. They're more like hobgoblins, so they can fly. So just be careful. And they will be armed. Flying, armed, elves. Armed with what? It appears they have some sort of glitter cannons. Cool. That fire raises sharp glitter, so be careful of that. All right. So show of hands, who thinks we're about to die? Nah. I raise my hand and also hide behind Ferris's character. Fair enough. 
Let's do this thing. You find yourselves in a long corridor. Uh, this corridor has a flickering light at the end of it. At the end of the corridor, there is a single big metal door that is slightly open. Yes, Cecilia, you should you should go first. You're the oldest. It is your right. Piper has the gun. I will go beside you with the gun. Alright. And I'll be back here for emotional support. You always are going to peek through the door. Peek through the door. Good choice. That's a smart move rather than just run, running through it like other groups have. I do have at least one degree. Yes. <laughs> You peek through the door, uh, and in this room, you see... It's, it's a very interesting room. In the center of the room, there is a big clearing, and around the outside of the room, there are about 50 to 60 mirrors placed in a circle. They're like several, there's several layers of mirrors going outwards. Oh. They're all old antique mirrors. Are we currently reflected in any of them? Not currently, because you're outside of the room. Can, can you roll for observation for me? I want to see what else you can glean. See if you can glean sure. something special. Not much. I say there are several exits to this room uh, on on like the in like the corners of this sort of circular room. One of them has like a little glint when you look at it. There doesn't seem to be anyone in there, from what you can tell. All right. We have rings of mirrors. We have exits. I think we all know what mirrors do, so we should probably not disturb them yeah they steal your soul mm -hmm. yes that too they also contain things yeah so try not to get reflected but isn't that what mirrors do well i don't know we'll army crawl through here <laughs> keep to the fringes feel free to army crawl through there i'm gonna say if you want to army crawl through there roll for agility for me okay well that's a five that's a 17 <laughs> i'm a minotaur i'm not very agile that's a 20 piper yes you mold with the shadows and just zip around this room to the other side where the glint of like shiny stuff was cameron mm. you just sort of play with your phone and you just walk across the center of the room and the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> celia uh, you're moving across this room super super suspiciously <laughs> but you are an eight foot cow lady yep yep you end up knocking one of the mirrors out of alignment oh no and you feel the room get really, really weirdly cold. Oh no. <laughs> uh, roll for focus for me, please. It's going to be a 21 from me. You feel something ghostly on the back of your neck and you turn around and you see hands grasping out of the mirror, but you manage to pull yourself backwards and you are now sort of in the middle of this room uh, and there are hands growing from all the mirrors now. Oh no. Can I put the mirror back that I bumped? Can I like nudge it back in place? Roll for agility if you want to try this. Oh no. Zero? Zero. Okay. Oh no. Uh, I think we should get out of here. I'm going to say roll for focus for me as well. I just want to see how this is going to go. 20! <laughs> we just whoosh! Okay. So this is not going to end well for you, but it's also going to end okay for you. Okay. You aren't going to die, but okay. bad things are going to happen, okay? Uh, you go over to the mirror that has grasping hands coming out of it, and you think, you know what, I'm going to oh. straighten this grasping hand mirror that's got grasping hands coming out of it. And a grasping <laughs> hand grabs you. Oh no. Uh, and it pulls, it pulls your hand and arm into the mirror, but you're able to move the mirror uh, so it sort of straightens itself back out again. 
and your arm comes off. Oh, is it bleeding? Oh, it's bleeding. All right. Um, yes, the arm is that's... gone. It's just gone. That's... Like it, it looks like it went into the mirror and it's gone. Oh god. So, problem. I, I, are you okay? No. Come, come over here as fast as you can. I'll see if I can help. I will cross to my siblings. Uh... As away from the mirrors as I can get. Piper. Do you know first aid? Uh, DM, what is what is first aid? <laughs> what stat is first aid? Oh, I thought I was like, come on, you're a twenty year old character. You should know this. <laughs> first aid. It depends on how you want to do it. How do you want to? What do you want to do? Do you want to like use like your magical shadow powers, or do you want to try and cobble together something to stop the bleeding? I want to try bandaging it. I suppose. I don't think shadows, an intangible thing, are very good at. Making stump stop bleeding. I would tend to agree with you there, <laughs> based on my experience of shadows. I know the power of shadows, but the power of shadows is not that. I'd say roll for creativity then. Um, In fact, you can go luck as well if you want to go luck. I might know first aid. I'm about to find out if I'm lucky. Time to find out what you've been doing for 20 years. <laughs> it's got to be more than me. I got a 10. Okay. Um, I'm going to say, yeah, you managed to bandage this wound up. Uh, it's not perfect, it's not great, mm -hmm. but it does what it needs to do to keep pressure on the wound. And after all, she is a minotaur. Losing an arm is kind of what minotaurs do. Like, it's yeah. like part and parcel of the job description of being a minotaur. So. Going to make finishing my final so much harder. Yes, I'm not going to lie. All right. Writing your doctorate is not going to be easy now. That's why they make voice to text. It's okay, we can get you a new one. I mean, yeah. We'll, we'll talk to Dad. He can do something, right? I don't want anything to do with Dad's ideas of how to help cows. I shake my head. That's fine. He'll just sleep with a disembodied arm. It'll get you a new one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. My arm is also my half-sibling. Yeah, or it means at least like it'll be compatible. True. Some matching DNA in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll take Dad's arm. May I peek into the next room? You may peek into the next room. So on the floor around this next room appears to be some glitter. The glitter is like sharp, almost glassy, uh, and it looks like a bit of a fight ensued in this room. There is a body slumped in the corner, and it's like shiny from bits of glitter. And in the center of the room, there is a plinth. And on the plinth, there is nothing. And on the other side of the room, there is a door that is slowly closing. Oh no. Uh, could I try to use magic to hold the door open? Uh, sure. Roll for focus for me. Rolling focus. I got a 14. The door does not give in to your magical whims. However, <sighs> you do get to see just slightly behind it. You saw like a weird glowy forest and then the door closed. So I tried. Mm -hmm. that's, that's usually more than you typically do. <laughs> that's that's true. You tried. I'm very proud of you, Cameron. Thank you. Good job. Gonna punch you in the arm very gently with my, my one hand. Ow. Can you all roll for observation for me? See if you know anything else in this room. Okay. Ooh. 22. It's oh, also glowing. Jesus. I don't know what that means. That is a natural 20, I believe. I, I got another 20. Two. Everyone apart from Cameron, who's just there on their phone again, yep. <laughs> is, is looking around this room. And they, yeah, they, you both notice this. There are three keys scattered on the floor in front of the door. The door we're in or the door beyond? The door beyond. 
forest door. Yes, okay. the forest door. There are three keys on the floor. Cecilia, do you see that? I see everything. You can see these keys in in in, in high definition. Uh, there are three keys. One of them is an ordinary looking grey sort of metallic key. There is one that looks like it's made out of wood with an owl at the top and it's got like um, inset sapphires for eyes and then there is a key that is black and gnarled and creepy looking well using wizard logic here um which key seems to match the door (laughs) i don't trust any of these keys i'll be honest do i know that omen is just like that you know they deal with magic stuff okay they they tend to anything down in deep storage is bad do any of the keys match the door like the lock on the door is there a lock on the door all of the keys match the door which one every single key matches the door oh interesting Okay. Uh, How are there multiple keyholes on this door? Nope. There is one keyhole, and all the keys match the keyhole to the door. Wiggy, oh, I like it. Have either of you uh, filled in Cameron on what's going on? Hey, Cam, look, keys. Huh. Three keys, one keyhole. Any of them go. It's three car Monty. You can try multiple keys. It's, I'm not like I'm not gonna like be like you have chosen your action. You're now on this path forever. You can try all three. Yeah, it's just what's gonna happen when we do. <laughs> We all take one key and the best sibling wins. Yeah, that's fair. That just means Cecilia is going to win, but I'm okay with that. I already lost an arm. My bet is not very high for myself right now. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go first and then what key do you want? I want the owl key, please. Who wants to go first in terms of putting one in the door? Cecilia, uh, may, may I go first with the incredibly cursed looking key? Because I know this might be a bad idea, but... I feel compelled to stop you as your eldest sibling, but also I love to see my siblings suffer. Go for it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to record this. I'll give um, Cameron some time to set up their phone to record this. Yeah. You're going to back up a little bit? Yep. Yeah. Cameron, roll for creativity for me. Ooh, yes! <laughs> this is perhaps the most powerfully beautiful uh, video you've ever taken. Mm-hmm. If this were to reach the internet, it would go immediately viral. It is mm-hmm. phenomenal. With that 22 crit you just got. We could win a Sundance for this. Piper, you pick up this gnarly looking black key uh, and you hold it up and you see like little jets of of purple running through it uh, and you put it to the door in fact you feel a weird strange affinity to this key Mm -hmm. and you plug it into the door and the door opens uh, and what you see inside is nothing because you don't see anything because it is a door that takes you to a completely black void oh see anything bye piper you were my favorite sibling. Considering that's currently between me and Cameron, I would be a little bit insulted if you didn't say that. There's like three others. They're okay. I, I suppose. But um, it looks like um, it's definitely just a dark void that I don't think I can see anything with. Maybe it's your mom. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! I, that, I, that was a joke, but it also makes sense. Right? Okay. It was only half a joke. Oxy, is is this my mom? It could well be your mom. You do feel an affinity to this darkness, but you don't know why. Can I say, mother, is that you? Okay. Like, are all our moms down in, like, deep storage somewhere? We all know that is very adventurous. Roll for, um, observation for me. Okay. I got a 19. Okay. Yeah, you say, mom, is that you, and... You see a pair of eyes in the dark. Are they 
mom shaped <laughs> as mom shaped as eyes get oh my gosh you found your mom <laughs> D- does it look hostile not right now no uh in fact like it, it, it gets closer towards you and it appears to be wearing like a white china mask but you can't see anybody mom is it actually you five bucks it attempts to eat her ten you're on also, we should back out of sight if this lady or other uh, takes offense that the uh, half siblings, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope this is my mother. Um... The family resemblance is astounding. Hello, child. It's me, your eternal dark mother. <laughs> um... Where is your father? I haven't seen him in so long. I don't know. I'll be completely honest with you. Where is your father? Who are these people? I think he's in, like, L.A. right now. Yeah, business. Business trip. Business trips. You are a monument to all his sins. That doesn't sound good. Ah, uh, that doesn't sound good. Can I take a step back, maybe? Absolutely. Yes, you may. Okay. Uh, guys, um, I don't know. I don't think my mother loves me. Your father hasn't paid alimony in so long. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait one second. Neither have you. Where have you been my whole life? I have been in the darkness wherever darkness is. I see everything. I'm also a shadow being, so I don't have any money. I'm an immortal void being of the darkness. Uh... <laughs> Join me, child, and I will make your consciousness my own. We shall live together in the void. Roll for observation for me. Okay. I was about to say I need to pursue my career as a comedian, but (laughs) that's a 10. That's your life goal? (laughs) Maybe. You notice that the shadow seems to be leaking out slowly of the room. Hey, close the door. Uh, Can I slam the door shut? You won't get anywhere in the comedian business, child. (laughs) And the door slams shut. And the <laughs> ghost thing, void spirit thing is hidden behind the door now. Wow, your mom sucks. Yeah. Do you really think I won't be able to make it in the comedian business? Oh, Piper, I'm going to give a one-armed hug and say no one can make it in the comedian business. Yeah. <laughs> no one's that funny. Yeah. I mean, unless you're John Mulaney, but that's about it. Piper met her mother. Their father's a whore. But they'll find through the next door is, oh, so much more. And finally we get to the old IT crew. They reach quantum research and they need to go through. You two have a very specific and important job. All right. Lay Jared, you're in charge of IT stuff, right? Yes. We believe that Santa and his elves are trying to hack into our mainframe. I, I will look into that straight away, and I just whip out my phone, and I'm going to start checking server status and ports, checking ports, and that sort of business. There appears to be something being transmitted at this current moment in time through the system. Can I do anything to stop it? So um... Not from here, you can't. Okay, so we're going to have to get to the actual physical location of the, of the infiltration. Smedley holds up a memory stick, 
and goes, I've created a little program here that should override whatever it is that they're bringing into the system. However, you're going to have to take it to the quantum mainframe. Are you sure that's wise? That's n-dimensional reality. It is indeed. Oh, okay. Which is why I can only trust you two to do it. We will have to be very, very careful. Uh, Ian, you can, you can, you can hold the... Careful. I got the gun. You can have the uh, memory stick. Multiple of you are going to have to be very careful. <laughs> yeah. Ian, look after this memory stick. I, I, I look at the memory stick, I look at the gun and go, I have a feeling we've got this the wrong way round. Do you really think that you want to be handling that AK-47? I don't want to accidentally reset reality. You, you I, have I, the experience of delivering things, so that's all this is. It's just another delivery. Oh, so it's just a delivery job then? It's just a delivery job. All you have to do is stick it into the machine. It should just do its job. He kicks you out of the elevator, and the elevator doors close, and he goes, All right, guys, look after yourselves. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. Bye, Smedley. And the doors close, and he goes off. Uh, are the lights on in, the, in this room? Where? The lights are on in this room. Uh, it appears to be some sort of laboratory setup. Uh, you appear to be in the quantum labs. I should be have some sort of knowledge of this area, right? You've got some basic knowledge of this area, yeah. This this is the area where they test um, sort of like quantum entangled items, weird sort of things that when you move them, other things move in other dimensions, or when you move certain things in this room, other things in the room move. Yeah. There are items in glass cabinets all around the room with like monitoring equipment around them. There's pieces of paper piled up massively high. There's filing cabinets that have got like so much documentation stuffed into them, it's kind of ridiculous. There's paper all over the floor as well. To one side of the room is a testing chamber with a glass screen, so you can see into it. And at the other end of the room, there is a large metal door that is currently slightly open. I see we cut down a custodial as well, then. Doesn't look like anyone's been through here in a while. Yeah, no. Um, I'm just going to check the gun and familiarise myself with it and worry that maybe I've gotten in over my head. It is a gun. Um, you check it. You, you make sure that the safety's off. It takes you a while to figure out where the safety is. But you have played Call of Duty. <laughs> Uh-huh. So you kind of know you you pl- you've definitely watched enough like how to use a gun YouTube videos, <laughs> like in your spare time, to know how to use a gun. Yeah, but cool. it's not going to account for all the recoil and stuff that you might have to deal with whilst you're using it. Wow, let's worry about that when we get to it. Um, were you suggesting something there, Ian? What, what should we so, do? So if if we think an elf's got in, then I don't want to look into whatever you permanent staff are doing in that testing room over there. I nod to our left where there's that glass door so going through that door at the end is probably a good idea okay we'll do that first so you go to the door in the south um you push it open it's quite a heavy door it's like it got a very very small sort of like airlock like corridor and the door on the other side is sealed shut right now uh, there's a keypad on the side can you both please roll for observation can do Ooh, 19 <laughs> <laughs> what was that <laughs> that's another six <laughs> this was with a plus four. I'm going to say that, Ian, you are unable to see through the glass. You're sort of like still a bit nervous down here holding that memory stick and you're still trying to check your phones for any signal. Jared, you see into this room. This room appears to be some sort of large t- test chamber. There is a control panel right in front of you. There is a glass screen behind that control panel. I'm actually feeling a lot better about all of this all of a sudden. This is very portal. And portal ended well. Uh, Let me finish my description and you might Sorry. feel a little bit less <laughs> happy um, the door to the right hand side of this control panel is ajar and there are dead bodies all over the floor it's starting to sound a little less like portal now and there is a man walking around in there right now is he wearing a red suit he is not wearing a red suit well it is kind of red technically <laughs> i guess um is it 
Okay, it, it is naturally red, but was it intended to be naturally red? I wouldn't say it was intended to be naturally red, no. Um, he's wearing what looks like a sort of 1950s brown suit uh, with a trilby. Is it trilby? Would it be a trilby? Yeah. Or... Yeah, Trilby's like, like a mini fedora. Like a, yeah. yeah, like a PI hat. He's sort of walking around in there looking horrendously horrified at everything that's happening. And he notices you and he runs up to the door and he bangs on the door. You gotta help me, man! You gotta help me! Okay, uh, I mean, we're trying to get in, so... They trapped me here like a day ago. I, I can't I can't get out. Please help me. Who trapped you? I, I, I'm just immediately shocked because I didn't even see this this man. So all I see is just suddenly someone slamming up the door covered in blood going, you've yes. got to help me, you got to help me. Yes. So um, I'm I'm just like recalling back in shock. Well, we've got to open the door. <laughs> does, the, does the key lock have an identifier on it? Like, like H04 or whatever to say which number lock it is. It appears to be uh, one of those sort of key card locks uh, that you set up a while back. So... Perhaps there will be a key card somewhere that you could find. Okay, I'm just going to search the security server for one and uh, download it. The download it onto my phone if I can, and then just use the NFC. Okay, roll for um, creativity, creativity for me. Yeah. Yes, roll for creativity. Fourteen. Yeah, I say you download a key code. Uh, can you roll for observation for me? That's a four. <laughs> That's a four. Yeah. Can I get Ian to roll for observation as well, please? Sure. Yeah, I, I got nothing else. Because you've been staring at this thing quite scared. Yeah. That's, uh, that's a 10. It's it's six better than ours, so yeah. we're, we're rolling with the frame of sixes for me today. <laughs> you are staring at this window whilst Jared is looking down at his phone trying to download a keycard. And you blink and the guy disappears. The guy's gone. Oh shit, he's quantum locked. He's what? <laughs> Isn't that like one of those things where if you're looking at... He only exists as long as you're looking at him. So you stop looking at him so he doesn't exist, but... If, if, if wherever he's gone, somebody stops looking at him there, he'll reappear here. I mean, that's just the theory. Uh, roll for observation again. That's um, 12. No, 10. Uh, 11. You peer into the room and he looks like he's dead on the floor now. Oh. Ooh, time travel. That. Oh, time is a dimension. All right, well, let's get this door open and... Um, you blink again and now he's standing there again and he goes, Come on, open the door. Right, okay. I mean, so, I mean we've nothing yeah. to lose. Let's just open the door. We don't necessarily have to go straight in. Right? Yeah, I guess. If so, this is the way to that quantum <laughs> service thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. So, okay. All right. I'll 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 try the, the, the key card thing. Okay. You swipe the key card and the door's bolts unlock. So it should be able to be opened now by hand. Can you both roll for observation again for me? Oh, yeah. 20. Uh, 19. You blink again. And this time round, when you look back at him, his face is covered with pox and boils and he is bleeding from the mouth uh, and he's slathering and banging against the door. Oh, it's just unpleasant. I purposely blink again. <laughs> you blink again and the man is now dead on the floor. Ah, it's a cycle. I'm trying to work out if this is an improvement or not. It's an improvement for someone. Is this that, that Schrodinger's observer effect thing people keep trying to talk about on the internet and getting wrong? Oh, because they keep forgetting to put the poison in. God, that's clever. <laughs> There's poison in the room? Well, there is in Schrodinger's experiment, so yeah, there could be poison in the room. I mean, there were were those boils like, did it look like they, they were coming from the inside of him, or was he like melting from acid type of thing? Uh, no, he seemed to be somewhat zombie-like. Oh, zombies. Oh, they're just so annoying. Yeah, tell me about it. Like, every single one of the delivery jobs I've been up against recently has been beaten by a zombie courier. They're just, they just, they just, they just don't give up. 
Right, so push the door open. You push the door open, uh, and he is currently lying on the floor in a heap. Can you both roll for observation for me? I don't like these rolls. 16. 13. You're doing all right now, Keith. You blink again, um, and the guy is now standing there and goes, Oh, thank God. Where am I? This is all really, really high tech. What what year is it? It's 2023. Um, no, it, no, it's not. It's 1954. No. Oh, no. no it's, it's not been 1954 for at least 70 years. 69 years? Nice. Many more, more years. Yes. You've got to let me out of here. So I, I purposely hold my eyes open at this point, like grab the eyelid, the top eyelid, and just. What are you it. doing? What are you doing? What here? is this madness? Every time I, I blink, something weird happens to this room. Um, Jared, do you want to explain this whole quantum yeah, you... thing to him? Who are you, anyway? My name's my name's Doug Letraset. Doug, do, I mean, you know where you are, right? In, in Omen? No, I, I was I was just having a normal day, and then suddenly I found myself being bundled into the back of a van, and there was cameras on me, and then they put me into this room. Where were you having a normal day? Uh, just in just in town. Wh- which town? I was living in Tanapa, Nevada. Oh, so you're you're from like America? That's yeah. Can you not tell from my accent? <laughs> Mostly. I mean, we get a lot of American media over here. It's almost normal. We think something's happened with your the state of the reality surrounding you, and maybe it's best that you stay here uh, so we can figure out what, what that is and maybe help you. But in the meantime, we're, we need to just move on to the next room. And, I mean, if you could just take a seat, uh, we'll be right back. And I'm, like, nudging Ian towards the other, other door. Yeah. To the right. I, I will keep my eyes on, on our new friend here for as long as I'm able to. Both, both roll for observation again, as you're sort of staring at this man. And you're 21. Going, uh, that's as best as I can get. That's, that's, okay. that's decent. That was a critical success. So yeah, I'm going to say that uh, both of you managed to skirt your way around this room to the other door and the guy goes, am I free to go? Can I just leave? No. Uh, maybe you should stay. Cause, we, you know, we've got... This is We've the best got a bit of a situation here. This is the sort of thing we deal with. I mean, it won't go well if you leave. You, you, you'll probably need debriefing by... Oh, God. Smedley, um, right? Smedley's got to know what this is. Smedley, um, the American Atomic Military Commission, uh, other things like that. Um, that was you, one of those guys you, in the lab coats. They were prodding me and pressing me earlier. Yeah, they're here yeah. for your, they're for your do, benefit. Yeah. Do, do you remember a loud bang and a... a bright lights any time within like a few hours before you were bundled into that van i do remember something like that do you, do you remember the, the 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 air turning blue and everything tasting like radiation poisoning <laughs> what does that taste like it's kind of irony tinny taste i believe and while he's talking i'm kind of fiddling with the door trying yeah. to do that at the same time we're, we're, we're just forcing our way out the room at this point okay i'm gonna say roll for uh, focus for me both of you 10 16 oh, nice Okay, I'm going to say as you bundle yourselves out the room, uh, you do manage to remember to lock the door behind you. <laughs> and you turn around and immediately the guy has gone back to zombie form and he's banging on the door again. What are we doing with American nuclear quantum things in this basement? Learning from them, hopefully. Because otherwise it's just kidnapping. Moving on. Oh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to ask be the one to ask Brimstone about that one. <laughs> you make your way down the corridor. Uh, you make your way through a set of big, heavy steel doors. You then end up at a door that has no windows on it. Right, got to go through. I, I guess so. This yeah. sounds. We're here. This, this is it. the right direction, right? 
you're 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 getting like a stronger signal from your quantum doohickey that I am assuming you have as a member of IT. Oh, you mean the map I don't know? An earlier? actual member of yes. IT. <laughs> Sure, the absolutely. Map, yeah. <laughs> there is a warning sign on the outside of this room in big letters. It says, warning, four McBeacons active. Well, that's, that's good. That's what we want. Yeah. So I, I don't use magic, and as far as I know, neither do you. So. Well, I, I kind of do, but it's more algorithmic than, you know, the usual kind of evocative magic that, that people might be used to. Uh, but the fact that they're um, they have the beacons activated means we're good. There's nothing. There's not going to be any funny business in there because there, it's all going to be repressed. Yeah, nothing is going to go wrong. No, not at all. And the closer we get, the weirder it's not going to get because of them. Let's go. That's how this works. Yep. You open the door and you walk into this big spherical room. In the center of the room, there is a fridge. Oh no. Oh no! It's the fridge. That object of pain that has claimed many agents in its freezing cold name. But for now we will go to our son of Smedley, whose abusive father has a plan that's deadly. He lives in a cabin far away from the city, but that doesn't stop him from being quite shitty. Uh, knock knock? Here's that. It's your son. Oh god, I How's it going, Dad? Uh, it's fine. Just just working on a project at the minute. W- what are you doing here? So you know how usually uh, when it's Christmas and I have to get you a gift? Yeah. Which you said I'm obligated to do or else you will terminate your ungrateful spawn and replace them with a better one. Absolutely. Well, usually tell me to get the, the really fancy Japanese whiskey. And it turns out when... You ride a skateboard and politely kickflip through the front door of a convenience store and steal a bottle of Japanese uh, whiskey and then apologize while manualing away. You become very known and uh, very prone to being arrested. And I think three times is enough time for me to go to prison. Uh, I got you family counseling for Christmas. I- I'd really like to go together if, if-, if that's okay with you. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Cody, but but where's the whiskey? See, it's like whiskey, but for your emotions, because it helps you to deal with them, except instead of um, talking about the many ways in which you've seen previous iterations of, say, your bastard science son be violently killed, including at your own hands, you uh, end up moving on in life. I think this would be really good for us. I disagree with you. Can you hand me that wrench over there, please? The uh, the four by four. Yeah. What what are we building here? Right now. Uh, so this is my newest project. I have concerns about humanity at the minute. Uh, so I'm building this thing here to uh, deal with it. The last time you had concerns about humanity, you wanted me to get a whole lot of plutonium. It turns out. You can't kickflip into a bunker full of plutonium, Dad. Well, this is your own fault. You shouldn't be using that skateboard. I've told you many times that the skateboard is a waste of time. Put it down. Go get me the wrench. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, what what size wrench do you, do you need? Just bring them all over. It's easier. There's like 30 wrenches on this table. And you have two arms, do you not? 
I did give you two arms, did I not? Sometimes you talk about the four-armed CTAs, and even though they were abominations to God and man, it seems like you wanted them more. Well, honestly, they didn't talk back, did they? They just went and got me my wrenches. That's because one of the arms was where their mouth hole was supposed to be. It was. It was a blissful silence. So, I'm going to show you the versatility of a skateboard by taking these 30 wrenches and putting them on the skateboard and wheeling them across the floor. You see how easy this is? It's like a... It, it's, it's a transportation device. It uh, helps you to skate out of bad situations, like trying to take your dad to therapy. If this is a device that's supposed to help with your concerns about humanity, why does every button on this display look like a synonym for eviscerate. Well, that's literally what it's going to do. What do you mean? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? This machine is going to wipe all of humanity off the face of the earth. I put this last cog into place. That's a, a lot of cogs. That's... And there's rubber band here and a, yep. a rope. Is that a mouse biting on some cheese? Yep. Beautiful, isn't it? Why is there a mouse biting on some cheese in the middle of a... A doomsday machine. Everything is in beautiful order, Cody. Over there, we have the anvil on the rope. Over on the floor over here, seven mouse traps put in perfect order. There's a bunch of marbles mm -hmm. leading to yep. what looks like a wall of dominoes. Indeed. And then a bowling ball positioned above a wine glass. It just... I mean, you used to more efficient doomsday machines than me, Dad. Absolutely, but they, they cut my funding, so I had to steal most of this stuff from the Christmas party. A lot of these were people's uh, gifts. Oh, the you shouldn't have done that. Secret Santa is an important tradition. If we if we break that social contract, what else can we believe in? Believe in me, your god, Cody. See, I was talking to a therapist about that, and she thought that God was a good place to start, but maybe next we could go to parental figure. We, we could start making our way towards friend. Therapists are useless. You're not going to get anything out of them. You wasted your money. You should have got me the whiskey. She said that we are such a unique case. That's This is the best part. Quote, researchers would kill for this opportunity, and we can get our sessions for free. It would technically just be a part of science, and you love science. Cody, you are not a unique case. You are one of many CTAs that I have created in the past. But none of the other CTAs were named Cody or had friends. And maybe I'm, I, I am different and I should be treated differently. I should never have let you go on that mission, Cody. People like me. No, they don't. They tolerate you, just as I tolerate you. There's this bottle of whiskey over here. What, what, is, what, what does this have to do with the machine? It doesn't. Just move it, please. Otherwise, it's going to get in the way of the beam. What beam? Look, look over there. You see that? You see, you see next to the mouse? Yeah. You see the seven lenses? Yes. Yes, that's going to create a beam. That's going to wipe out pretty much everyone on the planet. Why are they connected to a series of tennis rackets? Isn't it obvious, Cody? I've never been too good at this science stuff, Dad. No, you haven't, and that's why you are going to fail. Yeah, just move that, move that drink. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get, get the button ready for it. Okay. All right. This is my Christmas present to the world. Sweet release. So, hear me out. What about the sweet release? of coming to terms with your own relationship with your dad. Aren't you also, like, technically a clone? And maybe you're passing off some of your hostility in the making of your own creation to those that you in turn create. I've, I've, I've heard something called, like, projection? Smedley Prime is a hack. 
Always has been. Has no vision. We could have taken over the world by now, all of us, but we haven't. Why? Because we're working for this stupid company. But you also, like, help a lot of people. Yes, but that's only because we get dental. Honestly, if we didn't have the healthcare, I imagine that we would have taken over the world by now. Oh, they, they cancelled your dental plan again, didn't they? Yes, they did. My tooth really hurts. Dad, every time you make one of these things... You almost always put it away before something bad happens. I'm not saying I, I I never sabotage it, but sometimes, like, I know some science, Dad, and I, I can help, and I altered your designs before. What? Which is why previous machines spewed confetti instead of blazing hellfire meant to cleanse the world from uh, its greatest evil, which was mankind. I see you, you're, you're like me, and I feel like as two clone beings looking for the best direction for life, there's something so much better for us than creating doomsday machines to hurt other people, and the only obstacle between us getting to that point is believing we deserve it in the first place. Don't we deserve to even see ourselves as more than a pox covering the land? Go stand behind the blast shield. I'll stand behind the blast shield. Dead that button. Mm -hmm. uh, you had me move the whiskey a few centimeters to the left, which is usually fine, but for this design, I think that's going to go really badly. You should move it again. It's fine. It's fine. Well, it's been nice knowing you, Cody. Why did you make me? Why did I make you? Because I was bored. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, man. Uh. Uh. Dad? Dad? Why is there a bunch of panels opening up? What's happening? My file... My file safe. Why does it say terminating uh, Cody's? None of you deserve to live. Cody stands up and surveys the scene. Seeing the, the purged vats, uh, the blood, the incredible amounts of mouse traps on the floor. He begins to move around and turn off and unplug various pieces of equipment. It takes a couple of hours, actually, but a couple of hours in. Cody stands in the doorway, looks at the place which has been a source of pain for him for so long, and flicks off the light. I think I'll be taking those um, sessions by myself, Dad. He closes the door on Smedley 478 for the last time and bittersweet yet copyright-free music plays as he walks away and the building begins burning. Not as a part of a failsafe, but as a smoldering cigarette lights the whiskey-soaked couch on fire and things take their inevitable turn. Cody is skating away, uh, not from his problems, but from uh, something that stopped him from exploring and resolving them. God, holy shit! That was really quite deep. Let's hope Cody gets closure from that awful clone creep. Let's move back to deep storage, where a fridge lies in wait. Let's get quantum entangled in a staring stalemate. You know what? I don't care. I'm not interested. I'm gonna leave that fridge alone. See, I've, I've, I've had to spend all my time on social media, dancing around stuff that's either top secret or national security, but slowly becoming a, a public joke that Omen wants to make dank memes about. 
this fridge features in at least 30% of the things I have to joke about and then are rapidly taken down from because various alert levels keep going up whenever I make jokes about this fridge. Do you want to look inside the fridge? No, no, don't, don't touch it. It's a yellowish smeg fridge with a top freezer area and a bottom fridge area and it's just sitting there humming surrounding it there are four thormic suppression beacons can you both roll for observation for me it's suppressed though right the, the fridge is suppressed uh, 20. Uh, not, not, not 20. On the other side of the room, you see behind a control panel a little pointy red hat. Oh. And you hear a jingling sound of bells. Right. I tap Ian on the shoulder and motion for him to circle the opposite direction to me. So, yeah. whichever side, left and right, we're gonna, uh, I'm suggesting that we circle around and, and pincer maneuver kind of thing. That's a bold move. And I'm also remembering that I have the gun now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, also I have this gun. Let's go see. Okay, so I'm going to stealthily as best I can move in the direction of where Jared has pointed out to me where the elf should be. Okay. But I also know vaguely what this entity in the centre of the room is. So I'm going to keep my eyes on it. You're going to keep your eyes on it. Okay, good call. Good call. Okay. Can you both roll for agility to see how this goes? Oh, agility. I will take the average of your scores. <laughs> yeah. This is going to go well. Movement oh, goes. 16. So that's a 1. <laughs> Jared, you managed to sneak around pretty well. Uh, you have the elf in your sights and you're ready to take a shot when suddenly, Ian, you spend so long staring at this fridge that you end up tripping over a wire on the floor that has one of these thormic uh, beacons attached to it and you fall flat on your face. Ow! The elf immediately bolts upright, looks around the room, it sees you both, and it goes, Humans! Fuck you all! Justice for Santa! (laughs) Pull the trigger? You pull the trigger. Roll for for agility for me. Uh, You're going to get a minus two to this because you've lost the element of surprise. Shit. So it's minus two. What's minus four then to this? 17, so 13. Lucky for some. I was going to say, you clip the elf in the shoulder uh, and it spins round. As it spins round, it flicks a switch on the middle of the console and you hear the thormic beacons turn off and the elf starts flying around the room. Well, I don't know the significance of, of that fridge, as it were. You don't. <laughs> although I'm not happy about it. But um, I'm going to take another shot at the uh, elf. Okay, uh, roll for agility for me. That's eight. <laughs> it is flying around the room. You spray the area literally with bullets. Uh, a few of them like ricochet off the roof, but you aren't able to hit it. And it goes flying through the door to the side of this room. The two of you are left alone in the room with the fridge. Uh, Ian, what are you doing? Looking at the fridge. You're looking at the fridge. Okay. What are you going to do, Jared? Well, if Ian's not going to do it, I'm going to go over and flick the switch back. Can you roll observation for me, please, Keith? Uh, Decent-ish, 14. You are able to keep your eyes open staring at this fridge. Uh, The fridge rotates itself towards you as you're staring at it. It's very ominous, and you can feel the air getting quite cold in the room. It has a very malevolent presence to it. It's at this point that, Jared, you walk over and you flick the switch back on. The Thormic beacons turn back on and the fridge starts to warm up again and it goes back to being an ordinary fridge we have an entire color band for dealing with omen alert levels for this thing do we i've never heard this before at all it's it's because when it goes off it's normally murdered an entire floor before it's finally recontained really yeah oh 
Well, then I'm glad that we pressed the button and we're going to move on and never think about this again or talk about it ever again. And I'm going to need some clean pants later. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to take the gun? Because I didn't do too great back there. And also shooting it is really loud. I can try, I guess. Sure. Okay. I too have played Call of Duty, although <laughs> I'm more of a Destiny player, so I'm not sure if I... I'll take the memory, if, the memory stick off in that case. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I get you out the memory stick. We and then I, I, I now wonder what cosmetic paint job I can give to my new AK-47. You swap items, do you want to run after it or do you want to sort of like stealthily follow it? He knows we're here now and every inch we give him is just going to cause any more problems so I guess I'm sprinting after him Okay. and since I've got the gun I'm in front. Okay, you sprint down the hall, Um, can you roll for luck for me? Both of us? Uh, Yes, both of you. I did even worse. (laughs) This is a stat I've got ellipses in. We have four. Oh, I'm so sorry, gentlemen. You run into the server room, and before you realise it, you're hearing uh, what feels like jack-in-the-box music. Oh, no. And as you run into the room, an explosion rips through the server room, and it knocks both of you off your feet. Both of you are, at this point, covered in little bits of razor-sharp, glittery shrapnel. Oh, no, this is never going to wash out. (laughs) It's very painful. Uh, You're both on your last legs at this point, and the door to the quantum computer is open nearby um, and the power in this room is flickering on and off my children my babies my servers very quick question then jared um how dangerous is this thing to fire into a quantum computer uh let's not find out because you you'll never actually get to know okay how many dimensions do you think you can survive in at once because this contains them all are dimensions anything like jobs because i can handle at least three shall we go in I guess so, and I'm going to boot open what's left the door and point a gun towards hopefully a Christmas elf, as opposed to 10,000 Christmas elves all in multiple dimensions at the same time. You crawl across the floor because you're in a bad way. Oh, it's that bad. Oh, okay. Oh, it's that bad. You know, you were right next to an explosion. You make your way into this room and it is dazzlingly beautiful. There's like spiraling colours in every direction and in the middle of the room there's this large computer that is firing out lights in every direction and in front of it you can see multiple versions of the same elf sort of moving around the computer. They occasionally will like jump into one reality and then they will then burst apart again into multiple versions of the elf again. This seems like a bad thing. Yeah, maybe a warning shot? How many of my smartphones survived the explosion? Because they're like all over my person. I imagine one or two of them have taken some serious shrapnel. Yes, they have. I think that's the only reason you survived. Stop piercing any vital organs. Yes. So I'm going to take a, a late model iPhone 5 and hurl it at the elf aiming for its head. Okay, roll for agility. Not great. Considering I've got a minus two, it's, it's it's strictly average for me. Yeah. Okay. You roll. You throw this thing. Can you roll for luck for me? Natural twenty. <laughs> okay. You throw this phone, and your initial throw is pretty lame. It lands on the floor, but as it leaves your hand, every possible conceivable throw that you could have done happens all at once, and quite a lot of them end up hitting the elf. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the elf is just pelted ostensibly to unconsciousness by a hundred iPhone 5s and at least one Blackberry. Well, an infinite amount of iPhone 5s, yes. An infinite amount of iPhone 5s have just hit this elf. And exactly one Blackberry. And also a banana. <laughs> That's impressive. Is there anything else in here? Just the quantum computer, there is um, a control panel in front of it that where the buttons keep moving and changing. Well, I guess I'm going to haul my ass over there and, and plug in the USB. Uh, you go over to the machine. Can you roll for luck for me? This is not going to go well. <laughs> it did not go well. That's a, that's a natural one. You try to plug in the USB, uh, but your hand touches what looks like a power socket. Oh, It was a power socket. It turns into something else, uh, but it was definitely a power socket at the moment you touched it, and you get this horrific electric shock which runs through your body. Oh, God. You fall to the ground and slowly crisp as an infinite amount of le- electricity runs its way through your system. What a way to go. <laughs> what are your final words that will echo throughout eternity? Turn it off and on again. <sighs> Gary? Oh, that's that's not good. Okay, so just just to recap, I have pelted a elf into death or unconsciousness. Which one is it? Uh, I'd say it's probably both dead and alive, depending on where you're looking at it. Oh no. So an infinite number of elves and puzzled with an infinite number of iPhones. Yeah, some of them are dead, some of them are knocked out, some of them are alive, but most of them are lying on the floor. And Jared has taken an infinite amount of volts and an infinite amount of amps at the same time and has refused to be part of the lever and is probably actually now just the eternal buffering symbol. Yeah, he's flickering. Okay. I Well, I've been tasked to turn this thing off and I have no idea what I'm doing, but I assume one reality version of me does and hopefully this is this one's. Okay, roll for luck. Let's see if you can solve this problem. That's another six at least. I'm consistent. I'm going to say you manage to get up to Jared and you pick up the memory stick off the floor, but when you pick it up it turns into a banana. That's less useful. And an elf comes and jumps on top of you. Ah! Roll for strength to fight it off. Oh, these numbers go into red. They do go into red. That's a crit fail. Um, The elf bites your neck um, and it rips out uh, a good chunk of your uh, jugular. Oh, wow. And you're sort of bleeding out now. You put your hand on your neck to keep it on. Uh, you look down and in your hand is the memory stick again. I'm going to, using what's left of my strength, force my way up with the elf. I assume it's like a Christmas elf, so it's only two and a half foot tall. Right? Yeah, no, it's very light. It's surprisingly light on your back. So I'm going to force the elf between me and the console. Yeah. So that it takes all the electric surge. Yeah. And fumble for the USB slots. Okay, How do you, what do you want to roll for this? Uh, I'd say creativity. Yeah, okay, it's creativity. Um, I'm I'm trying to recreate like the end of every science fiction movie from the 80s. Yeah, that's 21. Okay, <laughs> very nice. Uh, you grab this elf off the back of your neck and you flip it over onto the console and you push it against the machine and then you plug in the USB and the elf takes all of the shock. The elf basically frazzles in front of you and starts flickering in a quantum state like Jared was and you're standing there holding your neck as you're starting to lose consciousness from bleeding out and then you turn around and what's there? The fridge is there oh no it looks like the blast from the elf's bomb severed the electricity and the fridge has made its way through all of the doors you left unlocked and into the room and every time that you blink from losing consciousness it gets closer 
and closer. So there's, there's only one thing left for me to do for this one. I'm, I'm going to take the, the one surviving phone I've got left. It's, it's a nice bulletproof, militarized, ruggedized, omen issue cell phone. I'm going to scroll down to Twitter, yep. set up a delayed post for the next few hours, and I'm going to take a selfie with me in the fridge. Roll for creativity. <laughs> nope! What is that? Oh dear. <laughs> What is that key? That's a nope. That's a nope. That's a critical failure. Okay, you hold this camera out to take a selfie. As you're about to press the button, the blood from your hand makes the phone slip out of your hand. A couple of hours later, they find a rather smudged looking image of what looks like a smeg fridge. We, we technically succeeded, and an infinite amount of us technically succeeded too. Very technically succeeded, well done. <laughs> Meanwhile in the quantum computer room, two of you walk out. Of course, at least one of our realities had to survive. That, that was easy. That was surprisingly easy. Yeah. And you're confronted by the fridge, and that's how we're going to end your <laughs> session. <laughs> <laughs> you monster. An unfortunate end in the quantum computer. There's no way to escape from their fridge persecutor. We travel to the warehouse with the crushed unicorn, where an ice cream machine will make them wish they weren't born. I, I was going to use the key to unlock Craig's full potential and harvest his face. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, now you take his face and add its uniqueness to your own. You're with me now, Craig. Is this unicorn still a problem? No, I would say it's not a problem at this point okay. for you. If you were to try and take it on, it will probably kill all of you. Very well. Based on your current track record, even if it was pinned under boxes, I don't think you'd kill it. Uh, so you move forwards and you keep following this glitter trail and you make your way into another room. This room is filled with ice. And in the center of the room, there appears to be what looks like an ice cream machine. Oh, this is my destiny. No, but if you get one, that means you'll be gone. But I must. I simply must. But I'm not ready to say goodbye. Sometimes you just have to let people go, you know? I'm going to very gently set the AK down on the floor, and I'm going to make my way to this ice cream machine. You head towards this ice cream machine. Every moment in your life has led up to this and you pull on the ice cream making machine's lever and nothing happens. Can you roll for observation for me? I got a 22. You immediately see in the corner of the room an elf and he is holding the plug to this ice cream machine. <laughs> I'm gonna run back, pick up the AK and point it at the elf. You better give me what I want or there will be blood. Or else you're gonna jingle all the way. There will be blood tonight and you're all gonna jingle from the rafters. <laughs> justice for Santa. What justice is there in an unplugged ice cream machine? We had the music and everything. It was beautiful and you just ruined the moment. That's the point. I'm trying to ruin the moment for all of you. And I'm gonna kill every single one of you. Well, do you want to talk it out? No. Look, Elf, baby. We can work this one out, okay? Let's 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 do lunch, right? You plug that thing back in. We'll chat. We, I'm, I'm seeing uh, TV specials. I'm seeing your face across London. It's gonna be fantastic. We can make this. You could be the. Have you considered the being the new Santa? We you need a replacement. Why do you work for Santa? You could be Santa. Look out! Look at you. You're a, a very powerful elf. You can unplug and plug things in. Isn't he charming? He's, he's so charming. Yeah. That's true, I haven't thought of it that way. Why, why do you take orders? I suppose I don't really like his top-down management structure. Exactly. You can be, be the face you want to see. Oh, yes. Not do no, 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 face, boy. Hmm. Roll for persuasion, please. Uh, 17. You know what? You might have a point. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Great, great. He plugs the machine back in. Thank you. Okay, yeah, all right. I can do this. Fine. 
and he walks up to all of you and goes, Right, where do we start? Well, first you have to get yourself a, a red suit. Uh, not one in blood, of course. You need one made out of nice red velveteen cake. We, we, we can sort you out something from... Uh... This, this one's covered in blood right now because I've murdered a couple of people, but yeah. That's fair. I suppose. The unicorns are filled with cake. There's a unicorn back there if you just want to have at it. Really? Yeah. It's under some boxes right now, but it's still good. It's still good. Honestly, you'd have to be so incompetent not to be able to destroy it at this point. <laughs> it, is it dead? Pretty much. Technically, no. Uh, in the classical sense of being dead, no, but, uh, you know, for for insurance purposes, sure. Like it doesn't even have its horn, it's basically just a horse. Yeah, I, I think technically it's a different type of creature now. Okay, yeah, no, I can deal with that, sure, alright. Yeah. And it runs off into the other room. A couple of minutes later, you hear a horse sound and a <laughs> scream. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was dead! Technically, ah! That's showbiz, baby. Should we have a funeral? We're running out of people to have funerals with. Uh, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to celebrate uh, almost new Santa. He was almost new and almost Santa, and he could plug things in and uh, take them out of the plug. He was an elf. Yes. The ice cream machine was to life. I shed a singular tear. Do you wish to fulfill your destiny? I'm going to try to. I hope it's his favorite flavor. You float towards the ice cream machine. You pull down on the lever. Can everyone roll for luck for me, please? Oof, 18. I got a nine. Three. <sighs> Face boy. <laughs> As he pulls on this lever, you start to feel really weak. Oh no! This isn't an ice cream machine. It's a life scream machine. It uses life to create delectable frozen treats. Then it will be all the more delicious. The ice cream continues to flow. Can I, uh pull out a beautiful deck of just pristine uno cards yes and i want to look at it and just maliciously look at this ice cream machine and place <laughs> shakily down a reverse uno card while focusing <laughs> on my faces <laughs> okay go for it roll for focus 11 okay i'm gonna roll for the ice cream machine best sentence in history <laughs> No! <laughs> um, roll for luck. Why can't I do luck? <laughs> Not a one! The cold is overwhelming you. It's so cold! Hold me, marketing boy! Uh, I, I would, but uh, you're a little slimy and these are chinos. <laughs> then I must use the last of my energy to have one last, one last conversation. And I'll shift the Rubik's Cube gooey form of myself so that the face of my father is is once more at the front. Yes. Face boy, you are truly perfect. You are my son. I love you. And then I, I let go. You do a very good smedley. I've been trying for like a week. <laughs> yeah, it's all in the, uh, it's all in the uh, throat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, face boy passes out and falls to the floor dead. And I'll go back to Dick McPrick, who is liberally pouring out ice cream everywhere. And you feel a sense of completion in your life. Finally, I can finally move on from this dreadful world. Steve, it's up to you now. We've got this, don't worry. Make sure you pick up that AK and turn the safety on unless it's pointed at an enemy. Farewell. Pleasure doing business with you, my friend. And Steve, you watch as uh, he floats off into the sky and disappears into a cloud of magical particles. It's quite beautiful. 
So I'm now essentially left on my own with a few corpses. Yes, you're on your own in this area with a few corpses. But then you hear a clucking sound behind you. Okay. <laughs> Steve Marketing will pick up the AK. Consider doing a brief eulogy for everyone who's just died. And look, look at the clucking instead and sort of assess the situation first. Roll for observation for me. That's a big two. That's lucky. That's very lucky. <laughs> you still don't know what this thing is. Uh, it can wait, it can wait. Uh, we are gathered on our own today to uh, celebrate the lives or deaths or existences thereof of uh, Faceboy the Puppy Son and uh, Jake the Ghost who had a penchant for ice cream. It was a, a great time spent with them. They were, they were great guys, great, great guys. Um, and uh, I'm sure by someone they'll be sorely missed. Um, who knows? Uh, it's, just, it's a shame they couldn't become part of uh, the Web Eternal. Uh, they'd have been great candidates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell was the clocking? <laughs> you turn around. Yeah. <laughs> you turn around and uh, you look down and there is a chicken on the floor. Oh, that's kind of careless. Just leave a chicken on the floor in a place like this. He absolutely picks it up. You pick it up and you look it in the eye and you start to feel your legs solidify. This is an uh, unfortunate turn for us. Wait, I've got this. And he sort of tries to strike uh, an interesting pose as he feels it kind of creep up his legs. Yeah, you do an all right pose. What kind of pose do you want to do? What, what kind of pose do you want to do with your legs solidified already? So are we sort of up to the legs already in place? So his legs are already planted? I'd say, yeah, at least, you're, at least up to your knees. Okay, yeah. Are his legs frozen to the floor? Are they like stably locked? No, no, they're not. Ah, okay. Because if they were, you're going to do the full recline, lean back, and make it look like an impossible balance. You can try it. Yeah, screw it. Okay, he'll try. Sort of lean back steadily with the chicken still in his arms um, and sort of go beyond the point of his knees where they would bend normally. All right, roll for luck. Oh, no. (laughs) You lean back, and the combined weight of you and the chicken sends you tumbling backwards. And as you fall to the floor, you begin to fully solidify. What are your final words, Steve, from accounting? Update my Facebook page. (laughs) And you hit the ground and you smash into a million pieces. Cluck, cluck, went the chicken. A cockatrice stare froze Steve from accounting. He did not have a prayer. We return to the Zeke and their merry crew as they learned touching assets was a bad thing to do. You will enter this next room. In this room, there is what looks like a sort of, like a like a big glass panel. And behind that, there's a bunch of like equipment for taking readings of a thing. And in the center of the room, there is what looks like a Jenga tower. Several of the pieces of the Jenga tower have fallen off of the top. And next to it is one of the elves' arms. Oh. <laughs> Any sign of the rest of him? No sign of the rest of him. There is a puddle of blood that goes through into the door next to it. Can I pick up the arm and I want to use it for high fives? <laughs> Go for it. Grab the arm. <laughs> you, you pick up the arm. Uh, the arm has been severed. The, the arm is severed weirdly. It's just sort of, there's no like blood or anything. It's just sort of like perfectly removed. It's really strange. Like there's no wound or anything. It's like perfectly closed up on the other side. It's very strange. That's unsettling. Chad, are you going to be okay? Uh, I, I know there's sharp glitter in my eyes, but you look different. I think I just need a little... I just need a minute to, to hang ten over here, man. Just give me a sec. And I just like kind of like lean against the wall, holding my growing stomach. <laughs> the preservatives that they put in food these days, children are growing at incredible rates. 
Oh my god. Does he come with me? Let's go check out this other room. You, you guys sit for a second and pull out. As you walk towards the door, the doors slam shut around you. Uh-oh. And you hear an alarm, and the alarm says, Warning. Warning. Chamber integrity compromised. Unknown entity detected. Please contain the asset. I better go take a look at that door. <laughs> All right. Is there an asset? Does anyone see an asset? This food upset my stomach. I think I'm going to have something no. coming out my asset here in a second. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> you just had to. You just Good had to. Do I, is there a is there a soda vent like a vending machine anywhere like a soda machine? <laughs> what? Why would there be? He wants to buy him a sprite. I think we're locked in a room to contain a monster. There was definitely some sprite in the room with the food table, but there is not in this room, unfortunately. <laughs> and you're all trapped in here right now, whilst the asset is still not in containment. We'll have to double back, young man. What is the means of containment in this room? The only thing you can see in this room is the Jenga tower that is slightly uh, knocked over. Oh, well, I'll just put this piece right back where it needs to be. Roll for agility. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's a seven. Seven. Uh, as you <laughs> try to place the pieces back together, you end up accidentally knocking a couple more pieces over. About our fingers. Um, and one of your arms falls off. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> That's oh, okay. It happens all the time. It doesn't hurt. It just falls off. Wipeout, man. Could anyone uh, give me a hand? Put, <laughs> put the elf arm on where his we'll arm... just <laughs> slap the elf arm on you. Just spit on it a little bit and then try to stick it to your side. It's like, it's a clean cut on my body too and mm -hmm. the arm. It's just... It is clean. There's off. no there's no wound. Yeah. It's really weird. It's gone. It, it, it's like it's just been removed. It's, it, it's really weird. It's like a, it's like a piece of like a, a, a Lego man. It's gone. <laughs> Carl, do you have some super glue Kid. in that, that bag of yours? Oh, yeah, he has duct tape. I have some duct tape. Oh yeah, let's give me, tape this. Give me one I've, minute, my I've, friend. I've got I've got plenty of arms. Really, that's not the situation at hand. Should Carl we... duct tapes the elf arm onto his onto his <laughs> arms. I mean, my arm's right there, but the okay. elf arm hangs limp against your shoulder. <laughs> and slaps against your carapace. Well, that's unsettling. Could have done without that imagery. Okay, somebody else try to put this Jenga puzzle. Can I roll an observation to see if I see like a vent somewhere? Like a AC vent or air duct? Sure, go for it. It is a nine. You see no air duct in this room. I'm gonna say at this moment, you're sitting down at the minute, aren't you, Chad? Yes, We're kind of leaning against the wall, kind of half sitting up standing. You hear a whisper in your ear and the whisper goes, you, you have been chosen. chosen. Oh no. Uh, I'm not really feeling up for being chosen for anything. I kind of ate some bad gravy, man. <laughs> you have been chosen. And as you are sitting there, you notice on the other side of the room, a sort of shadowy figure appears to be manifesting itself in the corner of the room. Uh, guys? Ah, oh, there appears to be a, an entrance in the corner there. Excuse me, sir. Is it just him that can see it? No, 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 everyone else can see it. Everyone else can see this shadowy figure. Oh. It's, like, way taller than a normal man, and it has very long, elongated arms and legs. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you, mi do you mind helping us make our way out of this room? I need to get my young friend here a carbonated beverage. <laughs> 
he has, has been, been chosen. chosen. Oh, God. Oh, you're with Royal Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He, he has, has been, been chosen. chosen. Can I can I fly my stinger into this guy? Can I just, like, charge him? Sure, go for it. Have fun. My my mouth, my mouth knows. Oh, God. Go mouth knows him. What is that? I would say probably agility. Oh, I'd mouth hold him hard. Well, you would mouth hold him hard if um, there was anything physical to mouth hold him with. <laughs> so you, you fly through him, getting ready to mouth hold him, and you go straight through him, but you are lucky enough to be fast enough not to go straight into the wall and break your mouth hold on the wall <laughs> behind him. And this figure begins to walk across the room towards Chad. Look, bro, the only thing I want to be chosen for is Dawn Patrol tomorrow morning, all right? You have been chosen. Chosen for what, man? Like, quit What? You just keep saying that. It doesn't mean anything. I don't know what you're doing. I don't feel good, man. I don't feel good to be chosen for anything. The entity reaches out and a hand, and it tries to grab you. I'm going to say roll for agility to get out of this, but you take a minus three because you're slowly gaining weight. It's a seven. I think we might be seeing our first death. Oh, no. <laughs> Chad, you are lifted up off the ground by this entity with surprising ease considering how large you're getting. It starts to suck out your soul. Do you have any last words before it removes your soul and takes you away? Uh, uh, this is totally not tubular. <laughs> <laughs> And then Chad's body drops to the floor in the corner of the room, and the entity just disappears with a poof. Chad! <laughs> Looks like my luck has run out. They really take the holiday packages seriously. Okay, we need to get out of this room. At that moment, the doors reopen. Oh, well, there we go. Perfect. Thanks, Chad. Chad was my best friend. If they call back, you can mock me down for an inside room. A cabin. <laughs> well, come back for Chad. The Zeke, let's go. We gotta find this out. <laughs> can Carl please roll for focus again, please? Oh no. That's a six. That's a six. I think we might be seeing our next death very, very shortly. <laughs> oh no. Uh, two of you make your way through the door pretty easily. Unfortunately, Carl, you find yourself trapped in the door. Can you roll for strength again to see if you can get through? It's a 14. You manage to push your way through, but you are getting increasingly large by the second, and you are feeling increasingly hungry. I'm going to get a Sprite. <laughs> are you going back through into the other room? Yes. <laughs> you turn back around. Uh, is anyone going to stop him? No, it looks like it's up to you and me, the it's Zeke. Zeke and Skeet show now. I hate that. Deborah told me my eating habits would get me into a load of trouble. <laughs> See you at the top, Carl. You get back into the room, Carl, um, and you squeeze through both the doors, and you eat, and you eat, until you suddenly feel like you're about to pop. <laughs> Tell Deborah, I won't be home for supper. Oh no. Ugh. You explode. You hear it from the other room. It's not pleasant. I'm sure it was just party balloons. <laughs> Let's go, the Zeke. You go down a corridor and you end up in a large cavernous area. In this area, there is a big cylinder in the center. Inside that is what appears to be the brightest light you have ever seen. It's beautiful. Oh no. Can you please roll a focus? For me, Skeeter Marsh. I think it's just an auto fail. No. That is a quick success. Resist. You resist. <laughs> I'll hold him down if I have to. <laughs> Must resist, beautiful light. You're initially drawn towards it, but luckily Zeke is able to hold you back and you snap out of it. It, it, it is still there, though, taunting you with its bright 
magnificence. Below it, there stands the elf. The elf is sort of holding itself over a control panel right now, and it's trying to press buttons, but it's very weak and low on blood. I'm gonna shoot him. You think you can trick me with a bright light? You're a mosquito! You're a giant mosquito! Should I shoot him or the light? I don't know. Well, I've got your other arm, and I shake my side so it waves. I high-five it. That's incredibly rude! That's my arm! How dare you! Do you want to try and shoot it? Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> a nine. That was a nine. You spray the room with bullets um, and some of them hit the control panel, none of them hit the elf, and some of them hit the large cylinder in the middle. And the bullets make little crack marks in the cylinder and the cylinder begins to shake and the glass is starting to crack around it. The elf begins to make his way to cover on the other side of the room. I want a mouth hole stab him real bad. Uh, roll for agility. Yeah, my last will here is just going to be to stab the self with my nose. Not so bad. Nice. Very nice. Okay, you fly over to the other side of the room. How do you do this? What do you do? It's just full speed, arms back with his arm duct taped to me, flailing in the wind as I fly, just ramming my mosquito nose right through his heart, elf heart. You, you, you're a mosquito. You shouldn't be able to kill me. You're a bug. I should have killed you. <laughs> and you're sort of like now flying triumphantly in the air. I'm gonna um, drink all that blood too. Just... Oh yeah, mm. it's like a tetra pack. You feast upon it. Can you roll luck for me again? Mm -hmm. Let's see how sweet this blood is. A little sweeter than last time, I think. Oh yes, it's far sweeter. The the taste of revenge <laughs> is, is is glorious. <laughs> in fact, in those last few moments, that 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 little bit of elf blood you've taken uh, revitalizes the elf arm that is attached to you. <laughs> You're able to use it for a short while. It's at this moment that the glass explodes. <laughs> And it sends shards flying out in every direction. Oh, no. You both roll fragility for me. It's not great. Thirteen. Seven. Not great. Zeke. Oh, no. Unfortunately, a large slab of glass goes straight through your center, bisecting you <laughs> in a very similar and almost poetic fashion to that of the guy you maimed when you were playing football. <laughs> The Zeke, no! Zeke, what do you do with your last moments as you sort of lay there on the ground next to your legs? <laughs> next to my legs. Hand off the ball to me. I'll get it out of here. Skeet, take it, and I throw the game ball to him. I'm going to say you catch the game ball and you start to fly out and you start making your way back through the facility um, as this energy being inside the cylinder starts to sort of consume this area. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And you're, you get almost to the elevator when you die of old age. A <laughs> <laughs> oh, life well lived. And I spike that football before I die. <laughs> oh, that was poetic. What a waste of a doctor. He died of old age, but this death did not quell my eternal rage. We now go to the library. There's a big Christmas tree and some big evil books that now yearn to be free. You hear on your radio, Nice work with the elf. I think there's another one in the library. If you want to, like, Go through a wall or something? Mm -hmm. That might be pretty cool. You can do that, Chana. <laughs> Don't say that so loud. You put a put a lot of pressure on me. I get I get really nervous. Sorry. Uh, you, okay, that's fine. Don't worry. If I get really nervous, I can't face. <sighs> okay. Sorry. Over. If you if you want to do it, you can, but no pressure. It's fine. Don't worry. Bye. 
Okay. Mm, yeah. No. I think I should. It's, it's probably probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Not not a not a bad idea. The 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 phasing thing. Yeah. Maybe. You know. The the two of you should make sure this uh this room is uh fairly clean because they're they're you know they're gonna take it out of our paycheck. Maybe you could just like keep an eye on things over there while they phase. Sure. Do you want the gun? Or yes, yes. Okay, here you go. Definitely, the gun will definitely phase with me. <laughs> I take the gun as quickly as I can. Like I don't even wait for her to finish. Like do you? Like by the time she's like, do you want the gun? I'm like scrambling for it. Like please, Shanna, you are walking towards the entrance to the grand library. Uh, what do you want to do? Are there doors between me and the library? The doors appear to be open. Uh, the library is like a sort of big circular room with a big eye in the middle, and there's just curved bookshelves all around it thank fuck um, uh, the back of the room there is the forbidden section yeah so i don't have to like open a door that's that's no. good roll for observation for me gladly uh, 11 you see the christmas tree in the middle of the room rustle slightly so it's a circular room right there's a circular room with like shelves of bookcases yeah yeah I, I mean it is a library that makes sense yes obviously yeah. <laughs> i know we're, i know everything's getting pretty digital these days but i assumed there would still be books in the library oh no it's old school as hell no it's very old school like so many books hard to upload uh, arcane documents to the cloud dangerous to upload arcane documents to the cloud yeah probably best thing would just be to like be behind like a shelf and then like try and fire and then try to like move over to another shelf as quickly as possible without getting caught because the gunfire is obviously going to draw attention where i've fired it from okay roll fragility for me we'll see how this goes luck be a lady <laughs> 15 15 okay yeah no i'm gonna say that this works you, you fire your gun at uh, where the sound's coming from yeah the christmas tree oh and the christmas tree begins to shake and shudder as you run across the room and you watch as the christmas tree begins to grow it grows these big sort of wooden arms and wooden legs and it starts moving around the room in front of it the leaves open up and there is the face of an elf inside who did that who shot me and there's now this big sort of Christmas tree mecca thing in the room with you. Oh, no. <laughs> Amazing. The other two have heard this, by the way. Do you think we should go check out her or? No, I think we're okay right here. I mean, I think I heard an elf in there too. Should we just... We don't have the gun. I mean, you two raise a good point. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Prove a distraction. <laughs> I mean, I the last time I talked to somebody, it worked out real well for me. Do you want to go talk to someone we just shot at? Well, we did shoot. We don't have the gun. You're right. Go for it, Natlad. All right, Natlad's just gonna, uh, you know, being a little on guard, we'll hover about two feet in the air and, and fly on in. Just go, hello there. Is everything okay? Who are you? Oh, are I... you the one who shot me? No, I don't have a gun. That's true. You definitely <laughs> don't have a gun, so you can't have been the one who shot me. Nope. What are you doing here? Well, I do work here. Uh, first of all, uh, we were having a company Christmas party, so that's why I was here today at this hour. Uh, we did get called down here to deal with a little, uh, issue we are having here in the library, which I do believe you may be the unfortunate cause of, but I'd love to discuss possible options with you about how we can settle this agreeably. Fuck you! Justice for Santa! And it's gonna swing at you. <laughs> can you roll fragility for me? Sure. Amazing. That's a 16, baby! You fly out of the way as it smashes its hand down and a bookshelf falls over backwards and spills books out all over the floor. Can I try and fire at it before it kills that lad? 
Yes, you can. I really, really don't want to see a co-worker die today. Yes, you can. Yes, you roll agility. 21. Very nice. Uh, yeah, you shoot through uh, one of the legs of this mecha. It falls over backwards and smashes through the gates to the forbidden section. Oh, no. And is now mm. trying to get back up. Natlad, are you alive? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I it gotta miss me. Did a little woof. <laughs> You're sitting on top of one of the shelves. Yeah, no doubt. You know, actually, that lad floats down, starts filing. You know, trying to push the bookshelf back up and starts trying to file the books back where they're supposed to go. All in a day's work. What is Trin doing? She just sort of like peeks her head in. It's it's very like Scooby Doo in the sense of it's literally just her head, and she goes, <laughs> "Is everyone alive still?" Yes, I'm still alive. I'm gonna kill all of you. Oh, you have. I'll be out here if you need me. And then I just continue to wait right outside. We definitely need you. What am I gonna do? Distract. I mean, I'm busy filing away these books. If you want to do that, then I could take care of the distraction, and then we'll we'll get all the work done okay. that we need to. That sounds good. I'll come file books. I go and hide behind a bookcase. Yeah, to be fair, Nat can actually fly, so maybe a slightly better distraction. The tree mecha is now sort of starting to get back up again. It's sort of on its knee, uh, and it turns to you, and it points one of its sort of arms out, and the arm starts firing pine needles at you. (laughs) Can everyone roll fragility for me? Those things can hurt. 20. I got an 11. Nice. I got a 2. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I think that might be our first death. All right. You shouldn't have come in the room. I tried not to. Trin, you get peppered by razor-sharp pine needles, and you're sort of pinned against the wall, and the Christmas tree then throws out a bauble, and it lands at your feet, and it's ticking. This is a weird ornament. You explode. That ends Trin. There are bits of Trin everywhere now. Oh, God. Shauna and Nat, like, what are you doing? Thinking about how little paycheck I'm about to get if I live through this. Um. Nat Lad whips around, stares the tree mech straight in his elf face. <laughs> now you listen here, young elf. That was my friend, and I don't take lightly to my- I'm 407! Okay, let me start over. (laughs) Sorry. Now you listen here, you old elf. That was my friend, and I don't take kindly to the likes of you doing away with the likes of her. While uh, Nat is talking, I want to, like, try and fire while the Christmas tree Mecca is distracted, or the elf is. I feel like we have to do something. Roll fragility. This is a good distraction. This is a good distraction. 21. Wow. Jeez. I, I okay, put yeah, all no, my you... points into agility, basically. Yeah, you fire your gun at this mecha and you pepper it um, as it's looking at Natlad. And the elf shudders inside and goes, Oh no! What? You distracted me with a monologue! Oh! And then it dies on the floor. I have a gun now. Ho, ho, ho. It is lying there at the minute, but from behind it floats a book. From the forbidden section? From the forbidden section, yes. Uh... Well, that's not in its proper place. I should go reshelf that. Nadlad's going to go pick up the book. Nadlad, don't forget to check the deadly decimal number. You pick up the book. Can you roll for observation for me? That's a one. (laughs) You pick up the book. You turn it to you and you look on the spine and it says in big numbers, 133.410. Okay, well now I know where to file it. You look at the book and the book whispers to you, Open me, Natlad. 
Read me. I can teach you the secrets of the void. I mean, if you insist. <laughs> Oh, the book. oh no! You open the book, and the entire room is filled with these eldritch tentacles, and they grab you both and pull you into the book. And as you are being pulled into the book, what are your final words? <sighs> oh, another new friend! How lovely! Merry fucking Christmas! And then you get pulled into the book, and the book shuts, and it floats back into the forbidden section. <laughs> If you see a ten, it's already too late. That old floating book, it's had sealed their fate. Over in aquatics, a man and his broom tried to drain out the building, but it meant certain doom. You make your way to the end of this hall, and there is the pressure release valve to let the water down into the sumps below deep storage. It's going to go up to the uh, valve, and it's going to start like heaving it to, to open it. Sure. Uh, roll for strength for me. I'm going to keep an eye out for elves while he's doing that. Oh, nine for strength. It takes you some time uh, to do this. Uh, you manage to open it eventually, and the water starts to drain from this area. I'm going to get you to roll for agility for me. Oh, I tell you what, I needed an assistant, I do. That's 12 for agility. As you turn this thing and the water starts draining, the elf hears you uh, and it sneaks over on the gangplanks above and it fires its glitter cannon at you. And a couple of shards of glitter get stuck in your arm. What? It's like razor sharp multicolored glitter. Hey, you. We had an agreement we did. You don't cause any more miss and I don't shoot you. You're cleaning up my mess. I told you. Go cause mess on a different floor. There's plenty of other people in the building that can deal with you. I just want to get home. Derek, we should we should take this stupid creature down. What are you... God, we, should, we, should, we should shoot it with the 47th AK. Uh, so what's the elf doing? Is it just like leering at him from the ceiling? It's leering at him from these gangplanks above, yeah. Tell you what, I've had enough of you. Either you go find a different floor to cause mess on, or I'll get rid of you myself. Never! This is my job! This is my room! I'm causing a mess in here! He's gonna start swatting him with Zero. Derek, we You have the gun! You Zero's gonna blast it <laughs> while Derek's just tapping around. Roll for focus. Never knew you had it in you. Okay, you don't have it in you. <laughs> You blast this elf with your magical skills. Uh, it's quite a powerful blast. Uh, you manage to dislodge a chunk of the feeding platform above and it falls down into one of the nearby tanks. But the elf itself is still flying there and it's going to try and fire at you again. Roll for agility. Uh, who, both of us? Uh, I would say, well, I, I guess it's probably you because you're holding. This is a, a proxy war between uh, <laughs> Zeromir, the, the, the world angriest broom, and... Uh, the world's angriest elf, apparently. That's 12 for agility. Uh, hold me back, Derek. Hold me back. I'm going to show this elf a thing or two. Oh, what trouble you got us into now. Now he's going to try and start a fight with us. We're going to have to deal with him. He fires his glitter cannon again. And as you jump out of the way, you get hit in the leg Oof. with this glitter. It's going to impair your walking a little bit. And it flies off down the feeding platforms. Oh, you know what? You're right. I've had enough of this bugger. Come here, Zero. We're going to go teach him a lesson. Yes, finally. He'll probably see if he can climb up the gangplank to get on the same level as them because he's fed up with it popping up ahead of him. Okay, yeah, you you um find the stairs up. Uh, they're like the you know that's that that corrugated mm. steel yeah. kind of stairs, and you make your way up onto these platforms. These platforms are quite health and safety conscious. Like there's big fences along them, so you can't fall in. Mm. And you make your way down this platform. Uh, can you offer observation for me? It's twenty-two 
for observation. Okay, I got 18. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Okay, yeah, you, you are uh, like Ripley in Alien, very much like making your way down this metal corridor with your gun out. That makes only the beeper. The, the, the <laughs> you don't have a tracking thing, but if you did have a tracking thing, you would be using it to its fullest. You eventually spot this elf. Uh, the elf is currently trying to prize open a large tank that seems to be filled with these glowing balls. Derek's going to shoulder the, the the rifle and he's going to try and shoot it. Yeah, Derek's going to blast it as well. All right, roll for agility and then roll for focus. That's for 13 last. for agility and 18 for focus. That's uh, 3 for agility and 22 for focus. Okay, I kind of like this idea that you imbue the power of the bullets and you fire them at this elf. However, um, because of your bad roll in agility, you end up shooting this elf. Uh, the elf goes flying off of the gangplank and down into the water nearby. But some of your bullets hit the tank. Oh, look at that. Now we've caused more mess. It's going to be a never-ending job, this. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We're finally won in glorious battle, Derek. You and I. And next we will take over this entire... Well, maybe not the facility, per se. I quite like these people. But you know the Sainsbury's up the street? They're going to get it. <laughs> well, that's a good point, though. I need to stop off on that Sainsbury's on the way back. Yeah, stop off. And that Barbara who works there, the one that gave you the stink eye, she will learn our wrath. I uh, don't care for her, I don't. No, no. All the rudeness, you know. Always chewing gum. That looks gives me when I haven't got my plastic bag and I have to buy one, you know. I think it was the scum of the earth where she looks at it. He's like hobbling his hobbling his way towards the uh, the tank to survey the damage that's been caused to it. And they keep playing that Mariah Carey song. It's, uh, it's driving me mad. Oh, I can't deal with that, you know. I'd rather just listen to some last talk radio, you know. Oh. The tank cracks open as you get closer to it. Oh no! Bugger it all. And the water spills out and you can now finally see what these things are. They appear to be these weird sort of floating jellyfish that seem to be suspended there even though the water has all sloshed out over the floor. Um, and the jellyfish start to move out of the tank. Oh no you don't. You'll get back in there. Enough trouble to deal with elves and glitter cannons and water everywhere without you lot. As how big's the hole in the tank that's been caused? Is it? The hole in the tank is a sort of, it's probably like a um, twice the size of a football and these jellyfish are floating out of it. Uh, he, he's going to see if he can uh, like string some duct tape across the uh, the hole before any of them are floated out. You start duct taping. Can you roll for observation for me? It's 14 for observation. And seven. It's better to roll low on this one. Oh, good. Honestly. <laughs> Derek, you start filling in this uh, crack in the uh, tank and you look into the tank. These jellyfish are hypnotically beautiful. Oh, I. I've never seen anything like that before. Look at that, A0. Yeah, they're, they're fine, I guess. They're very pretty for a fish. Can we get on with it? I, 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 let's duck this thing up. Let's go and take out some of those elves. I hold on. I'm going to take a photo of them, you know. I'll show my niece later. He's going to get the the phone out and he's going to try and take a photo of these jellyfish. Make sure you don't put the flash on, all right? You know what happens when he leaves the flash on. <laughs> he leaves the flash on. Roll for creativity for me. Just a 20 for creativity. Yeah, you take a beautiful photo of these jellyfish. The flash goes off and the jellyfish sort of hum to it. Probably you know what? I think I could send that into the local newspaper. They'd love a photo like that. They've got that uh, that monthly photo competition, you know, find something interesting, send it in. I could get my name in the paper font. And then one of them comes out and it touches you on the forehead. Derek's mind goes almost completely blank. Derek? Derek? Derek! What are you going to do? Uh, Zomir possesses Derek um, to power his body, just to walk out. Really? Yeah, I mean, if, if Derek's gone, then Zermi has to find new host. Roll for focus for me. Let's see okay. how this possession goes. 
14. Disrespect to my corpse like that. Yeah, uh, you managed to possess Derek, and now you are flesh and blood once more. Ah, well, it wasn't the way I wanted it, but finally, I have the ancestor of my enemy in my grasp, and oh god, he really does not look after himself. This is... Ugh. Derek's hurt his leg and everything else. He's going to try and drag himself out. But I guess he's not going to get too far because he's not used to being a human. He hasn't been one for ages. You wander down this gangplank. You're sort of trying really hard to stand up properly. And you get to the end of the gangplank and you find that there are a couple of other sirens at the end of the gangplank looking at you very angrily. (laughs) Zeromir slash Derek sighs says, well, there's better ways to go, at least. And as he walks towards the sirens, I think he just says, Do I ever tell you about the time I was with a siren? It was thousands of years ago. Marvellous creatures. I'll die as I lived once. <laughs> <laughs> Underneath a <the> siren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Underneath a <the> siren. Mm. <laughs> Turns out if you mess with a siren, their pack will come hunt you down and then rip out your back. Deep down in the fungus is where we now go. We're deep in a family. A bunch of spores grow. You make your way to the black mold area, and there's this just giant black slime mold that seems to stretch on for as far as the eye can see. Can I put a mask on? You can try and make a mask, I guess. Yeah, like I pull my shirt over my nose and mouth. Sure. Yeah, no, you, you go for it. Roll for observation for me. 14. When you lift your shirt up, you, you, you notice that you feel a little bit rubbery. Like my bones are gone? No, no. Like mushroomy. A little bit mushroomy. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I didn't dress for this. You've been traveling for several hours by this point, uh, and the mushroom people point out a fire on the horizon. Can I, we take a potty break? I'm tired. I've been complaining the whole time. You're nine. <laughs> As Floyd knows, the time inside these kind of pocket dimensions can travel a lot quicker than they are outside. So it may have only been five minutes has passed. Should we keep going or can we camp for the night? I, I think our best bet is to burn this whole place down. I like that idea. I'm not sure how flammable the, these mushrooms are, though. Floyd, Floyd, um, Floyd. Not, in, I, not can, in front of the salami. Can I get a volunteer? Yeah. Of course. No, no, son. We need one of the mushroom people to see how well they burn. Oh. One of them looks at you and sort of shrugs and wobbles over to you. <laughs> I love being a priest. The hut needs you to do this. You need to make this sacrifice for our cause. <laughs> I will do whatever is needed for the glory of the hut. Burn him! So I would like to use my fine pen from my pocket protector and my glasses and Jimmy rig some sort of fire device with my creativity. Sure. Mm. How is the sun in here? There is is a sun in here, but it's blocked by a lot of the spores in the sky. Uh, That's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. Yeah, you build something that can basically focus the little sun that there is to create a small fire. Does he smell like cooking mushrooms? Oh, he smells delicious right now. (laughs) He's looking at you and like going, this tickles. Well, worst case scenario, we can eat your leg. What are you doing? At least he's not in pain. What is, what is happening right now? This is a strange sensation. Just go with it. And slowly but surely, he starts to ignite. I keep eye contact with him the whole time. Oh, this this doesn't feel right. I don't like this. Helda thinks to herself, this is why, moments like this, this is why she married Floyd. <laughs> when you can't control it anymore, run into the deepest part of the forest and you will go out, I promise. It then runs off towards where the smoke is coming from and it goes, for the glory of the hut, for the glory of the hut, for the glory of the hut, for the glory of the hut. <laughs> I look at the children and I say, this is good management, children. Do you leave a trail of fire through the uh, black mold? Uh, yes, it does. The black mold retreats as he runs through it, leaving a path for you. Let's follow him. For the glory of the hut. 
How many mushroom people we got left? We had a whole army, didn't we? Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> a whole army. It's an army, man. It's an hey, army. Dude. Three mushroom people is an army. We burned our one. Okay. This might be limited resources. You've lost a third of your army so far. You're not the great greatest tacticians, but you have met. You have managed to make a way through the black mass. Remember, children, the real prize is Alf. Eyes on the Alf. Oh yeah. Keeps the focus. I feel like my skin is weird. Will you look at this, mom? Hmm. You're looking a little less purple today. I'm a little concerned. Does she normally look purple? I don't think I'm purple. Concerned by this, Helga just goes to a notebook and makes a note. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You make your way through the path that the burning mushroom made, um, and you make your way to where the smoke plume is, and you see in a clearing the elf is there. It seems to have bound its wounds. And it is actually eating from the mushroom man who fell over on the floor nearby. The moment Max has a clear shot, he's taking it. Okay, roll fragility for me. Oh, that's a nine. Most of these bullets end up impacting into the now burnt mushroom man. As Max fires, he yells, pow, 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 pow. Absolutely. This mushroom man goes thunk, thunk, thunk as bullets hit it. And the elf then uses it as cover and it's going to fire back at you. Oh, shit. It pulls out uh, what looks like an RPG. <laughs> Everybody duck. Everyone roll fragility for me. This elf is strapped. Oh, that's a net 20. Uh, 24 total. Okay, I need to quit using that dice because that's the third time I've rolled a 20. Well, as I don't think you know how the game works. I rolled a 5. <laughs> okay. 20 is the good number. I know, but it might be pushing the luck. I got zero. Max, you're able to save your sisters if you want. Which which ones? Uh, you can choose one. <laughs> uh, he he dives on Sandy. <laughs> oh, and no. saves, the, saves the younger sister. Bad choice, Max. Bad choice. Karen, you, you find yourself uh, blown off your feet Oof. and you fall into the black slime nearby. No! And you watch as this black slime consumes you. What are your final words? God, forgive me! <laughs> you find yourself consumed by this slime and your consciousness is added to the collective of the black slime mold. Oh no, I don't go to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> you have a real crisis of faith. You're part of this slime mold now and the rest of you are now on the floor. I guess most of you no have noticed that um, Karen went headfirst into this slime mold. Uh, <laughs> and no. the rest of you uh, are sort of like a little bit shell-shocked, but you're okay. I don't feel okay. Floyd, are you going to let the black sludge take out all this child without a response? Save Karen! I think we've gone past that point, Helda. I tried to get the grenade. Yeah, your she's child gone. Is stubborn. She's gone now. Notice I I'm say the your oldest child. now. <laughs> Floyd, I, there's at least a one in five chance she's your child also. Max is going to say, come on, Sandy, get that grenade ready. And uh, he's going to grab her and start dragging her while he tries to make a charge at the elf. I'm crying. The elf is bunkered down behind this mushroom trying to reload its RPG at the minute. Karen. Max is going to pull Sandy up within throwing range and pull the pin and throw it. This pin. Yeah, that pin. Doink. Roll for agility. Eight. The grenade falls at your feet. Can I roll a luck to pick it up? Can I roll a luck? Yeah, roll for luck. Go for that. Yeah. Uh, 16. I kick it. Yeah, you kick it. Uh, you kick it over the mushroom and you hear, oh shit! <laughs> and then it explodes. <laughs> And chunks of elf land all around you. Eww. You did it! Well, I guess uh, an even exchange. This adventure cost us the only child I really like. <laughs> you start to make your way back to uh, the airlock, but you find that you are somewhat lost in this 
uh, pocket dimension. Are we there yet? Helga's just looking at him. She's not responding. She's just looking at him, staring him down. Mom? Mommy? Mama? Yeah. Are we there yet? Yes, we are there. Oh, sweet. Floyd would like to look at all of them, like dead stare and like, is there still black mold all around us? You've walked away from the black mold now. Um, you're trying to find the exit to this place, but you've not been able to find it for what feels like days now. Hey, mushroom dudes, how the hell do we get out of here? The mushroom dudes shrug, and then they point at you. Are we becoming more mushroom? The mushroom men take you over to a nearby slime pond, and they point into the pond and tell you to take a look. What do I see? You see a mushroom person staring back at you. Uh we're mushrooms do i have like red polka dots on me i'm kind of cool about being a mushroom i like mushies you make a cute mushroom oh yeah i'm a cute little mushroom <laughs> well max i'm ready for that bullet now <laughs> is it just the sandy was a mushroom no you're all mushrooms mom you look funny we just weren't very observant you're mm. dead shut up <laughs> <laughs> at least i'm not a mushroom <laughs> It's the ghost. The ghost. In the last couple of days, your brains have not been able to adjust to the fact that you're mushrooms. So you've been sort of pretending that you weren't. You've been in a constant state of denial. But this, the mo upon the moment of staring at yourself in the mirror, it snaps you out of it. And you realize that you're mushroom people. Well, I guess we live here now. We can't return to normal society. I'm going to go find Karen, guys. I'm going to look for Pizza the Hut. Karen dissolved dead. Yeah, well... Better with her than you guys. The rest of you travel back to the Pizza Hut to live out your lives there. Meanwhile, Karen, yeah. you feel the rage and anger of the black mold inside you. And you know that your parents left you here for death. Oh. And so you and the black mold begin to consume. And one day you will reach the Pizza Hut to enact your terrible revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we will leave this. Elf are nice! That was amazing. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> family continued to live out their days in a small pizza village. They adapted their ways. The next group are now faced with a room filled with looms, their future uncertain as a flush they misuse. You end up in a room filled with toilets. Oh, well this is shitty. <laughs> This room is full of toilets. It, it appears to be like about 100 by 100 toilets in a grid pattern across the ground. And in front of you is a control panel. Can you please all roll for observation for me? 10. 12. 13. Unlucky for some, but in this case, it's fine. You go into this room, you look at the control panel, and on the control panel is written in clear black omen font, Portaloos. And you notice that one of the nearby portaloos is covered in water. Well, I'll go look in there. Holding your broken arm. Yeah, I'll take a peek, but I'm real cautious because I already have a broken arm. Oh. You go over to the toilet. It looks like the bowl at the top is just finishing filling up again. It looks like it was recently flushed. Hey guys, do you think the elf went in the toilet? Like, you know, those sewer rats in the city? Oh. I think it might be in there. Maybe we should leave it. All drains lead to the ocean, right? Yeah, it's like finding Nemo. <laughs> 
He's free now? What if he comes up another toilet? <laughs> what if he comes up the office bathroom toilets? As you say that, you see another toilet nearby start sputtering water, and the elf pops up out of it, and it goes, Ha ha! Screw you all! Oh god, just like the sewer rats. <laughs> I point with my coffee cup hand. Crush! Tire crush! <laughs> the tire moves towards it. I'm going to roll for agility for the tire. <laughs> uh... The tire starts to roll towards it. It finds it quite difficult to get through all of these toilets because they're, they're so close to each other and the tractor tire is not designed to walk through here. The tire gets to the elf as it is jumping across a bunch of these other toilets. You watch as the elf flushes a toilet and the tire and the elf disappear into it. They'll come back, right? I hope. We were friends. We can't just leave Tyre. <laughs> so if he's traveling through the, the toilets, uh, do these toilets have uh, like lids on them at all? Toilet seats. Bethany, do you still have the um, duct tape? I put it in my pocket and I really, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not a normal pocket and I don't really don't want to put my hand in there. I see. Um, but I, I mean, I, I can help. Well... If you were able to find the duct tape, we could try taping all the seats down. Yes. I'm going to stick my hand in my prison pocket mm -hmm. and see what I find. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll a d6 for me, please. One. You pull out an egg of some kind. <laughs> um, well... It's a small, pearly egg. I, are you like, offering us an egg in this trying time? <laughs> I am offering you an egg in this trying time, yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe, maybe egg help? <laughs> maybe egg help. <laughs> An egg. Do elves like egg? We can try throwing the egg in one of the toilets. <laughs> Seeing if it comes back. If we see the elf again, I'm going to try to throw the egg at the elf. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm going to say roll for agility, because you're going to have to be like on the ball when the elf pops back up. Okay. That's a zero. All right. <laughs> no. Cool. Oh no. Okay. Um, you're standing there. You're, you you sort of walk through these toilets. You hear one of them nearby starting to bubble. You get ready to bean the elf with the egg, and you see its head come up. It looks at you. It goes, "Oh shit!" And it reflushes the toilet, and you go into the toilet with it. Oh no. You feel a rushing sensation around you, uh, and then you find yourself in a restroom and everyone else is still on the other side so i'm going to go back to everyone else on the other side oh uh i guess we need to go with her we can't let her go on her own come on everyone <laughs> into the toilet uh, the group of you go over to the toilet and you uh, stand next to it and press the flush button and the portaloo sucks you through and you all end up piled up inside this uh, restroom, including the tire which is kind of perched on top of you. <laughs> you are now all sitting in this restroom somewhere and there's some sort of pleasant shopping music playing above you. And as you're in here, you hear someone walk in and they're talking with someone else and they go, oh, did you see that new show Seinfeld? It's pretty good. I whisper, what decade are we in? Roll for observation for me. Uh... Oh, I got a three. <laughs> Ooh, we're not doing very well today. You don't notice anything. You've got a tire stuck on your face. Uh, anyone else want to roll for observation? Uh, sure. Uh, you notice that there is a to there's a newspaper next to the toilet, and on the newspaper there is a date. It is July seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine. Oh God, I was right. 
The Soviet Union is still a thing. I can tell my young me to invest. You hear a scream in the nearby room outside and whoever's in the toilet rushes out to go see what's happening. Let's go. <laughs> After about a couple of minutes of like pushing and playing Jenga with each other, you end up coming out of the toilet stall and you go into the next room and it looks like you're in a Costco. Oh no. You're in a Costco and it is definitely 1989. Do they have free sample tables out today? They do indeed have free sample tables out. I've never seen anything like this before. It's beautiful. I'm going to go get free samples while also managing to keep my coffee cup perfectly up. I'm going to say roll for um, agility. Oh shit. That's a zero. Ooh. No! As you reach to grab a nearby... Delicious. What, 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 would it, what would it be? What is the free sample? What is the free sample, Sam? Pinwheel sandwich. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. Very, very premium. You, you reach out to grab some of this pinwheel sandwich. A bloke walks past and knocks the coffee out of your hand. And the coffee falls to the floor and splashes everywhere. Bethany pauses for a moment, looking at the puddle. And then deep voice, she goes, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. I can get you another one. of What is this? Star, Starbucks? What, what? Oh, it was Mrs. Winter's perfect order. I, I don't know who that is. Three and a half sugars, two creams, and pumpkin spice. Okay. You shouldn't have done that. I, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 how, how, much is, how much is it? Is Bethany it... Um, activates her I'm not a normal human anymore and werewolf hulks out in the middle of Costco. Jeez. <laughs> and what do you do to this guy? What? I'm gonna eat him. Okay. Oh my god. I'm gonna rip out his throat. Let's go. Genya <laughs> hides behind uh, the tire. You hulk out. Uh, roll for strength for me, please. 29. What? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, you rip this guy in half. <laughs> you rip this man in half and you throw half of him across the store and you eat the other half and you are going full feral in this store. <laughs> oh my god. The tire goes towards you uh, and the tire goes, No, my friend, please, don't do this. We crush now. We, we crush now? Crush everything now. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the tire and the werewolf begin to destroy this place. Chase and Bethany, you see the elf run back into the toilet. Bethany, no crush. Elf. Elf crush. <laughs> Crush only elf. Werewolf Bethany sticks her head up from a pile of viscera dripping off her muzzle. Elf crush. And chases off after the elf on all fours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. I'm going to say roll for focus for that. Oh, okay. 20. Okay. Yeah, you know, you're fine. You're able to control the, the beast within. And you all go chasing after this elf. And the elf jumps back into the toilet and disappears. Uh, and all of you roll back into the toilet. Fire um, follows you. The group of you make your way through another couple of toilets. It's kind of like a scene from Scooby Doo. You're all running in, running into these toilets and coming out of these toilets. You are sopping wet by this point, by the way. It smells horribly of wet dog. I'm sorry. It smells horribly of wet dog. It's very unpleasant. You make your way through into a final toilet, and this toilet sends you out into a toilet in the middle of the desert. You see the elf it seems to have gone off to where there's some sort of weird glowing lights is it still within shooting range i'd say so yes i'm gonna try to shoot it roll for agility for me 15 you clip it considerably and it goes falling down the hill and goes out of sight but you know you've got a good hit on it bethany fetch 
Bethany's ears perk up and she goes to retrieve the, the elf. Okay. Uh, roll for agility for me. Six. Neither coordinated in or out of werewolf. Okay. <laughs> you make your way to the top of the hill and you see something really weird. You see what appears to be a crashed flying saucer and leading away from the flying saucer are a bunch of men in suits and a couple of octopus-like creatures walking away from the crash site and they seem to be walking off into the distance to a bunch of cars. Meanwhile, you watch as the elf clambers aboard the spaceship and it goes inside and the door shuts. Can you roll for agility for me again? Oh god. 20. You manage to jump out the way as the spaceship fires its laser cannons at you. And now there is this alien spaceship with a elf inside firing at you. I cannot believe they did not let us renegotiate our contracts before we did this. <laughs> Chase is on the ground trying to crawl back to the toilet. Use your superpowers. Use your changeling powers. Can I use my changeling powers? Like, freely? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, no, you can. Why not? Okay, so Chase is a little new at this. Uh, so she might not be too good at it. But can I attempt to change into an elf? Sure. Go for it. Uh, roll for focus for me. Or wait, maybe I should try to change into one of the octopus things. Yes. Let's do octopus. What do I roll for that? Focus? Yeah. Ooh, it's a nine. I'm going to say you manage to create a sort of octopus-like thing that at a distance you would be able to convince it you are an octopus. I try to wave my tentacles and convince the other octopus things that there's danger in our ship. Okay, you go over to them. Can you roll persuasion for me, please? Oh, God. Oh, gosh. 22. <laughs> they immediately look towards you and they look at the agents next to them and they go... And the agents nod and they all run back to the ship and they start engaging in a firefight with the ship. I cheer them on. <laughs> uh, and the ship explodes. It lets out what seems to be a large sort of electromagnetic pulse that ends up sort of washing over the area. Oh. I, I would like to go look for the elf corpse. I release my form. You release your form. The aliens look back at the um, agents and they sort of shrug and then they head back to the cars nearby. And you go over to the UFO and there in the cockpit is a burnt out husk of what used to be an elf. I'm going to be a good dog and retrieve it. Ugh. You pick it up in your mouth, and it is crunchy. <laughs> mm. I resist the urge to eat it. I assume you're going to go head back to the portaloo now? Yep. You go back over to the portaloo, all of you, and you think, oh, it is a job well done today. And when you get back to the portaloo, you try the door, and you try flushing the toilet, and nothing happens. Well, crap. It turns out that the electromagnetic pulse from the explosion short-circuited whatever quantum technology was in this portaloo, and now you are stranded forever in July 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico. Oh my god! And all three of you will have to live out your lives in the 50s. <laughs> I finished eating the elf. Now, I imagine this goes pretty well for, the, for, for two of you, but one of you is a Russian in <laughs> 1950s America. Oh my god. <laughs> They're now trapped in the past, down in Roswell, New Mexico. They will live out their lives while preserving the status quo. Let's check in on the team that are inside the manor, where a demon awaits, in an aggressive manner. 
Okay, yeah, so yeah, shit hit the fan there. Um, Corey, the ghost, is now a big blob of ectoplasm. Um, and <laughs> you've lost your AK-47. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy is now walking with a limp because of a big razor-sharp piece of glitter. It's very pretty. It's very, very pretty, but it's it's very painful as well. Yeah, this fucking idiot can move out the way when he is a goddamn explosion. Who the hell just sits around? Dad, it was an explosion for Christ's sake. I'm going to address the ghost with a with a contemptuous sign so you realize shooting explosives is a not a good idea and b not our job down here right which ghost are you talking to sorry the one that's currently a blob <laughs> she can't reply she's a ghost <laughs> i wasn't expecting a response morph into the vague shape of a middle finger roll for focus to see if you can you can make any sort of sign because you're still this blob thing <gasps> Oh, a 20! Yeah, you morph yeah. into the perfect shape of middle finger. It's it's impressive. Yeah, that works. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's, it's masterwork. It's surprising how well you can form into that, considering the damage you just took. I'm gonna... Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna look at that and be like, well, that's kind of fair, but also, you know, that's a pretty well rendition. I mean, I can see the, the hairs on the back of the first knuckles you can it's impressive that's grand it's at this point uh you hear laughing coming from the manor house you hear that sunder laughing at you with your dumb little leg <laughs> well as we've lost the element of surprise maybe we should go and deal with them i think we should check the other house first i uh, i just need to know there's no straw the rogue laughs all right then Let's do that quick. You go into the other building. This building appears to be some bunks for the staff that stay down here overnight. Can I get whoever's in here to roll for observation for me? Nana Rai forgot her glasses. Corey and the rogue. You see a man sitting in a chair in front of a computer. He's not moving. I mean, I have a ghost. I can float over. What's the worst he can do? <laughs> cool. Uh, you float over to him and... It looks like he has a Christmas tree star embedded in his back. Ooh, I'm taking I'm going that. to point this out to the rogue. Like, I mean, I'll roll focus for roll pointing focus. a finger. Go for it. 17! Yeah, you point into a perfect finger. The rogue moves forward and inspects the Christmas star. I mean, that's actually really nicely made. It is really impressive. Um, it is razor sharp. It's like basically a throwing star. Uh, you can take it if you want. Definitely. Is the figure dead? This other person? Oh yeah, no, they're dead. Okay. They're dead as a doornail. They've been dead for at least like half an hour. Have they got any... What's up on the computer? On the computer, there is a history of demonology. I have a little bit of experience with demons. Um, can I work out anything useful from the information? Sure. Uh, roll for observation for me, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> The rogue is panicked. What did, what, what, what did you roll there? Minus one. This is a computer, and, and, and it's not something that you're that literate in, I imagine? No, So really not. You immediately press just the right keys to close down the computer. Oh, oh well. Oops. <laughs> some, of, some of the technology here seems demonic oh. in itself. Can Nana Rai scry using the starter for her focaccia instead of her sourdough and try and work out what the information was. Jeez, how many starts do you have? Uh, yeah, sure, fine. Do some scrying with your focaccia starter. <laughs> what roll, for, roll? roll for focus. 
focus for this, I guess. I didn't have any... The problem with a focaccia starter is that you lose the, <laughs> oh God. the distance. You only get, like, a very intense burst. You don't you don't get, you know, how far ahead you would <laughs> normally get with a sourdough. Yeah, there's too much yeah. gluten, it doesn't stretch as far. It doesn't. Fuck yeah, sake. yeah. <laughs> it's terrible stuff, but it's useful in a pinch. Well, in this case, it isn't very useful because uh, Nana Rai rolled a one. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's not that you're not getting any, you don't seem to be getting any magical energy around here. It's probably because of the Thormic beacons. They're just like nullifying <laughs> your bread magic. Maybe they're programmed against sourdough starters. I don't know. That's concerning. It's concerning that they're nullifying bread magic because that implies that they're tuned for bread magic. It does, yeah. It's weird. Gingerbread. Oh god, no. Oh no. It's fine, there's no such thing as a gingerbread starter. <laughs> That's true. Nana Rai clenches her hands and shakes it at the sky at her mortal enemy, gingerbread. <laughs> gingerbread. And I just ask you, Mr. Mathsman, uh, how far below ground does the moon still affect things? Um, it depends what you mean. If you mean the light, then. More I than... mean the more, um. Let's say lycanthropy, but uh, similar. Werewolf. No, 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 no. M- much worse than werewolf. Are are you affected by the moon, or are you concerned about what we will find? No, but, uh, you know, in, in my country we talk about uh, this uh, Santa, but uh, he has a small fleet of uh, were-reindeer. Ooh. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Big bastard with big, horrible, sharp antlers, claws, and teeth. I just want to make sure I don't encounter it. Different anomalies take it differently, I'm afraid. Some require direct line of sight. Some uh, just require it to be the right time at the right place in the time zone. Uh, I Mm -hmm. can't really tell you either way. But thank you for warning us in advance. We'll keep our eyes open. Yes, look out for straw. They they like straw. The, The rogue kind of taps on her tusks. Um, I'm not too worried about things that are sharp and pointy and smiles. They have big, sharp, pointy, pointy horns. That's fine. Do you want to make your way through the barrier then? Yes, and hope that it will keep my dad stuck there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm concerned about that too. It's fine, we'll make sure we get you out, Corey. In fairness, you might completely don't, don't destroy yourself. Don't leave me yourself. with him, please. please you might completely destroy yourself, so it might not be an issue. Hey, don't worry about it, you'll... You'll come to like him. He's a lovely guy, really. I swear. No, I, I really won't. I'm just gonna float through the barrier. <laughs> okay, you go through the barrier. You feel um, an, an electricity go across you as you float through the barrier, but everything seems fine. Can I tentatively go back through the barrier just to check that I can? Give it a try. Yeah, I'd like to give it a try. Roll for focus for me. Okay, let's see. Sixteen. You're able to get through the barrier. Oh, good. It's a little bit of a push, but it's okay. You managed to get back through. Okay, that's fine. It's maybe not tuned for me then, since I do work here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I will okay. drift towards the house. You drift towards the house. The door is open. Does anyone else want to come with? I imagine everyone wants to come with, right? Yes. I mean, I guess I'm a little bit disappointed that she came that she came back, but you know, don't take it too personally. Don't take it too personally. Nana Rai picks up her skirts and almost skips through into the haunted house thing. You make your way up to the big wooden doors of this place. Uh, the doors are open, the glitter moves inside. You find yourselves in a grand entrance foyer 
there are two flights of stairs in front of you, uh, and there are three doors, uh, one to the left and two to the right. Are the stairs leading to like the same thing, or is it a different set? Yeah, they're both stairs. leading to the same. They're both leading to the same floor. It's one of those sort of obnoxiously fancy houses with the two oh, double yes, right, flight yeah. stairs. Yeah. You right. see, son, if you're stuck in at school, you gotta live somewhere like this. Dad, I don't want to live in a damn cave. If nothing else, it seems like a logistical nightmare. Maybe if you lived in a nice house like this, you could get a girlfriend. Give me some grandkids. All right, I'm taking the door on the first right. Anyone coming with? Yeah, sure, let's follow the nerd. I will roll my dice, and I will go to the door on the left. I'll go up the stairs, I guess. I will go with Dimitri. I was going to say, let's do two by two by two, so Cory will go with Nana. All right, yeah. cool. Okay, so we will begin then with the easiest one, which is um, Sam and Jimmy. You open the door, and you find yourselves in a bathroom. Hey, I've seen what you're doing here when you think I'm not looking! None of that! Dad, I thought it was private time! I'm going to um, have a quick uh, look around for, like, I don't know, uh, symbols, uh, glyphs, the number seven, that sort of thing. Sure, okay. Uh, roll for observation for me. Eight. Um... You see that the mirrors in this bathroom are all smashed. There are shards of mirror all over the floor, and some of them have blood on them. Hmm. Okay, that's concerning. Possibly something to do with mirrors, or maybe there was just a big fight in here. Is it regular-looking blood, or...? It's aged. It's aged blood. Very, very old. Okay. Um, and as you look down at it, the sink starts to run. Does it run red with blood? It runs brown. With a rust. Um, okay. Um, well, they need to get the pipes locked at, clearly. Can you get your dad to just have a quick shifty in the stalls before we open them? Hey, Dad, you want to make yourself useful for once? Hey, you lazy bastard, do it yourself! Have some goddamn initiative! God damn it! Like, I'll have a look. <laughs> so I'll, I'll look, because me dad's a dickhead. You open each of the stalls. Can you roll for luck for me? Yay. You are fine. Each of these toilets even though they are absolutely foul there's no hidden traps or awful things in these stalls to kill you however in the final stall uh, you find a pentagram drawn on the wall in blood it looks like it's been drawn by a hand oh well uh, that ain't right that ain't what you expect to find in a toilet hey uh, i know you're doctor or whatever doc there's a thing okay pentagram demonology great nothing that has is from my field of expertise yet. No, you know, space, spatial anomalies that loop back on each other. No number seven, thank goodness. It looks like there's not much going on in here, not elf-wise anyway. Uh, so maybe we should get back to the foyer and see what the others have found. Meanwhile, we join Corey and Nana, who have gone up the stairs, and you are currently on the first floor landing. What do you want to do from the first floor landing? There are four doors. There was a trail of glitter leading in, right? There was indeed. Is there any other trails of glitter by chance? There are no trails of glitter up here. It seems like the glitter stopped at the door, but one of the doors is slightly ajar. It's the one on the right-hand side, on the far side. I take it I'm still just a rolling blob of ectoplasm. Uh, I'm going to say you've started to reform now. You've got at least a mouth. Okay. So yeah, now that door's open, and 
drift towards it. I'll go towards that. Can I ready a razor thin tortilla as a weapon? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. No, you, you, you get a dangerously sharp tortilla. Are you going in quiet or loud with this tortilla? I don't think Nana Ride quiet. does quiet. Tortilla is obviously a stealth weapon. God. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, to- it's a tortilla. It's not like a hard shell taco. If it was a hard shell taco, that would be a loud, yeah. loud weapon. But this is. This is That's when you want to make a statement. <laughs> Yeah, you make your way into this room. Uh, this room is lined with paintings. Uh, it appears to be some sort of portrait gallery. I'm going to throw the tortilla down the hallway as far as I can and see what happens. Okay, you throw the tortilla down the hall. Can you roll for luck for me, please? Yep. Oh, my rolling tonight, man. <laughs> no luck there. Nana, you feel it get colder in here. Leaving? And the door closes behind you. Mm. Well, that's just rude. Can you roll for agility for me, Nana? Oh, no. My rolling tonight has been awful. Nana, you you feel something is heading its way down the hall towards you. You can't see anything, but there's something there. Uh, Corey, can you roll for observation for me? Sure. Three! You can't see anything either, because you have no eyes yet, because they haven't reformed. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm floating here. <laughs> but you are absolutely getting the sense that something else is in this room with you. What do you want to do? There are two doors in this room. The room... The door behind you, you try it, and it's still, it seems to be locked. Uh, I vote we run for the other door. Yep. Or, you know, I'll float casually. Both roll for agility for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, very nice. Two 18s. Very good. Okay. Uh, which door do you want to go through? The far one or the short one? Because I can say you can make it to both. You're very, you've suddenly gotten, you've gotten suddenly a boost of speed from the fact that you're, there's something coming towards you. Impending doom does that to a person. Uh... I vote for farthest away, because if we're going to yeah. you know, perish, I want to explore as much of this house as possible. Mm. Okay, you make your way into this room here. Uh, you slam the door shut behind you, uh, and you hear something banging on the door. Do you want to try and put something in the way? I'm going to sprinkle protective flour. <laughs> yeah, can I try shoving something in front of the door? <laughs> okay, um, you roll for strength, you roll for focus. Uh, oh, boy. Uh... Um, I'm oh strength. Oh, <laughs> oh, the bread, the bread powers are just not with you tonight, Nana. Minus oh. one. It's self-raising. The bread spirits have left. The bread me. spirits have abandoned you. You feel, you feel a sudden like you feel like your connection to the bread verse has been severed. Oh, Nana, what did you do? I fall to my knees on the floor. Yeah, you fall to your knees on the floor, um, and the door swings open. These dark like shadowy hands grab you and they pull you into the darkness and the door slams shut what are your last words nana the bread spirits have forsaken me my yeast no longer rises and with that the door slams shut and you are there on your own Corey. what do you do as a ghost is there a way i can just totally nope out of this situation uh, yeah, absolutely. You could, you could, you could just try and float out of float out of the house if you want. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to do that. This, okay. This, yeah. Let's there's, see. There's other people who are in higher pay grades for this. Yes. Let's see if you can disapparate. Uh, roll for focus for me. Thirteen. Unlucky for some. Um, I'm going to roll to see if uh, you are able to um, escape the sort of evil forces that are keeping this house here. Oh, lucky you! Yay. You're gonna survive. It's very close, though. You use all of your strength, and you manage to like disapparate out of the master bedroom, and you manage to reappear in your office upstairs, and you breathe a sigh of relief. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. 
and you're right. going to stay there overnight and try and hide so then people don't realize that you gypped out of your first <laughs> like field mission yeah yeah i'm just not going to tell anybody the only survivor technically son of a so we've lost one person to the portrait gallery and another person has just noped out. Yeah, but we don't yes. we don't know that. Well, like everyone's still fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're still we're we've just found the pentagram at this point, I reckon. Yes. I'd say I mean I'd say you're probably leaving the toilets at this point. Meanwhile, we join Dimitri and the rogue uh, as they make their way into what appears to be a very fancy-looking dining room with a spread of rotten food all over the table. Oh, look at this table. It's wonderful. I mean, they put the spread on for us. There are flies everywhere. Uh-huh. It's just extra flavor. You are very strange. And the rogue starts looking around, like poking into things to see if she can find any elves hiding. Okay, can you both roll for an observation for me? Oh god. <laughs> it's not the worst thing to get. Oh, okay. What did you both get? Zero and four. Zero and four. Dimitri, you see straw. Ah! You see a trail of straw going from the uh, dining room into the kitchen. The rogue is overwhelmed by the smell of the room and can't notice very much. I'm going to pick up a chair in my dominant hand and sort of have it ready like a sort of lion tamer style. You definitely hear something like munching and crunching in the kitchen. And roll the dice. The gods tell me I should find out what that is. It's probably fine. It's already eaten. It's not going to be interested. Are, Are you insane? Are you actually insane? Uh, the gods have not set me wrong so far. Okay. The rogue pulls out a dagger and the throwing Christmas tree that she scavenged earlier and waits for Dimitri to open the door. The door slowly opens very quietly. Dimitri, as you walk in, you see a sort of hunched figure wearing what appears to be like a sort of, like a sort of large pointy red hat and is covered in all this rotten food. It has what seem to be large antlers growing from its head very slowly. Like the antlers are growing as you're seeing it. You just slowly crouches down and throws his dice again. Oh! Cousin! <laughs> what? What? Shouts cousin and walks up with his arms open and go, I know you'd make it, cousin! Rip. And starts like like tapping on the back going, Good boy, I'm great, we have feast together, yes! Just out of curiosity, what number was that? <laughs> it was a one. The creature turns around. It looks somewhat like a goblin, but its features are being contorted and twisted into uh, this sort of horrific sort of half goblin, half reindeer shape. And it goes, Oh, hello. You finally tracked me down. <laughs> we shouldn't have come in here. <laughs> uh, that's a very scary costume, cousin. If I didn't know it was you, <laughs> you would not get me near you. It picks you up by your um, lapels. Oh, I love you too, cousin. The house has changed me. It tells me what to do. I must destroy all outsiders. Oh, what is Santa done, cousin? Maybe I can help you. I am not your cousin. I was an elf before the house changed me. Can you offer agility for me? Agility? It's going to be low, but I'll try. 
17. It tries to take a bite out of you. What do you do? Oh, Gazid, Gazid. Yes, I know. We, we hug good, but uh, what has Santa done? You've not told me. I help you, cousin. You know, we go far long back, back to old country. The old country? The old country was the North Pole. Santa sent me here to kill you. Now the house compels me to. But cousin, you know, why are you working for Santa? I am not your cousin. I am an avatar of the house. The demon within imbues me with great strength. <laughs> Come on, we go back home. We go get some vodka. We have a great time together. We've got feast next door. Do you want to use this moment of confusion to your advantage, Rogue? Yes, I would very much like to throw the Christmas tree throwing star Sweet. into the neck of the, the elf reindeer thing russian cousin go for it roll for agility for me 15 yeah you um throw this you throw this throwing star at it and it smacks it right in its jugular and it rolls backwards and knocks over a bunch of pots and pans on the side of the desk in here Gazin, what has happened? It's going to sort of try and crawl its way across the kitchen towards you to try and exact its revenge on you. Oh, Gazin, you've still done something. Hang on, I'll get it out for you. And I just pulled the star out absentmindedly. That's that's not what you want to do if something's gone through a vein. Hoping it's going to bleed out. It picks you up and flings you across the room and you are going to hit the rogue unless the rogue can roll for agility and get out of the way. Oh. I'm going to say that's fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, you managed to get out of the way of this uh, large Russian man who ends up hitting the nearby fridge and the fridge swings open and loads and loads of rotten food pours out all over it. Oh, cousin, we have even more food. Why did you not tell me? What do you want to do, Rogue? How close is the elf to me at this point? Uh, it is about three meters away from you and its arms are growing to ridiculous sizes and they appear to be growing claws on the ends of its fingers. So the rogue's going to draw her second dagger, so she has one on each hand. Okay. And is probably trying to hack at the arms okay. that are growing towards her. Sure. Okay. Roll for strength. And that was three. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. <laughs> I think this is going to be the next death. <laughs> yep. You uh, try to run towards this thing with your knives and it slashes at you. You fall to your knees and your guts are spilling out over the floor. What do you say? Damn. That damn fox! And you fall to the floor. This monster is now heading towards you, Dimitri. What do you do? Oh, it's cousin, I mean. I got it out, look! Ah, it's covered in blood. I shake it clean. And just accidentally throw it straight at him. Yeah, so you throw this thing straight at it and it hits it in the head. And luckily for you, it's very heavy and it falls forwards and it lands on top of you. Oh, cousin, yes, but can you... We, we have cuddle later, cousin, but please, can you can you get off me slightly? I'm, I'm a little crushed. It doesn't get up. <laughs> and the fridge starts to tip forwards. What are your last words? I'm just going to roll my dice one last time and see um, what I get. What do you say, then? As your dice rolls out of your hand onto the floor. Uh, it's fine, cousin. You know, we have big feast. As it just goes, bam, on top of him. Meanwhile, Sam and Jimmy are still... They're coming out of the toilet at this point, and they heard a loud loud bang from somewhere in the house. Yeah, that didn't sound good, I'll be honest. That didn't sound good. So, 
either uh, came from upstairs or it came from the room across from where we just were. Can we tell roughly where it came from? Can, like, I feel like a fridge is pretty loud. Roll for observation for me, and we'll, we'll see if you can figure it out. Surely between us, one of us can get, should get it. I have nothing in observation, so... Oh dear. Well, I got a six. Okay, you did get a six. Uh, I'm going to say that neither of you are fully aware of where it came from. However, I'm going to say that... Ben, ben you're, uh, your character's... Um, uh, Jimmy, right? Yeah. Jimmy, you are fully convinced it came from the door you haven't been through yet. Just erring on the side of caution, I think we should probably go through where it didn't come from, which is this door over here, with the convenient lilac arrow pointing to it. <laughs> you walk into the next room. Uh, it's a corridor, uh, and it is filled with animal heads on the wall. Oh, very tasteful. I love you, know my granddad used to have, like, deer heads and an elephant. Okay, well, there's nothing in here that looks like it can make a large bang. Exactly, that's why we're here. I don't want to be anywhere where there's a big bang. Roll for agility for me. Both of us, yeah? Yes. Agility is the other one I don't have anything in. Oh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. I got a six, and... I got a three. One of the nearby knights starts to shake, and it picks up a sword nearby and it takes a swing at both of you. Roll for luck for me. That would be a nine. That'd be a two. I'm not very dexterous. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, so Sam, you end up having an arm lopped off. I don't know if you caught that sigh, but there was a sigh. I didn't hear the sigh. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, you end up uh, having a hand chopped off. Typical! Can't even keep hold of both hands! Dead! Shut the fuck up, I need to get out of here. Uh, and can I just, like, sprint to the opposite door? Sure. In the hopes that I don't have to run faster than the armor, I just have to run faster than Sam? Yeah, now you can do that. Roll for agility. Wow. Look, it's nothing personal. That's 18. Sam, try to roll for agility for me. Can you get more than a critical success? Can I just not bother with that and instead try and um, inscribe something with the blood that is pouring copiously out of where my arm used to be? Sure, totally. Okay, roll roll for focus for me. Oh, come on. Please be a decent roll, because otherwise I'm, oh, I'm, I'm dead. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm in too much shock to, to focus on drawing the sigil. Because there's a there's like a pocket dimension we use for basically just dicking about in, in, the, yeah. in the maths uh, department. And I was hoping I might be able to warp myself there. Um, math magic land. You want to go to math magic land? That's only what a casual would call it. But yes. <laughs> but basically yes. Uh, but no. I'm in shock. I can't do it. You fall to your knees. You're sort of like using your bloody stump to, to draw out sigils to try and open up a portal to math magic land. You start hearing the clanking of this knight uh, coming up behind you. But before it lands the killing blow, you immediately realize what you've been missing in all the rooms you've been in so far. The mirrors were all broken into seven pieces. There were seven trophies on the wall in this room. <gasps> there were seven rungs to each of the banisters in the other room. God damn it. How did I not notice that? As you are immediately realizing this, uh, that is when the knight's sword falls upon your neck. What are your final words? Damn. <laughs> Splat. Dead. Done. Okay. Uh, we now have a final character, Jimmy. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? One. I know, right? Crazy. Yeah, no, it's weird. Jimmy, uh, with, with your ghost dad by your side, uh, you make your way to the furthest room, which is a lounge. The lounge is currently pretty much pristine. The fire is not on. There's just like dusty furniture everywhere in this room. You can hear 
the knight clanking towards you up the corridor. So immediately, I would like to take that long-ass look, sofa-looking thing and try and put it in front of the door. Dad, make your ass go be real and give me a hand with this. You can do it yourself, you lazy sack of shit! <laughs> and I'll struggle to block it. Roll for strength. Man, this is really taking a whole new level to the term living through your children. Dad, give me a hand, this thing's heavy! No, this is why you'll never get anywhere! Can't do anything by yourself! You're trying to push this thing, it's not working, it's not- it's just not moving. And it's getting closer. It's- it's about two-thirds of the way there now. It's clanking. Clanking. Clanking up the corridor. Let's run to the other room. Alright, you open that door, uh, and you go downstairs, and you find yourself in the basement. <laughs> in the basement there is a giant pentacle, and there are multiple dead people surrounding this pentacle and there are still lit candles down here. It is creepy as hell. Can I just lie down? You want to lie down in the summoning circle? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, go for it. Have fun. Roll for luck for me, please. Yeah, that's just like you lie down when things get hard! Dad, shut up! This knight comes down the stairs uh, and it wanders around the basement for a while uh, and you hear it breathing. And then it heads back up out of the door. Can you roll for focus for me, please? Uh, 11. Well, well done, you survived by doing nothing, you useless piece of shit. This is why you live alone. <laughs> you feel like these demonic hands trying to grasp at you, but instead they start to grasp at your dad. Oh, thank God you take him. You take that bastard and don't you bring him back. Your dad is currently being pulled by these demonic hands into the circle. This is how you thank me for all these years of looking after you and raising you. I don't know why I'd expect anything else. Do you want to do anything to help him? No. <laughs> Your dad is incensed and angry at you. Can you roll for agility for me? It. Alright, I'm going to roll for your dad's agility. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. He's really fit for a good man. Crazy, isn't it? His last wish is to grab you and pull you with him, and both of you end up being pulled down into the depths of hell. Yeah, that's why you get your best and you never get in the way! Not until you get a girlfriend and a real job! As you're falling towards hell with your dad, what are your final words? I don't I don't know if he has any last words. I think he'd just scream at the thought of being stuck in hell with his dad for all eternity. <laughs> Loud man was then sucked way down into hell, along with his father. Oh dear God, how they yell. Let's go back to the team with Bard, yes, John Bard, as he hears some music that makes him quite hard. <laughs> oh no. A group of you um, head down the hallway that the elf went down. Um, and you find yourselves in a corridor. Can you all please roll for observation? Critical fail. Perfect. Critical fail for me too! Ooh, hey. Seven. Right, this is where the fun begins. Oh no. <laughs> Jacqueline, you don't fucking hear anything because uh -oh. you've got no eardrums, so because you're fine. Because I've got no eardrums. Oh, yeah, no. you're all right. Don't worry. You didn't have to roll for this. Just you eat your heart out. <laughs> yeah, Jacqueline, you're Jacqueline, you're fine for this because you don't have eardrums, so you don't have to roll for this. Um, however, John Bard, Bard, John Bard, and Enid, uh, you hear this really, really sultry music. It's, it's 
incredibly attractive and it's coming from a room nearby and you feel compelled to open the door. Oh no. Hot. I was not expecting it, but I'm uh, instantly up for it. <laughs> where Where is the door? Uh, the door is to the left of this room. Um, you, in your trance, walk directly past uh, the warning signs on the door uh, saying that the um, asset is out of containment. My bow tie is undone. (laughs) (laughs) And the door opens to you, John. Can you roll for luck, please, Enid? Oh, right. Hmm? Not too shoddy. 14. Okay, um, I'm going to say that IC692 bites you on the leg. Ah! To, like knock you out of this um, trance um, and you will watch as John goes through the door are you all going to follow him through the door there are some scary signs up that say we shouldn't I mean do we do we have to go after him well so this is the direction that you can assume the elf went oh oh well let's go let's go John 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 are you okay never been better the cocktail shaker is coming out <laughs> I haven't got any ingredients, but it's ready in case I, in case there are any. You enter this room, John, uh, and the room is bathed in an erotic red light. <laughs> there is this smooth music playing. Um, and on one side of the room, where originally there would have been a door that is closed, there is a door that is open. And through some bulletproof glass, you see the most gorgeous man you have ever seen in your life. What is he doing? He is looking towards you in a incredibly uh, erotic way. Amazing. <laughs> um, and he gets up from the door. He gets up from the bed and he walks like it's a heart-shaped bed. Uh, he and he walks over to the uh, door and he goes. So, which of you tasty-looking mortals is going to join me for a night of pleasure you'll never forget? Are we all seeing the same thing, or is it just John? Uh, everyone is seeing this hot guy. Oh, okay. That is a critical success, and therefore okay. an 18. That is a critical success. Yes, that oh? is an 18. So what do you want to do, John? Do you want to resist this, or do you want to go for it? Oh, man. Um, difficult choice of the character, eh? <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> as much as John is... Death by Snoo Snoo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as John is always up for a menage de... Uh, or, or toi, or Kata, or, you know, however many Thanks we end set. up with. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's He's pretty good at focusing on the mission. And this, unless the elf has undergone a miraculous transformation, this is not the mission. So I'm going to try and resist. Okay. I'd say you you, you resist their charms. You Like the, the initial... I will sp- give him my number though. You will. Yes. No, you, you, the spell breaks, um, but he's still gorgeous. He stands in front of the door to where you need to go and he goes... So you're not going to be joining me tonight, then? My darling, if only I could. Parting will be such sweet sorrow, I suppose. Well, we'll always have Paris? <laughs> sure. Whatever floats your boat, honey. And then he walks over to you, Goldie. Oh, no. You only got a focus of six. <laughs> um, so you would be the next person on the menu. My job. And he goes... You look rather ravishing. Would you like to come and join me? I... He has legs. I, I don't... What, 
what do humans have down there? I, Goldie just doesn't know. She's confused, but at the same time... Trust me, darling, I'm not human. Oh. And his eyes go red and devilish. Whoa. <laughs> She's a little more interested. She's got that feeling she gets when she thinks about something really nice to eat and, and genocide. She's got those mix, that mixed feeling. <laughs> She's enjoying it. She's uh, she's thinking maybe this guy knows a bit about genocide and good food. Oh, I know everything about genocide and good food. Which is weird because you've not said this. Oh. You've not said this. He's somehow reading your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. A very one-sided conversation. I'm not enjoying it. Goldie's very interested. How how, how do I get in that room? With the, did you say there was bulletproof glass? You said the door was open. He's come to you. The door's open. Oh well, bye. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Goldie's off. Oh no. Um, are, are, are you sure that's um, a, a good I, I, idea? He 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 seems um, I, I don't I don't know if this is a good plan right now. He's the only thing um, with legs that looks semi good. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Trust me, she's going to have the night of her life. I mean, if he can top genocide and good food, I'm um, sorry, guys. I can top anything, darling. Eat the elf for me? Uh, yeah, she. She puts her sunglasses up onto her head and enters the room, waves goodbye. <laughs> I'll still take that number, by the way, darling. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm going to lick my finger and write it on the glass and then breathe on it so that it, um, in, the, in, the, in the kind of steam it uh, is, is apparent. That's hot. I like that. No, thank you. Nice. I'll see you later, darling. <laughs> and the door shuts. And you see on the door written in big letters, Incubus, do not let out. I had a distinct uh, suspicion that that was the case. Um, so you move forwards, uh, one party member down, and you make your way into the next room. This room is surprisingly quiet. Uh, there is in the center of the room a pot on a plinth, and on the other side of the pot, there is the fucking elf. Okay, fuck this. I've I've been riled up like hardly ever <laughs> I have been riled before. I want to try and scan the fucking elf. Okay. Is that a focus roll? Yes, it's focus roll. Come on now. That's a seven. Oh. Doesn't work. The elf at that moment in time panics and knocks over the vase on the plinth and the plinth falls to the floor and you hear this horrible whispering sound that echoes all around the room. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> it's very ASMR. <laughs> it feels very cold all of a sudden. And the elf runs off into the next room. John, the gun! John, the gun! Oh, shit. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess I will I will try and fire after him. Okay, roll for agility. Ideally before he exits the room. That's a critical success, so an 18. Very nice. Okay, you shoot your gun at the elf and you hit him in the leg. And he goes flying out of the room, but not before letting out a really nasty yell. Um, and you see him crawling off down the corridor. Can you all please roll for observation for me? Three. Fifteen. I, I got twelve. John, mm. I'm very sorry mm. about what's about to happen to you. Oh no. <laughs> but <laughs> your decision to shoot the gun in this particular room with a very angry poltergeist now oh, nice. flying around the room has somewhat pissed it off. You feel an icy pair of hands around your neck 
Ooh, cold hands. Um, and it starts to choke you. Cold hands. I mean, usually this is great, but cold hands. <laughs> um, and you begin to choke as these hands grip your neck tighter and tighter. Do I get a chance to say anything? You can, yes, as you are dying. I, uh, the, the darkness is closing in. Uh, this is very hard to focus. Do you know what happens when a man dies dramatically? Oh, God. Uh, you should you should Google it. Maybe not, though. Oh, God. Want to come back to my place after? Uh. And your neck snaps and you fall straight to the floor. Oh. <laughs> Enid and Jacqueline are now in the room on their own. Uh, and the poltergeist appears to have calmed down for the most part. But it is throwing bits of its vase around at you. Uh, Enid looks to the poltergeist and then looks to the doorway and then looks to the poltergeist and looks to the doorway and then heads uh, heads out towards in the direction of the elf. Jacqueline's going to follow. Jacqueline is going to try to grab the gun, but if it looks like the poltergeist is getting angry again, it's just going to drop it. Can you offer luck for me? <laughs> 18. Nice. Yep. The ghost does not mind you picking up the gun because the ghost doesn't really recognize that the gun is a is the thing that made the noise. You see, guns don't make noise. People do, according to the... Uh, <laughs> I'm just glad I went out with the bang. Way there we go. All right, I can mute the mic now. So you enter the next room, um, and there, this room is like a series of like chambers that appear to be locked off. They seem to be like prison cells, really. And at the end of the hall, you see the elf um, on its knees in front of a control panel. Jacqueline is just going to try to shoot it at this point because it has indirectly already killed two of us, so no. Okay, roll for agility. Nine. Oh, uh, no. You try spraying the AK-47 at it and it misses and it ricochets around the room. Can you both please roll for agility for me? Fifteen. Oh, no. What is that, D? Five. It's a five. D. Oh no. I'm very sorry, Enid, but your end comes at the end of a personally smedly made anti-elf device known as a bullet. <laughs> um, I really wanted to be eaten by another creature. Damn well, it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There's still time. There's still time. You get hit in the leg. Uh, and you stumble back and you end up nudging one of the door controls to one of these rooms. As you turn around and you're wincing in pain, you see what looks like this very large blob with millions of eyes that are forming and reforming. Oh, hello. I've not seen you in such a long time. Um, hi. This was the original creature you tried to summon. Yeah. Sally, oh hello. Oh, so, oh, how are you doing? Would you, would you like a treat? Would you like a treat? And I reach into my my um, bag and I throw it a, a, a selection of, uh, of fish eyes. Sally enjoys the fish eyes, and you feel your leg kind of give way as the bullet's hurting it, and you fall face first into Sally. Oh. As as I'm going, I'll be like, oh Sally, and I'll, I'll, I'll like try and like uh, pet the oozy gooiness. It's like a big hug. <laughs> It's like a really big hug. Enid feels this warm feeling in her heart and in other parts of her, like in her leg where it's there's a wound and and and, and just sort of like a sort of like a weird sort of sensation burning in her head. And she just feels very happy that she's finally been re- reunited with her uh, her 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 first her first baby. Oh, Jacqueline, you are the last hope for this group. Yep. The elf is standing there. It presses a button, causing a nearby uh, room to open. And out steps a man. Uh, and the man is between you and the elf right now. 
just looks like an ordinary man. He's wearing a suit and tie. Is it time for my treatment yet? I'm sorry. I I can't hear what you're saying. My treatment. I, I need my treatment now. I can feel it in me. On just like sheer instinct and what else am I going to do? She's going to point at the elf. Okay. Uh, can you roll for persuasion for me? That's a four. <laughs> so no. No, I can't. The man looks at you and goes, I, I really need my treatment. I, I can't keep fighting it. And then you see from underneath it, his skin, like the flesh starts to writhe. Um, and after a short period of time, his head pops off um, and outstretch these six spindly legs. And you know what one of these things is. This is a vampire. Yep. This is a vampire drone. Um, and you are backing away from it slowly and it launches itself towards you. Can you roll for agility for me? 17. You manage to dodge out of its way and it ends up slamming against a wall nearby and it's trying to right itself up. Do you want to try and take the elf out whilst you have time? Yes, I'm going to try and shoot the elf. Roll for agility again? Yeah, going to run towards it with the gun. Very cool. Okay, I'll give you a plus three. Makes up to a ten. So you shoot the elf, you spray this AK-47 at the elf and some of the bullets do indeed hit it and the elf falls flat on its face and you breathe a sigh of relief only to then have the vampire drone jump on your back and stick its fangs into your neck. <laughs> what are your last words? What did you want? <laughs> oh. That's an interesting one. And the vampire drone then feeds on you for a while and you are dead. It's so brutal. Is Goldie actually dead or is she just like smoking a cigarette somewhere talking about how good it is to have human legs? <laughs> oh yes. No, she is she is very much enjoying human legs right now. Oh. Um, yeah, no, she's having a good time. Um, she'll be having a good time for a couple of days and then she'll start feeling dead. <laughs> <laughs> and so they all died. Oh, what a shame. I'm sure that the mermaid would have broke the bed frame. Now back to the kids, as they put keys aside and they meet a new brother and do patricide. We should probably try a different door though. I don't think my mom wants to particularly see me again. Oh no, she seemed to really like you, that's the thing. <laughs> a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's empty nester syndrome. She'll she'll get over it. Yeah. She just needs to find a new hobby and some friends. <laughs> Probably hard down here. Maybe we can send dad back. Oh, wait, no. Then we'll get another sibling. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to try the owl door. You put the owl door key into the door and you open it up and you see a bright twinkly forest where everything seems to be weird and bioluminescent. It's very similar to Avatar. Ooh, found the forest again. Yeah. Do we want to try option three or did we want to go with, I don't know if this is default setting, but it was what was open. I mean, I'm good if everybody wants to just go with this one. I caught my gun in agreement, yes. Let's go. We can get eaten by a forest instead of by your mother. Maybe like a mushroom or something. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let's go. <laughs> you make your way uh, into this sort of forest clearing. There appears to be like a little sort of trail that runs through this area. Surrounding you is this sort of dark blue fog on every side, but there's like bioluminescent lights floating through it. You can only see so far in front of you at the minute mm -hmm. and the door shuts immediately behind you at least this is a pretty way to die that's very optimistic and like it's kind of you know peaceful 
I was going to say my natural setting, but I immediately regretted it. Cecilia, dear? Yes? I understand that you like grass, but please don't eat this grass. Please don't eat the grass. Do it for me. For you, Piper. I will maybe not eat the grass. You hear a rustling in the bushes nearby. The grass is alive! Can you roll for observation for me? Okay. Yes. Oh no! Oh, thank you, Tick! I'm very grateful my observation is my highest stat. Um, I got a 22, Aubrey got a negative 1, and Cecilia got a 5. A negative 1 is the worst you can get, so I'm going to probably deal with that first. You spend so long trying to like focus on uploading this uh, video that your phone's battery conks out. Ah. <sighs> And it's gone. It's dead now. Uh-huh. You're not sure if it saved a backup of the video, though. Oh, I really hope to do it. So you're going to have that constantly weighing on your mind now. Whereas, Piper, I'm going to let you have a free shot when this happens. You see, um, from inside the nearby bush, a pointy red hat with a little jingly bell on it. Shoot her! Shoot her! Is that typically associated with elves? Christmassy elves, yes. Well, this is Omen. Uh, can I shoot it? <laughs> That's the best way to go with it. Absolutely, you can shoot it. Okay. okay, fingers crossed. I believe in you. I got a 10. You fire towards this bush and you hear something inside go, Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> You watch as this tiny, almost humanoid-shaped thing flies out of the bushes with these gross, fleshy wings. Who are all of you? What are you doing here? What? I thought the gun made it very obvious. Are you trying to kill me? I'll kill you. Please don't. Are you an elf? Yes, of course I'm an elf. Shoot it. Wait. Shoot it again. Wait. Before before I do that, um, if I apologize for, you know, everything that happened in general, would, would you accept that or... No. Are you qualified to apologize? If I try to talk to the people who are qualified to apologize, we, I can try to work something out. I mean, my, my dad is a very influential figure in the company. What's your dad's name? John Smith. John Smith, I think it was. Uh, John Smith. John, Sm- John Smith was the reason my mother and father broke up. Oh, no. I'm not surprised. I am so sorry. Um, Revenge! Our life. Wait, does that mean you're our half-sibling? What? Are you our family? We are bound by our hatred for John Smith. We want to use him for his power and then probably beat him up. Yeah. He locked my mother in this basement. <laughs> my mother! You all hate John Smith as much as I do! Oh yeah. Very strong. Yeah. You will all join me in my vendetta against John Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Got like... Three, six, three more siblings, maybe. Yeah, we've got at least three more. Christmas card will tell us if there's new ones this year. I think, okay, wait. I think if we are going to murder our father, we have to make it look like an accident because then we can take over his power. Yeah, don't worry. There's a massive fight going on on all the floors. It's easy to make it an accident right now. We can feed him to a toaster. He floats to the ground and goes, All right then, let's do this. What's your name, sibling? Jingles. I'm Cecilia. I'm the oldest here of the collected ones. I'm quite old for a minotaur. <laughs> we don't usually live this long. Usually someone sticks us in a maze. Does this count as a maze, technically? What did I say about labyrinth jokes? <laughs> no, no, did... <laughs> Did our dad send us down into a maze? I wouldn't put it past him. John Smith is a tricksy bastard, and I know where he is. Are you ready to join me? We got an AK-47. Let's do this. Is there any sort of thing that I can do to determine if he's fucking with us? Because... Roll for observation for me. Okay. 
Go, Tick, go. I got a 24. He is genuinely on board for th- with this. You, you see the same sort of familial <laughs> anger that you all have meeting within his tiny elf chest. I found a long lost brother. <laughs> you will continue forward through this forest yelling Patris. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the most excited Cameron's been this week. This month. You make your way through the forest um, and you end up at a another door. This one you open up with the same key uh, and it takes you into a ordinary looking corridor. And you make your way down through a bunch of the facility following Jingles, the elf. He takes you down to an office and on the office door is written in big letters, slime containment. Jingles. Yes. Are you? Is, is our dad in there? He might be. Is our dad in there? He might be. Um, do we really want to walk in? On, I mean, is there like a t- tie on the door? Slack <laughs> on the door. Our dad getting busy with the slime. There is definitely a tie on the floor. Ah, uh, Jingles! I don't think we want to go in there. There's some things you cannot unsee. No, Cecilia. This means he's unarmed. I am the one who's unarmed. He's unarmed and unprepared. We need to do this for our own good. For the good of many other monsters that live within this world. For my mother who was trapped in this underground containment I mean, unit. You're not going to get alimony from a corner. We're not getting alimony in the first place. I have never gotten alimony. Yeah. He doesn't love us. He just sends us a Christmas card once a year to add a new sibling to the list so that we take care of them. Man, I think I started this day with, like, ambivalence towards our father, but I am full out hating him now. This is a very interesting first day on the job, but you know what? I am down to kill a man that is fucking a slime. (laughs) (laughs) Be honest, it's not the worst thing he's done. You, You open the door very slowly and you hear this sort of sexy music playing. Oh my god. You see slimes everywhere, all in like these vats, um, and you watch as a man you have all grown to hate uh, is walking out of a room uh, and putting back on his jacket. Oh my gosh. And looking very flustered. Can I just shoot him? Roll for agility. If I get a very good roll, it was just meant to be, I think. I'm, I'm not sorry. I got a 21. (laughs) You kneecap this bastard in the leg and he falls to the floor and he goes, Oh, Jesus, what was that? Hello. Hello, Dad. Cameron, Piper, Cecilia, what are you doing here? Jingles. It's only about jingles. It's jingles. This is what you get for not paying alimony. Or sending birthday cards. What would I call the sending birthday cards? There's too many of you at this point. Well, whose fault is that, Father? Do you even know how upset Piper's mother was that you haven't visited? You were down here and you didn't even say hello to her. Wait, you've, you've, met, you've met your mother, Piper? I have. And she didn't immediately eat you? She tried to. Oh, just like when I met her. She was always a feisty little minx. Oh, God. Dad, no, gross. He wipes a bit of slime off of his hand. Dad, <laughs> gross. Can I shoot him again? Can I just put him out of his misery? Please, please, please. I'm unarmed. You, you can't do this. No, I'm unarmed. I got a 20. How do you want to do this? <laughs> I want to ask this as a personal question because I don't actually know this as a player. Can you kill someone by shooting their dick? Yes. Not very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I'll shoot his dick off. I mean, it's fitting. He reaps what he sows. You shoot his dick off and he goes, Oh my god! Victor! 
and he sort of collapses in pain on the floor in this room full of slimes. This has certainly been the best Christmas ever. Yeah, sure. Uh, Jinkles. Yeah. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna go get like McDonald's or something? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm fine. Yeah. Let's go out. Let's go out for a drink. We've earned this. Let's go get wasted. Can any of you forge an ID? <laughs> Oh, yes, that's right. They have a lower drinking age. Piper, you are in luck. Oh, thank God we're not in the States. Also, you just murdered a man, so really, what's the drinking limit? You all head off for a nice night out on the town in London. Did we survive? We did survive. We killed our father and we survived? Man, Merry Christmas. A man who banged slimes had thought he was a smarty. His murderous children went out for a party. A gang of raccoons hide from old Smedley Prime for stealing a mug is a dangerous crime. You make your way through the rest of these vats. You see like half-formed Smedleys in a few of them. It's really weird. And you make your way to a rather impressive looking oak door with a face carved into it. A familiar-looking face, the face of Smedley, and it has big golden, like, handles. Ooh, fancy. Can I do a quick observation? Yeah, I was gonna... <laughs> anything pinky about it? Sure. Eh. Mm. There is nothing wrong with this door. Oh, it's fine. Just open it. Okay. All right. Um, is it a pulley or a pushy? It's a pushy. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just gonna... Belly flop against it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Roll for luck. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you belly flop against this door, the door goes flying open, and you roll into this room, and you immediately trigger a laser tripwire. <gasps> oh no. And the room springs to life in front of you, a corridor. It is filled with flame traps, pools of acid, oh my God. piranha pits, <gasps> and swinging massive blades. <gasps> oh jeez. I like hop in after her and pull her back. Absolutely. Like at all. I feel like that's a, a jet agility and strength check. Go for it, yeah. Do do a, okay. do do agility and strength and we'll take the take the average. All right. Nine. Woo. Nineteen. Nine. Okay, so well, at least you guys are together. <laughs> yeah. You grab egg uh, just before egg is uh, eviscerated by a swinging spiky blade. <sighs> okay. Egg. Okay, egg. Oh we got I'm gonna eat a little. Okay, hang on. <laughs> Darling is going to fish into her tiny backpack and pull out a granola bar and give it to Egg. Oh, thank you. Oh, it crumbles so easily. <laughs> I'm going to say you get a plus three to whatever you next roll because of the granola oh, bar. Get it, Egg. All right. So I'm going to peer out. I'm assuming we're right back behind the door. Um, I'm just going to like slowly push the door open to like look around the room more thoroughly. So I guess observation. Sure. Uh, rough observation for me. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Don't see shit. <laughs> you don't see shit. Uh, all you see are these swinging blades and piranha pits and horrible things happening Well, uh, in this room. It's all bad in there. All of it. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do it, ladies. <laughs> <sighs> Can I do an observation to see if I can find like a control panel or something hidden. There has to be something by this door. Ooh. Oh. Yes, you may. Look at darling. So smart. Oh, maybe. Ooh. Hard maybe. You see a vent nearby. Hmm. 
All right, I don't think we need to be stabbed or eaten by fish. Oh, thank God. I think we just go on this vent over here. Oh, okay. And she's going to whip out a multi-tool from her tiny backpack and take it off. Very nice. Nicely done, yes, yes. Yes, you, you remove the uh, screws from this and the vent hatch swings open. All right, one at a time. Okay. Uh, I'll be in the back. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Just keep an eye out. You make your way inside and you crawl through. You can hear in the other room the chaos that is happening, but you never get close enough to actually see it. And you end up on the other side of this vent. And peering through, you see a large circular room and there are bookcases lining every wall. Um, in the center, there is a large bath filled with this luminous green liquid, and there are pipes hanging from the ceiling. Uh, there is a smoking chair on one side and a big projector that's projecting up onto the wall behind the tank of liquid. Ooh, is that a glow soup? A glow what, soup? What's glow soup? I don't know. One time I ate this stuff in the lab, and it made my tummy glow. Um, you know, okay, so let's uh, get the mug first, and then yeah. maybe we try the soup on our way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Mug, mug, mug. Gotta focus. Oh, yeah, look for the mug. Where's the mug? Uh, roll for observation for me. Everybody? Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah, get it, darling. <laughs> darling, critical success. Uh, Ooh, yay. Hockey's too busy in the back. Yeah, I'm like, what? Where? <laughs> yeah, darling, you see on a desk... Uh, at the side of this room uh, is the mug. It it almost shines with MacGuffin energy. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly. Almost like we were meant to find it. It is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to make your way down into the room? Yeah. This vent's quite high up, so you need to try and come up with a way to get down. Uh, there is like a bookcase. Underneath. Okay, yeah, definitely hop onto the bookcase. Okay. And like ladder crawl our way down. I'm going to get each of you to roll for strength for this. Oh, gracious. Oh boy, okay. Oh no, Ooh. darling, not strong. <laughs> no. Yay! Oh, I thought that was you for a second. I was like, oh, I got another bad roll. I was like, oh, 18. No, that was me. <laughs> Pocky, you climbed down fine. Alright. Okay, here I come. Oh no. Egg climbs down very slowly and very deliberately, but manages to get down and only displaces a couple of books that fall clattering to the floor. Oops. Whereas, darling, you end up grabbing the wrong book on this shelf and a uh, hundred books come tumbling down and land on yeah! <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh, darling! Oops. I hopped down to her. Are, are you good? Are you okay? You've hurt your leg. Ow. So you ain't gonna be climbing back out of there. Oh dear. Oh. Okay, well, we're gonna have to disable all the traps on our way out. Okay. Okay, we can do that. I, I don't look very confidently back at Egg. <laughs> Hopefully there's like a MacGuffin door or something that when we open it, it just sets, shuts the traps off because mm -hmm. it thinks that Smedley Prime is leaving the office or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Smart, 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 smart. All right, let's get the mug and then see what happens. Okay, you make your way over to the mug and you climb up onto the desk and it's almost like the scene from the Temple of Doom, but you don't have anything in your other hand, so you just sort of pick it up. <laughs> it's at that point you hear the door to this room start to jiggle. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, 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 hide. Hide, hide, hide. Hide, hide, hide. Everyone roll for agility. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am broken, so that makes, <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Pocky, because you've got a 21, you can help Darling out of this mess, but 
it, it will mean that something bad will happen later. Take it. Take the mug and go hide. Go. No. What are you doing? No. So I'm... No, you have to save yourselves. Go. What are you doing? You will have to leave the mug <gasps> if you do this for now. Oh, Darling. <sighs> okay, I'm going to go for the mug. You're going to go for the mug? Yeah, no, okay. no, wait. No, no, no. I'm going to go for Darling. No, no it's like... too late. You already said it. Take the mug and go. No. It's okay. I'll sit on this pile of books <laughs> and act lost. Okay. I grab it. And then I, I run off. So you and Egg go hide behind the smoking chair. Oh, gosh. Into the room comes a rather shriveled old man. He looks somewhat like your clone dad, but, but far, far older. Uh, and he walks into the room and he looks around and goes, God damn it, those elves have ruined the Christmas party. Hang on a minute. Something's wrong in here. And he's looking around right now. What are you going to do, darling? I'm going to stay still and hope that T-Rex rules apply where he can't see me if I don't move. <laughs> I'm going to say roll for luck for me. All right, dice don't fuck me. It's <laughs> eh, a little fucky. He doesn't initially notice you. He walks over to his desk and goes, Strange, I don't remember buying a taxidermied raccoon. And then he turns around and he removes his lab coat revealing a horrifically, like, wrinkled old man body. Oh, he looks like a razor. Wait, wait, was he naked under that lab coat? Uh, he had nothing on underneath it, no. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> on his horrible, wrinkled old back, there are, like, black tubes, and he then walks over and sits in the bath of glowing liquid, and the tubes from the ceiling lower down, and he connects them into his back. Do I need to roll a focus to keep from just bursting out with how disgusting I find this? Yes. <laughs> yeah, what it was, I should have kept my mouth shut, but... You should have. You're good. You're fine. Okay. You're all at 12. You're okay. Um, you, you're, you're, you don't feel great about what you've just seen, but it's fine. Internal screaming. Oh my god, I barfed in my mouth a little, but I swallowed it. Yes. Uh, you used to doing that as a, as a raccoon. <laughs> this old guy is just sitting back in this bath now, um, and he goes, Master Smith Pewter, play the recording VNY 2015-05-10 from my personal private collection the screen starts to flicker on. You've never seen like a city before, but you see a city there in front of you and there is a large statue of what looks like your dad in the middle of the city and there are planes flying around it. Ooh, wow. You hear um, a voice uh, echoing through the room and it goes, Only a year after Smedley forces invaded the eastern seaboard and destroyed Lady Liberty, we have received this footage showing that they have replaced her with a statue of their leader, Smedley Prime. Uh, so long ago. Fighting continues across the globe as their forces grow exponentially, but world leaders hold out hope that the days of the clone army will be numbered. All we can do in these dark times is hold our loved ones close and pray we all survive long enough to see that day. <laughs> Those were the days. And the old man in the bath giggles and then starts to slurp at the bath water. Ooh, I knew it. I knew it was glow soup. Uh, is he sufficiently distracted that we could sneak out? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. He is wallowing in the memories of the past. Awesome. Okay. I'm going to shoo them if they can see me to just get going and I'm going to try and leave myself. Egg's form of sneaking is just like laying flat on his tummy and just like pushing with his back legs <laughs> and just like sliding. I'm going to say roll for um, agility both of you. Although maybe actually no, egg roll for strength. Oh, okay. Okay, well. Oops. 
Good. Well, thank goodness for rolling for strength. <laughs> so you get a 20 and then Egg, you get a 12. You both manage to like scooch your way out of the room unnoticed by the man in the bath. Uh, and you go back into the hallway, which is now detrapped, um, and you can make your way down the hallway. But Darling is still in the room. Yes. What would you like me to roll to try and get down and get away? Agility, unless you can come up with a better roll for I, me. I think that's probably the best roll that we could do for it. Welp. <laughs> you get down from the table, uh, and you land on your broken leg, and you let out a little squeak. The old man in the bath jerks upright and goes, Who's that? Is that an elf? Actually, whatever pose I was striking on the table, I'm going to try and strike it on the floor. So it looks like maybe I just fell off the table somehow. Okay. And I'm still a tax Kirby raccoon. Uh, I'm going to roll observation for him. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> oh, thank god. Thank god he's old. <laughs> he gets out of the bath and he walks around the room, dripping this glowing gunk all over the carpet, uh, and he walks past the desk, and he doesn't notice you lying there, playing dead on the floor. <laughs> uh, and he walks over to the other side of the room and goes, who knocked all these books down? And he starts stacking the books back on the shelf very slowly and very deliberately. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try and go while he's doing that. Is it another agility? <laughs> yep. Nope. Great. I am broken, so... <laughs> you well. scuttle towards the door, but you fall flat on your face. Smedley Prime is still picking up books, so if someone wants to help... I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to, like, duck in real fast and then, like, grab her. So is that agility and strength? or just That agility? is agility again, yeah. Oh, okay, shit. <gasps> yes. Hell yeah. Woo, super random. I'm coming to the rescue, so I'm, like, bouncing off walls and shit. <laughs> parkour, parkour. Parkour. Yeah, you... You parkour through this room like a ninja. Uh, you even bounce off of Smedley Prime's back at one point, and he goes, what? <laughs> My back's killing me at the minute. <laughs> and you make your way over to Darling, and you pick her up and carry her out of the room, and the doors close behind you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, we did it, we did you it. You leave the mom friend. That's just no, not no, right. No, 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 That's no. not cool. Thank you for not letting me stick together. I have a small first aid kit in my bag. Can I, like, splint up my leg? I have a spoon. Oh, a spoon will help. Spoon. Yeah, you combine the spoon and the small first aid kit. Can you roll creativity for me? I can. <laughs> it works. Well. It works. But it's not going to give you a bonus in agility. Let's get to the elevator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it this way. All of you roll for agility again for me. Oh, Lord. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Can I preemptively carry Darling before I roll? <laughs> uh, yes, based on that roll, probably. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, well, well. Okay, oh, okay well. <laughs> I'm hampering everybody. Yeah, you're not doing very great at the minute. You're sort of all sort of like wandering through these halls. You notice that the robot is gone. Smedley Prime must have prepared it whilst he walked past because he could do that very quickly. Can I do a quick observation to see if I can spot it? Go for it. It is behind the vats nearby. You see it moving behind them, casting shadows on the Smedley clones inside the vats. Uh, darling, do you have anything in your bag that I can throw? Uh, I got more granola bars. I have candy wrappers. <sighs> Something that I could just throw in another direction to distract mm. it. Oh, my multi-tool. But you need that. I'll take a granola. I'm sorry, Egg. That's <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm gonna like. What? Do you guys have nothing? Hmm? I brought the spoon. Oh, that's true. I just bought my my very very unpredictable energy. I'm so sorry. And parkour. <laughs> and parkour. And parkour. Okay. Uh, take the spoon and just throw it. It's fine. Okay. So I, I'm gonna take the spoon and I'm gonna throw it on the other side of the room 
so that it's going in an opposite direction. Sure. Uh, roll for agility for me. Again. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> All right, well, it's just throwing a spoon. It's not that hard, so it's not going to be that much of a roll. You don't need to roll that much for it. You're throwing a spoon. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, Good. you throw this spoon and it clatters against one of the nearby uh, vats and the clone inside twitches and you hear the robot light up and then pursue it across the room. I'm going to say that that gives you the perfect amount of time to cross the room and you're not going to have to run it and you make your way back to the elevator. <sighs> okay, everybody trench coat up again just in case. Okay, okay. Does anyone remember what floor we live on? Um, uh, I have this sticky note. Yeah, sticky note. What's the sticky note say? I can't read. We have to do it backwards. So it was five turns right, left, right. Now it's left, right, five left. Yeah, but what floor? I don't remember. We could only go down before. So it's very, very, very top. All right, up, up. Up we go. Okay. I'm gonna punch that button. You press the button and you start to move up and you're making your way up and it feels like everything is a success. Uh, but it is at that moment that the doors open up again and in comes clone 808 again. And he goes, hey again, how you doing? Hi, Bob. <laughs> oh, you remember my nickname. How could I forget? How'd it go? Did you have fun downstairs? Yeah, that robot is something else. Yeah, 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 I worked on him. He's not very good at the whole uh, existential crisis thing, though. I mean, who is, honestly? That's true, yeah. yeah you'll get it. My nose is a bit itchy. I'm... <laughs> You don't. You don't have a pet, do you? Yeah, I've I've got cats at home. Have you? I'm allergic to cats. Sorry about that. <coughs> um, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I should have lint rollered. I apologize. Yeah. Well, next time, please. Yeah. Yeah. You. You got it. You got it. This is our floor, I suppose. They've really did a number on deep storage tonight. The the Santa and his elves have gone complete, made a complete mess of the place. Oh gosh, I guess I'll be called in to clean up. Absolutely. You know yeah. how it is. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Yeah, hardly working hard or hardly working, eh? See you in a bit. And he walks off. I have no idea what that means. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh, it's an elf. I'm sorry, did your butt just speak? <coughs> just a weird cough. Oh, okay, that's fine. You might want to get that checked. Yeah, 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 I'll go up to medical. All right, see you in a bit. Bye. And you then scatter off down the corridor and up into the vent, and that's when the smedley goes, hang on a minute, medical's downwards. But by the time he's turned around, you've disappeared into the vent. I knew he was going to say something like that. <laughs> Good thing butts cough. I just like how, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm like man, I, I'm hoping that it is up. <laughs> hoping medical's up. <laughs> okay, so we work our way backwards through the vents to Smedley Dad. Yes, you make your way back through uh, the vents, and you eventually end up back at your home base. And there, Clone 405 is waiting for you with open arms. We did it! We got the mug. You got my mug. I have the sticky note. Oh, you kept the sticky note. Oh, Egg, you're so good. Yes. <laughs> what was it like on your first, like, big journey? You gotta tell me everything. I was very scared. It was scary, but it was fun. But Egg was awesome. Like, that robot in existential crises, that was top-notch stuff. I don't know what an egg crisis is, but I guess I did do it because I'm Egg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Egg. But we did it together as a team. Smedley takes the mug from you and he smiles a big toothy grin and goes, thank you all, I've been wanting this for a year now. It's felt so long, I'm, I'm so happy. And he puts it on his desk and he goes, right then, I suppose it's time for your Christmas presents. <gasps> yes, a Christmas miracle. Yes, yes, yes. And he kicks the food machine and it just pours food out all over the floor. Oh, yes, this is the best Christmas ever. <laughs> 
Can I agility slide into that? Because I felt like it was just like, let's do this thing. Yeah. Roll for agility. Yes. Wow, that's a 24 again. Critical success. You slide into this and you just gobble up as much of it as you can. Uh, and he then pets you all and goes, Merry Christmas, all of you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dad. Merry Christmas, Papa. Oh, I'm so happy. So the mission was over. The raccoons and their dad ate the kibble all night. They were really quite glad. Now let us go back, right to the beginning, as a group of time travelers try to stop me from winning. For 76 years you have been on this mission. (laughs) Today, you three and your trusty tractor with its tire will try to change history and stop you from being stranded in the past. The group of you take your tractor down the road towards the Omen HQ in London. The tractor stops and the tyre speaks on the voice box and goes, Good luck everyone. I know that we've been friends for all this time, but when we change time, you will never meet me. But I've enjoyed every moment of this journey we've had together. I wouldn't want to be on the road with anyone else. Oh, Tyre. It has been honour to know you, Tyre. We'll always love you, Tyre. It's been an honour to drive with you all. Outside the front of the Omen headquarters, there is a guard standing there. We roll up on him. (laughs) Do I still have my AK? It's a bit rusty. Okay. What, what's going on here? What's what's happening here? What, 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 you, what do you all all you old biddies want? We need in. We need to stop the party. The, the Christmas party. Yes, bad things will happen if the Christmas party is allowed to continue. Well, it's been going for hours. What, what's what's the problem? What, what's happening? Elves. Elves. The elves. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. He, he, he sort of presses on his mic and goes, yeah, some some old ladies out here, they're uh, talking gibberish. Can you send some other guards around? You listen to me, you small man, okay? There are elves that are going to try to get into the facility, and they are going to try to sabotage many of the things in deep storage. We are omen agents, formerly from the past, okay? You have to let us inside. No, 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 no. Time travel is illegal. All right, so you you ain't time travelers. We didn't do it on purpose. You're accidental time travelers. Yeah, I believe that any day. All right, off with you. Go on, go on. Uh, anyway, but I brought Mrs. Winters her coffee, and I have a shaky hand with the Starbucks in it, trying to hand it to the guard. <laughs> this is for Mrs. Winters. It's her favorite. He calls on his thing. Goes. Have we got a coffee here for Miss Winters? Is she there? And then Nadine comes to the door and looks you over. I, I brought your coffee, ma'am. Did you really bring me out here to handle this? Can you not handle three old women on your own? Well, they appear to be from the past, apparently. They've, they've come here from the future to warn us about tonight. It's illegal. Arrest them immediately. All right. What? And then a bunch of guards come in and they arrest you. Do I drop the coffee cup? You drop the coffee cup, yes. <laughs> oh, no. You shouldn't have done that. No, no. Oh, God, she's turning. <laughs> <laughs> A time loop was closed, Santa's plans circumvented. They warned of my elves, my attack was prevented. I sat in my sleigh, I was feeling quite shite. Merry Christmas to all, 
and to all a good night. Ho, ho, ho. Thank you all for listening. It's time for the credits, although not in rhyme, for that would be hard for edits. The Omen Christmas Party was brought to you by Sean Oxpring, Andrea Jorgensen, Sam Silvers, Salavier Nelson Jr., Rose Russell, Sophie, Robin, Dea from Dice Out Now Game, Ryan, Katie, Cap, and Ian from Shrimp and Crits, Anna Webster, Sonny, Belry, Tom, Nikolai, Rowan, and Dragon from Penance RPG, Brent, Lucas, and Jason from Ballad of the Seven Dice, Alex, Al Wyvern and Keith Evans, Andrew, Michelle, Carrie, Adam, and Ash from The Beholder's Eye, Ferris, Aubrey, and Tick from Goblets and Gays, Carrie, Kaylin, and Ezra, Brad from The Fate of Ison, Cassie, Shade, and Samantha from The Lovely Craftians, and finally, RJ and Dan from Cosmopunk. The Omen Christmas theme was written and played by Emma Wright. Thank you for listening. And have a happy holiday. Ho, ho, ho.